Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins are going Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from the war room here in Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court here on Versus World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And by Lulu. Hi, y'all. Happy Veterans Day to all those out there. Just This is the uh, day that America saved Europe the first time, so big props to us for showing up after most of it was already over. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Better late than never. It's all right. We're the ones that closed the, the book on that one. We ended the fighting. It's like, fuck, the Americans are here. We quit. We give up. We'll give you back everything we're holding on to. I don't recall learning that part in, yeah, in that's, history class. That's, yeah. Actually, it, it kind of did happen that way. Not too far out of the realm of impossibility. <laughs> the Germans just kind of threw their arms. I'm like, fuck, there's a million of them. What are we going to do? We quit. Our guns are tired. Our people don't want to fight anymore. We have no one else to throw at them. Our allies pushed out and quit. They did. But then yeah, but then right. they only had a one-front war to worry about. But that was That's, that's true. Yeah, the Russians bail on us again. God, they always were worthless, sure man. To register your copy of Sam. What? At what? That's interesting. What? <laughs> <laughs> Considering I just registered our code, I don't know why that's there. That's hilarious. So is that going to keep going? <laughs> I don't know. Did that play over the air? I have no clue. We're getting rid of it. That's really funny. Because I, I literally did that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the thing. And she saw me do it. Before I, yeah, we got it right, I just got the new key today from uh, GnomeWise. So I plugged it in. Uh-huh. And it should be done. It happened to 2042. Now, okay. You, like, All right. So it's happening to everybody. So do you, did you have to plug in the code and then, like, restart Sam? Or was it? No. No? It was fine. It said, you're registered. I'm like, I was already registered. It's just every three months we get a new key. Oh, okay. So apparently it happened to 2040 according to uh, Poster. So I guess it's happening to everybody. Well, that probably so made the show person. 20% better than right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Apparently they got renewed in the past few days. Well, I did right before we went on the air. So that's maybe that's an issue. I don't know. But it's registered. 
Trust me, I don't have time to go looking for a registration key for this thing. I, I, I don't even think they have one. I, I'm sure they do. I'm sure somewhere out there there's a pirating program for Sam Encoder. I'm just too lazy to go looking for it. So uh, legitimacy you works for me. You could just say you're too busy. You didn't have to admit By the way, you're not even talking anywhere near your mic. That's, that's why I oh, kept saying it. Okay, is that better? Well, it helps if actually it's up in front of your mouth. It's you want to down below it. Fix that other thing so it lifts up there. Yeah, that's usually what we do that when we have the 10 minutes of music prior to the show. Yeah. We usually use that to adjust our microphones ahead of time. I'm just saying, you know, you've been here long enough. That's right. Lefty Lucy, righty tighty. Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll hold wait. the whole show Hang up. On. Yeah, that's Sorry. right. Go ahead. This is, this is important I have stuff. my whole monologue ready to go, but... No, this is, this is much more important. And far more entertaining, not that anybody can see it. What? Nothing, just keep twisting it up. There you go. That is an interesting sound that I bet you they heard. Are, are you done? Yes. There you there go. There we are. Oh, Welcome right. to the show. Shut up. Okay, moving on. Okay. Okay, so, so anyways, uh, Lulu Fix and the Light, great radio. See, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's this, the this problem. Action packed. IRC has been around long enough. These people have been listening to the show long enough to know bad radio when they hear it. And that was very un- en- entertaining. <laughs> entertaining. So was that. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So, Highlander, what did yeah. you do this week? What, did I, what happened this week? Um, yes. Go ahead and play the sounder. Oh, now, do I have to? Okay. Yes, you do. Yes. All right. All right. Go ahead. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Suck it down, righties! <laughs> Four more years, motherfuckers! <laughs> Woohoo! I should have known that that's no, what I it was. Woo! <laughs> yeah. I figured this would be, he'd interrupt the opening monologue and just do it dead. <laughs> what are you going to say? They won. We all lost, but they won. Unbelievably yes. great. Yes. Actually, Not only did I correctly predict. Yes, you did. Over a year ago. That nobody was beating chocolate cheese. <laughs> but, if I may also... Mentioned on the air as well. Emp uh, and I had a side bet on top yes, of a side bet. Oh yeah. That Obama would receive more than three hundred electoral votes. And, and he did. how many electoral votes did he receive? Speaking Lulu, which, I didn't 302? see the three hundred two. Three hundred thirty two. Actually, yes, I think they gave wow. I didn't see the dollar. You said you left behind. I didn't see it when I came downstairs. Oh okay. Well, don't worry about it then. Well, I know I just owe you a dollar. I don't care. It's just oh, for well, no, sake. I pay my bets. Although uh-huh. I'll probably need that dollar to feed my family. Now we've got four more years of taxing and Obamacare. By the way, speaking which, since you guys won, have you seen the laundry list of companies that are laying people off? Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people threaten. Yeah, I also no, saw. No, no, they've done it. They've done it. I've done also it. seen a lot of. Uh, there was one particular story that I read um, that a guy said he was going to threaten to lay people off, but instead he gave his whole company a five percent raise, which I thought was pretty cool. Cool. Glad that one guy did it versus all the yes. thousands that are saying we're going under if we don't fire some people. So, all right, Highlanders gloating begins. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Ebb is doing this, you're an awesome loser, sir. Props. Well, I, look, it wouldn't come as a great shock. We were in the middle of, of Connect Bowling when they said Ohio. So actually, you guys were on the way out the door because we've been here to like. No, no, I, I, I stayed until you stayed, but I think everybody else was out the door. Yeah, I had to go, Ohio, and so. then um, Bubbles was the next one to leave. Right. So it did not because we as both a great had shock. to work the next day. Although, if anything, it told me not to listen to polls anymore because they sure as hell know the hell they're talking about. Well, yeah. no, I'm, it was supposed to be very the, close. Most of the polls weren't really that close. It was just for whatever reason, and I've, I've already lied about that. For some reason, the the Romney campaign list either I don't know if they listened to wrong polls or they were just in some sort of a vacuum, some well, sort of some sort of echo chamber polls thing. Polls were saying that the Republicans are far more fired up than Democrats, and it, it was the opposite. More Democrats turned out this time. I mean, those less of them in general. 
But they came out in much greater, I mean, those more African-American voters, more Latino voters, white people just like, eh. More female voters. We don't like the Mormon, and yes. we don't like the black guy. So, well, no, no, same, same amount of female voters, just a bigger gap. More voted for Obama than did Romney. So, eh. Which is not too surprising considering, you know. I mean, you could literally put, like, a whiteboard up with, like, you know, and erase the number, like, number of times a Republican says something stupid about rape, and you'd be, like, up to, like, oh God. 14 days, and, like, oh, we got to erase it, go back to zero. You know what? Neither one of them won, which is good. Fuck them. That was stu- what, a stupid thing to say and for both of them. It was Aiken and No, they, they all lost. Those two of them, I thought that that was said something Two or about, three, but... There was, what, Aiken, Missouri, said the female body knows when it's yeah. being raped. It doesn't conceive. Really? It doesn't conceive? That one. True, right? And then there was the one in Indiana whose name I don't remember. About, he said something Murdoch? about Rupert, legitimate. Yeah, not Rupert Murdoch. No, 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 no. But no. I know, uh, Richard Murdoch, I think is what you're talking okay, about. Okay, and yeah. he came out and said something like, uh, uh, if rape happens, God intended it to happen or something such. Something like that, yeah. I, I knew what he was trying to say, but that isn't what he said. I think what he was meaning to say was God, li- God loves life no matter how it comes into the world. That's not what the moron said. So, again, to hell with them. But I did find it interesting that a day after the election, now all of a sudden, Petraeus is gone. Yeah. And they held on to that. Now we found out Iran fired on our, on our uh, drones. Holder's gone. Clinton was gone, but everybody knew that. His, all his cabinet, Bernanke's gone. All these, his well, entire cabinet is just Well, I mean, didn't Clinton say that she up. wasn't going to come back? She I mean, she's tired. She did. Well, no, she actually is going to run in 2016. That's the real reason. Petraeus... They're getting rid of because they don't want him to. No, that's not the reason why. Is he he volunteered himself? Yeah, he right. because of his extramarital affair. The nope. FBI has been holding on to it for a while, and the conventional wisdom now is from a lot of people, other than your left wing stuff, is that they knew about it, they held out to it, and then they right said, until after we don't want you to testify on the Benghazi thing. So guess what? Extramarital affair, you need to quit, or you're going to lose your pension. We're going to bring up they the charges. They invited him to leave, so he left. He is not going to testify at the Benghazi trial. Neither is Clinton. So I find that very suspect. But again, it doesn't matter. Kind of like double jeopardy. It's already done. The election's over. So they were smart enough and able to hold on to all this dirty laundry until well after everything was said and done. And now it doesn't matter. Now we're back to two more years of gridlock before the 2014 midterms. And honestly, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm, I'm tired. I'm like, you people voted this guy in twice. You know what happened the first time? I, if you don't care, why should I? And I'll give you one of those more, I'm over to Canada! No, I, I'm good. No, I'm not going to pull a Robert Redford or an Alec Baldwin. I'm not moving countries. I'm not happy about it, but that's just the way it is. That's what you're going to do. Considering the size of the average blackie rapist, obviously all women secretly want it. Thanks, Onan. Really? Did you really just say that? Well, it is IRC. <laughs> You think Benghazi will blow up in a huge scandal? No. If it was no. going to do that, it would have already. But they they were able to keep a lid on that. So, no. I, I, I Look, people are pissed off that four of our people died and that they refused to let our guys go in there and save them. But it's not a big enough story for anybody to care when the media doesn't play it. So if the media doesn't have it on your front, you know, the TV or in the paper every day. Then it's gone. And you think about something else. Like a superstorm and then the cleanup and then something else. So, mm. Anyways, other than that, Highlander, how was your week? Other than that, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I have a story to tell. Oh, okay. Do tell. It's not a long story, but it is, an, it is a fascinating story. You will probably find it fascinating. We, I am all for fascinating you stories. You will probably disagree with me on it, but you will find it fascinating nonetheless. Continue. So the day after the election, that is Wednesday for the folks at home, um, I was at work, and I had about a half hour, about 20 minutes till I had to leave. So I was just kind of killing time. 
And this lady comes in, and we started talking about the election. And she asked if uh, I had been outside recently. I said, no, I haven't. You know, I, I got here pretty early in the morning, so I haven't seen anything. And she said, well, you know, it's, it's weird because there are these three guys down the street by the post office. And it's about not, maybe about a quarter of a mile down the street. They have these big, giant, impeach Obama signs. <laughs> and they're, like, yelling at cars, and they're passing out literature and all this kind of stuff. And I found that very fascinating. So, that's a good, waste of your, that's a good uh, use of your time. Exactly. Yeah. Especially the day after the election. So, so I, I drive by, and sure enough, there's these three guys. There's three young guys, actually. I was expecting them to be, like, old, you know, grizzled old whatevers. But, no, it's, it's three, three young guys, and they have big, giant, like, this big, like, impeach Obama, and they're right in front of the post. They're not in front of the post office, but, like, the uh, whatever that strip of lawn is between the, like the sidewalk and the, and the road. The tree lawn? Tree lawn or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's what I call it, but okay. Okay. I've heard it called a lot of things. Uh, so they're on, like, the tree lawn of the post office, and they're, like, they're sitting there, and they're waving their signs. And I drive by, and I'm like, all right, what the hell? So I pull over into <laughs> oh, a nearby. No. <laughs> you do not. Oh, I sure as hell did. <laughs> so I, I pull into a nearby parking lot, and I walk up to them. And they, they see me walking up, and they kind of get ready because I'm walking by. So I, then I ask them, so what's, you know, what's going on? You know, what's all this about? It's like, well, you know, are, are you political? Uh, and I answered yes because I figured if I said no, then they wouldn't talk to me. Of course, I don't even know what that you know what political. What does that mean? So I said yes, of course I'm political, absolutely. <laughs> she said, well, we're we're here because we we want to impeach Obama. I said, oh, okay, uh, I got that. What go on? What, on what has basis? he done that warrants his impeachment? And they started going into all this crazy stuff, such as the fact that he's not an American and all this other economic stuff. But the big one that they were trying to harp on was that he had violated the War Powers Act through his intervention in Libya. Uh, and I found that very interesting. Now, for those of you who don't know, the War Powers Act was signed in 1974, I believe, the most current War Powers Act. It gives you 90 days. It gives you, gives you 60 days. It gives the president 60 days to put troops anywhere they want with a 30-day uh, extension without notifying Congress and basically getting the, you know, everything okay, okay kind of thing. You have to send a report in. Um, according to this guy, he had not done that. Uh, now, I was political enough to at least back up some of my stuff, said, well, okay, well, wait a minute. First off, no president since 1974, Republican or Democrat, has ever said that the War Powers Act is constitutional to begin with, uh, basically because they all say that... Uh, Declaration of War, war power isn't an enumerated power. We're not going to get into constitutional and were, law. And no one's ever challenged no, it. No, and the, yeah, that's, um, the, uh, the other thing I said is that no one's ever challenged it. The closest anyone ever got was in 99 when the Republican Congress tried to do it against Clinton for Kosovo. But no court would touch it at all because they don't know if it's constitutional or unconstitutional. It's right. this huge, tangled mess. Reagan did it twice in El Salvador and, I believe, in Nicaragua. Didn't we bomb Libya? No, we bombed Libya after the uh, hijacking. Yes. And we sent so, troops in, too. Now, Obama... We troops in, we there, there were troops in there, too. Now, okay. Obama sent in a report. And I even read it afterward just to make sure that I knew what I was talking about. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I told him, so Obama sent in a report. But he claimed that the War Powers Act did not apply because, A, there were so few troops, and, B, our troops were under NATO command, not under American command. Therefore, the War Powers Act By and large, was, we were a support mission on that. That one. it was a support, England, exactly. France, so few things. Because they wanted to prove that they were still, you know, powers. Well, they didn't want to hear any of that. 
And we got in this big, long argument. And after about 10 minutes of back and forth, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And then they turned the back on me and ignored me. And I said, okay, thanks for making your case, asshole. <laughs> and then I walked away. I don't know that I would do that with three of them. And yeah. they're obviously agitated. But I will say this. Of all this laundry list of shit you could bring up to impeach That's what guy, I found. It, like, he that's like, what you hang like, your head he, on. He yeah. violated the War Powers Act. He needs to be impeached. Well, does okay. that mean that I, know, I was like, so are you gonna, would you have impeached Reagan or you know, Clinton? Or like, well, I, he, if they violated them, yes, yes, they should have been violated. Yeah. said, look, you're so not going to impeach they... any president on that. That is such a tangled knot of shit. That you know you're not going to impeach anyone on that. No, I see. It'd be I, too I, difficult. Well, and they I hadn't done like, their you know, homework. I'm, I'm sorry you have sour grapes over losing the election. Because let's not kid ourselves. That's what this is about. I would have waited at least a week before I went out there to protest. You know, let. It, and he's like, this is not sour grapes. This is about our country. Like, oh, bless. No, this really? Is not about I look. If you're going to impeach somebody, I would do it and say it's because he sucks at his job. At least then you've got some firepower. You've got some factual basis. Saying it's, well, oh, this Bernstein network is fake. Well, it may be. But until proved otherwise, it looks pretty legit. The, the War Powers Act, every single president, including Bush, the last one. I all presidents, yeah. And ev- even when they turn in a report, all the presidents, they always say that they're not complying with the War Powers Act. They're, I, I forget the exact terminology they use, but they use a terminology saying that they don't agree with the War Powers Act. They're just turning in a report, turning in a, a report. So, well, I, you know. Okay. So well, yeah, no, no president has ever. Well, it's kind of like the, the same two guys, and one in a reggae hat, and one of them I don't know what the hell he was, and they're always in ready clothes every Friday, every, every Friday afternoon when I leave the building to go back to walk to my car, they're there on the corner, one holding U.S. out of Libya now, and then the other one is no war for oil. Every week and has been, it might have been even when you work back. I think so. I think every I've never Friday seen them. afternoon, U.S. out of Libya. No blood for oil, or something like that, or no war for oil. I forget which it is. Every single blood. week, and I just want to stop and like. Do you not have a job? I don't get the Libya thing, <laughs> but I'm guessing. Yeah, you, your job must let out on Fridays, or your you know, medication came. I don't know which. <laughs> Libya would be a terrible reason to impeach him. Maybe that's right. <clears throat> not defending our diplomats would be a horrible reason to impeach him. Maybe they so. went to the CVS to get their prescription, and that's why they're standing there. They're waiting. The, the gist, the kind of feel that I got from them was they were sort of like Ron Paul Republicans. No. That was the kind of feel uh-huh. like, you know, you know like Constitution United, is yeah. very clear, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That kind of, that kind of the vibe that I got from them, that they were, mm. they were that, kind of, that kind of Republican. Uh, copy. But they were like, oh, fine, and, you, know what, you know what, I don't have time for you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Emperor's and Court is education at its finest. <laughs> Thanks for making your case, asshole. I walk away, and then as soon as I walked away, the cops showed up, which made me wonder who if they didn't have like a permit or if they didn't they weren't supposed to be I'm there. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they like let's go where somebody's going to see us and hold our signs, and we'll make a. No, I didn't see what happened afterward. I mean, the cop pulled up and they were like in the in the post office parking lot, so they were probably talking on the on the walkie talkie. Like, Are these guys supposed to be here? You know, that kind of thing. But by then, I had left, so I don't know what happened after that. Though, I don't know if they got rousted or you know. Well, they got so. told to move along. Yeah, but then they would just bitch and complain about their right to... You know what? And they very well might have that. Have that illegitimate complaint saying, we're allowed to... Assemble. Yeah, fine. You know what? It's your time. You're allowed to spend it as you wish. And if that, if you really think you're going to make a difference, three guys in yeah, South well, Ohio <laughs> that going to started the tidal wave groundswell. Yes. <laughs> the suburb of Ohio that I live in uh, is very Republican. 
Huge yes. ear puffer. Is it? Oh my. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm surprised they've all, they even they've let all you come in. through. They, uh, you know, I remember when George W. You know, Bush forty one came through. I remember when Sarah Palin came through during the 08 campaign. And they remember when That's Obama Romney was there this year. Yeah, yeah Romney yeah. was there. Obama even came to Strongsville, which was weird because he was there for Obamacare because there was a woman in Medina that was going to be covered under Obamacare because she had cancer. Mm-hmm. But they decided to hold the rally at my city's rec center instead of in Medina, which I thought was strange. That's odd. But he was there, and there was a whole big group of you know tea partiers and right-wingers with big signs and... Not you know much more organized than the group that I encountered on Wednesday, <laughs> but they were they were there, very upset that Obama happened to come in town, which is actually the only time I ever saw. I've I've seen every president since Bush forty one, and that was how I saw Obama. So keeping the streak alive. Yeah, both my kids went to an Obama rally. So uh-huh. I tell you what, I did want to go out and see a Romney rally. If nothing else, just for the history of it, actually go see it. I've only ever been to one rally. Really? And that was when Bush Senior came through. My dad was head of uh, security for the local force. Oh, ah, okay. And I got to shake his hand. And that was you when shook he, the president. Yes, hand. that was. Wow. Well, he wasn't president then; he was vice president. Oh, so this was like back in '88. Oh, oh, good like lord! Nine. Wow. And he gave me wow. a, a Bush quail sign, which I think I still have. So. Wow. Yeah, I, I took my sister to. Uh, it wasn't a Clinton rally, but Clinton was at Tri C because I think he was. Yeah, as we saw that, he I, was. We both, he was. No, I didn't go with you. I went with my mom and my okay, sister. Okay, I was there for that when he you was at Tri C once. Yeah, it was boring ass rain. Yeah, it was yes, boring ass rain. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was there promoting people going to community college. Yes, to save money, that kind of thing. And Tri C is one of the better community colleges in the country, so he he swung through there. I've met both of them. You know, both the Clintons because they came in and out of Charleston. And I worked at that corporate airport, so that was a lot of fun. He is a very charismatic individual. Well, when when you get to be Huge. president, if if you get to be president, charismatic is part of the job. Oh, I know, but he, regardless of what party you're in. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and all the girls there were just oh, Bill. Well, I mean, it's, it's, you're the president. <laughs> yeah, that right there. Is Power it. is the ultimate aphrodisiac. Uh, by the way, a uh, poster told me she was going to be dancing on the table for the show, and I don't see her doing that. I see her working on something else. I see Copy just kind of staring at it. I didn't know Copy was as old as she is. She's like 38, she said. Like, born in 1974. That's... Really? Yeah. I She hides her age well, and then Cleo looks like she's bored. She's just sitting there like, eh, waiting to do something. <laughs> eh, bored. Okay. Uh, you missed That's it. not it's a good light on... Already. That's bullshit. <laughs> she said she'd do it during my show. Not a lesser show, my show. Oh, no, that's right. Reach over and start typing in something. Get out your ass up there and dance. <laughs> The only show that matters on Sunday, period, actually, is this one. So, in in all seriousness, go ahead. Putting politics aside, all what, right. What do you ascribe to the Republican loss? Uh, I think the Republicans just didn't get behind Romney. I think they looked at him like, "Look, you're too much like the other guy." It's the same with McCain. Those that had to vote for him did it with their nose in the air because holding it because they like, I wouldn't want to have to vote for this guy. Look, I, I like Ryan more than Romney. Gives more in line with some of the stuff I want, which is cutting the damn budget, making it smaller. The problem with Romney, he would change a story based on whatever was, yeah, wherever he was speaking or whatever was the hot topic. So I, I just no consistency. So do you see Paul Ryan becoming the leader of the Republican Party? No, because that seems to be a big topic right now too. No, I think as to who gonna... who is in charge now, because no one seems it. Said, it seems like John Boehner doesn't want it at all. He seems to be content just being John Boehner, even though he's Speaker of the House. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, who 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 is the the standard bearer for the Republican Party? I don't know that there is one really. When you get right down to it, um, and that's a big problem. 
Well, you know what? Who, other than Obama, who's a standard bearer for the Democrats? And once he's gone, you can say Hillary runs in 2016. I'm not entirely convinced, but even if she does, well, there's nobody see, else. The, the thing with that, though, is that you've, I mean... The field is bare, you've man. Still, oh, yeah, absolutely. But you've, you've, you've got two ex-presidents who were pretty popular. You've got Clinton going around, and then you'll have Obama. Whereas who you guys have George W. Bush, who was really done the yeah. smartest thing he's ever done, which is hide under the rock no, he, he crawled into after he was president. He did the same thing his dad did. <laughs> Once he's out, of, once he's he out of office, he just disappeared. Reagan was the same way. No, no, he's, no he's, he, uh, Bush 41's doing uh, charity work with... Uh, right, but he's not doing speeches. Uh, with he's, what's not his doing, he's not giving advice no. to the current president. He's no, not like I mean, Clinton, Clinton, was. Clinton or was Jimmy Carter. There. Right. Or that's a Democrat. Carter, that's a, he's, he's, yeah. he's with Carter doing so, uh, charity work. No, I thought he was working with Clinton on charity. Stuff. Is he? Is it Clinton? I, I, I know. I know he's working Carter. with a Democrat. He's working with a Democrat. No, That's why I know. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's Clinton. It's him it and it's Democrat. Clinton. He, yeah. and, he and Clinton have gotten to be very good. Oh, okay. That's Nobody likes That's Carter on either side. They're like this guy just needs to die and go away. Okay. Enough political talk. I'm a copy. I was just teasing. She's twenty-eight, not thirty-eight. I, I was, was going to say. I mean, the good Lord. I mean, that, that's not good lighting for her. But uh, no, yeah. I, I was teasing her. Pusser, get up doesn't, on that goddamn table. Stop putting together whatever pony you're working on. Jesus. Doesn't Copy look like she should be like a bass player for Metallica or something like that? <laughs> but she's from like... She could try for Van Halen. There you go. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, Van Halen's too old. It'd be some sort of like Nordic death metal I mean, as long as album far enough away and you didn't like, notice that she was a woman, yeah, you could probably get away with it. No, you didn't dance for this show, so therefore don't I don't it. believe you... Yeah. So I don't believe you actually did. Considering you told me early in the week, and I have the email that says, <laughs> during <laughs> your show, I will dance on a table. I said, topless? You said no. I said, I don't care. You said, I'll do it anyways. So here it is, on a Sunday, 50 minutes into the show, no dancing. Get up there. She's too busy. Probably just gorge herself on duck. Some kind of weird holiday in Denmark. Everybody else is celebrating a Veterans Day or a Remembrance Day or... It was during the pre-show. She's still in a sports bra. So what? Get up there. <laughs> the show starts now. I'm not looking at this during the pre-show. I'm too busy doing the goddamn prep work. I'm waiting. Copy well, is Swedish? Uh, she's in Canada. So oh, That's I what I thought. So. Okay. No. Well, who's Swedish then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. It's fucking Biomed. It's just kind of... You just threw it out there? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Puppy. I might vote for I, I seriously think it's going to... I mean, someone else might pop up. I mean, that's, what, that's what happened with Obama. Right. But, but my, like, like I said on Tuesday, my my initial feeling is that it's going to be Hillary Clinton It's going to be Hillary. Okay, all I see is standing on the table. That is not anything. All we see is feet. Wow, that, this has got to be the most... Uh, that's how they dance finish. in Denmark. It's, you know, is it? Okay. Yeah. It is the you, most un-erotic Well, the strip <laughs> joints in Denmark must suck. Those are the sexiest <laughs> ankles I've ever seen. Look at the calves on that one. <laughs> and they're fully clothed from the knee up. Okay, Uh-oh. you can get down now. This is a letdown. She could be moonwalking, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Well, I was kind of like holding on to that all week. It was a pick-me-up after a shitty week. Yeah, that was kind of a... Nothing. That sucked. That's... All right, copy your turn. Get up there. Apparently I have a thing for ankles. <laughs> My table's not stable <laughs> enough. Look, don't blame me for your lack of preparation. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what? Am I miss- post- press one of poster makes you horny. It's spelled wrong. Uh, okay. No. Uh, we can we can stop now. Yeah, we Go don't... back to working on your pony. She okay, did. Anyway. She said yeah. so, so, Lula, what did you do this week? 
worked, worked, worked. It keeps worked a lot. There we go. See, it's much better. And then um, went out on Friday for a friend's birthday. And that's about and it. And where did we go? We went to a very nice steakhouse. You ever been to Hyde Park? Not in Cleveland, but okay. yes, I You've have. You've been to one. Oh, that's yeah. right. We asked. Okay. Yeah. It was really good. Is that and the one you went to? Yes. Hyde Park? Isn't that good? Yes. And I ate way more than I should have. I ate just enough. Oh, good God. I needed to, like, I, I didn't eat anything the next day. <laughs> I was so full. Truth be told, I Which one did you get? What did I get? What? I, yeah, what kind of steak? Uh, steak Kozar. It yes. had the hollandaise sauce and the nice. lobster on top of it. Nice. And then I, the side was uh, lobster, macaroni, and cheese. And I had dessert. <laughs> with lobster? Yes. All right. It was very, very good. I don't think the person we took with us, because uh, we it was celebrating this person's birthday, I don't think she, she's never been to a restaurant like this. Completely lost. Yeah, she really. Which fork do I use? What? <laughs> oh, so she she's never really been to fine no. dining before. No. So like fine dining for her would be like Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I guess Th- that's yeah. about about. But the she extent said of it, right. Red Lobster, and both you and I just kind of looked. I mean, that's okay for like, Shane, but right. that's not. I wouldn't. I, I would call that like on the very lowest end of fine dining. Yes. Yes. They it's like going style. to an Olive Garden for God's sake. No, I've, no Olive Garden is way below Red Lobster. Below or. Below. Okay. Olive Garden is, yeah. I, you well, realize, but I mean, I those are the two that you oh, okay. threw out there. I, I have friends that work at Olive Garden. You know what they do? They don't cook anything at Olive Garden. Everything comes frozen in oh, bags. And they just, really? They just microwave it pretty oh, well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just like a McDonald's. Yes. They, huh. don't, they don't cook anything there. No, there are no cooks there. There are, but, uh, there are warmers there. No, but I had the filet mignon with a 10-ounce rock lobster tail, which was very good. Uh, and I had a... That would be surf and turf. You had a yes. giant freaking baked potato. Well, I got a baked potato. It's like a pound. One That's pound what they do. Oh, right? those so it was huge. Yeah. And it had creme brulee. Because potatoes are, you know, nothing. So. How many creme brulees did you have? I honestly don't remember. I was kind of, did I have two? Two? <laughs> two. You mean you ordered a creme brulee and you're like, what's wrong? He ate I it. I demand another yes. creme brulee. Yes, he did. He was it like, was, this was so good. I am the one person. another one. I hadn't eaten all day, and I didn't eat really at all. <laughs> I had not eaten all day, I therefore. I did not. And Well, I was kind of out well, of didn't, it. Didn't yeah, you, you eat were a little bit you, out of it. Oh, okay. I had a, uh, I was in actually a, a great deal of pain. So uh, I took a few of my medications, and I was kind of. He was woozy. Yeah, I was. He was very woozy. I hated it. So. But, um. It was either that or try and grip a fork that I couldn't hold. Yeah. So. She was quite impressed. And I will give her credit. She did find a dress and she wore did. the dress. I required her to wear a dress. I'm like, look, if we're all pitching in to take you out, then by God, you're going to look nice. You're not going to wear your jeans and t-shirt and or crappy slacks. Yeah, not at a place like that. Right. I mean, you, I guess you could, but man, you'd well, stick I mean, out like a sore thumb. Well, you better no, be there important. There were people that do that, but. Yeah, they're, they're called. Rich white people. trash, yeah. yes. or, or white trash, or or you're rich enough that you don't give a shit. Yeah, I guess that would be. It. But usually, if you're that rich, you can afford. I mean, we were there when we were there. We saw Johnny Damon. He was in t-shirt and jeans. But you're Johnny fucking Damon. Who's going to tell you otherwise? Well, and, and the blonde chick he was with, damn. Yeah. So I don't know if it was his wife because I thought his wife was pregnant. This chick was not pregnant. All so. I know is that I even looked at her when she walked away. Okay. <laughs> Tall, blonde, thin, shapely, nice. But he's no longer here. And which means neither is she. Anyways, so <laughs> what did I do this week? Uh, it's actually it was a shitty week all around. This just didn't, on a personal level, it just didn't end well. Um, not the election thing. That didn't really bother me as much because I uh, kind of figured that was going to happen. I've been saying that all along. 
I was really hoping the polls were showing a turnaround, but it didn't. Uh, just on a personal level, just a, just didn't end well. Uh, we did go to see the Man with the Iron Fist last night, Mystic Mim and I. That's that one with uh, Lucy Liu and yes. uh, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Right, oh. and Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista is in it? Dave Bautista is the bronze body, I think is the his Chinese name, this huge hulking guy that... He's kind of like. Um, Does he die in like five minutes? No, he's the, he's like the badass throughout the entire movie. He has like serious? all kinds of lines. He is, yeah, he's like Colossus, but he's bronze instead of steel. Is he passable as a yeah as an actor? Yeah. Well, I mean, for what he was you doing, said it was a shitty right. movie. So, I mean, as an action star, yeah, uh, he did fine. Okay, but I, I, he walks on like he's no John Cena though. Is that Dave fucking Batista? <laughs> Have you ever seen the the the, the Marine Lulu? That is one of the greatest movies. No. I mean, if if you no. love bad movies, yeah, I do love bad movies. Get yeah. buy. I will buy the Marine for you. I will go to the exchange <laughs> and for pay the two dollars. Yes, <laughs> and I... buy the exchange for you. It will be the greatest. It's hilarious. Okay, well, bring his it... name is John Triton. Oh, good lord! And I'm, <laughs> I remember one friend was like, "Why is his name John Triton?" And with, I just stepped right out. I was like, "Well, it's because John Spartan was already taken." <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's like things blow up all. Like, there's there's a scene. And I'm not giving anything away. There's a he's in a gas station. The whole gas station blows up. It's this huge action scene. And he just they walks out. Walks out, not even a smudge <laughs> on his white wife beater shirt. <laughs> not even a smudge. <laughs> walks out. John Cena is the last son of Krypton in that movie. I shit you not. You have got to bring it to me. It's hilarious. I would love to watch it. It is hilariously bad. I love shitty movies. It's so stupid. It's just so stupid. Well, if you love shitty movies, you'll like Man with the Iron Fists. Because it yeah, was bad. Yeah, but I have to go with somebody who will openly okay. mock it with me. Unfortunately, there's too many people there for me to mock it outright, but I'll say this. It was bad, so bad that it, not so bad that it was good, like an awful, like the Marine. You can appreciate that watching, like, God, this is so bad, it's great. Uh, yes. No, this is just bad. Really? Well, apparently it was directed by RZA, who I guess is a rapper. The Reza. Reza, okay. He's also the star of the... Uh, fuck if I know, dude. The RZA. I, I, he did the, the music for Kill Bill Volume 1. Okay, well, also the music for... He's actually one. doing the music for Kill Bill Volume 3, too, which oh, is coming Lord. up pretty soon. Yeah, I know, Puster. We heard it again. This, uh, sorry. I, I don't, I, there's nothing I can do about it. Unfortunately, it just keeps popping up. It, it's registered, because, look, if, if it wasn't, we wouldn't be on the air. But anyways, my point is this. Reza... Apparently he did the soundtrack, he directed it, and he also started. I know, I don't care. The Reza, yeah. <laughs> See, he's the, 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 the Reza is big into like kung fu action. I films. got that. And then like Quentin Tarantino found out, and then they got together, like, let's do a movie. And then that was Kill Bill Volume 1. Right, well, it's, okay, well, this one was very clear, because even uh, Quentin Tarantino has an intro into it, because he's pimping his another movie with Jamie Foxx and Samuel L. Jackson, where they're in the what? Old West. Okay. Really? Yeah, anyways. So, was it a real movie or like a fake no, trailer? Uh, uh, you know because they've, they've, they've done that before. It could be a fake trailer. I didn't care enough to look it up. Okay. I just didn't give a shit. Because <laughs> it's Quentin Tarantino. I'm like, out. Anyways, really? so. You what? Don't like you don't like Quentin Tarantino's no, movies? I don't. Really? I don't. Can't. I just no? Can't. It's all the same fucking movie. It's the same goddamn thing every single time. No, not really. What? Stupid one-liners. Lots of gunplay. Tons of That's blood. Th the end. You just named every single action movie ever. That's my point. <laughs> I don't like his. <laughs> Wait a minute so now. Why do you just throw Quentin Tarantino under the bus? Yeah, because that's all he does. At least other people try other things. He does not. No, no. I'm a guru who does homage. Jackie Brown is not an no, avant-garde type is not director. Like that. He's not. But that's what this I is like supposed Jackie to be. Brown. 
I mean, I'm not big into the 70s like Quentin Tarantino is, but I like Jackie Brown. Scrub Puppy would like to go on record as the Marine Corps does not claim that movie. Neither does anybody <laughs> else because the guy was never a Marine anyways. No, yeah, I, I, I was so shocked when you, when, I found, when you said that and I looked it up. I swore he was in no. Armed Forces. Uh, I nope. thought so too. Nope, never. Because, uh, I mean, like, his whole, I mean, not his whole persona, but, like, his whole gimmick. Yes. His whole gimmick is, uh, yeah. I mean, and that's great if he wants to support the troops and everything doing that, but he, he comes off as though he was former military. Uh, that would be Randy Orton, who actually went uh, AWOL. They were going to put him in the Marine until everybody complained and said, wait a minute, you're not going to have somebody depicting an actual Marine who was in the Corps and then quit and ran off because he was too tough. Well, I mean, in, in fairness, the, the Marine parts of the Marine are about two minutes. I don't think it's the point. I think it's the point that you have somebody who quit the I understand. Corps and ran off. I understand. Yeah, those are big uh, what to do about that. Depicting the Marines, that's not good. So, we'll join the chat. He looks like a... He's very, very sleepy. Who's that? <laughs> well, it's like 3 in the morning where he's at. Not him. What? Sakani? Sakani's the black guy. That's what I just said. Okay, you, well, we ignore him because he's black. Oh. Anyway, speaking of black guys, so the Riza, <laughs> who's like supposed nice to be this blacksmith who's a bad guy, who's a bad guy, <laughs> who somehow is an escaped slave in the middle of China, who's blacksmithing and making weapons for... All of these different clans of, of kung fu fighters who inexplicably have decided to congregate at this one city and now they're after the emperor's gold. Have they explained why there's like an Australian guy who no. I mean, <laughs> I mean Australian guys who know kung fu, I'm not saying you can't, but He's British in this one. I'm I'm assuming it's it's like a period piece, like eighteen it is. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how come all these people around the world know kung fu? Well they have a Gatling gun. So what? It's got to be 1800s. So his kung fu is a Gatling gun? <laughs> no, no. I mean, they have a Gatling that's gun. Pretty, that's pretty sweet. Okay. Yes. Actually, one of the chicks does that, you know, one of the Gemini, whatever the hell her name is, Gemini Killers, has a gun strapped okay. to her uh, thigh. So, okay, yes. so the Gemini Killers, is that Lucy Liu's little No, no, plan? no. Lucy Liu runs a whorehouse. Okay. I and kinda... all her whores are ninjas. And why not? Hey. Because, because that hasn't been done before. And why not? So, and then... Quentin Tarantino likes women with... Blades. And that's fine. I get it. Um, that's fine. But uh, let's see. Russell Crowe is an English officer who's named Jackknife. How, how does he know? Does he know Kung Fu or does he just beat people up? No, he has a gun blade. A that gun blade? Yes. Yeah, so ever play Final Fantasy VIII? Yeah, I know exactly where yeah. he has well, a gun blade. It really? It's part gun, part knife. is Jackknife? Seriously? Jackknife. My name is Knife! You may call me Jack! Yes, that's his line. Oh, wow. God. Yes. That is wow. awful. Right. Wow. It's a lot of bad. I just hope he had a good payday because I mean, even I'd be like, man, this. And I'm so thinking to myself, I'm like, you got Lucy Liu and, and Russell Crowe in a movie with Theresa, who no one has ever heard of or cares about, and Dave Bautista, who's in it enough that you, I guess you got to give him top five billing. He's got enough lines. He has most of the action film or action sequences. Then a bunch of Chinese guys who I don't <laughs> even know, with all with American names. They all speak flawless English. No accent. This is Kung Fu. God damn it, I want to see some authentic Chinese. So what, what well, city do they all congregate in? Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Jungle okay. Village. Jungle Village. <laughs> yes. I believe, I believe there's also Stage 2 of Street Fighter. <laughs> jungle Village. <laughs> wow. Exterior Jungle Village. Night. Hey, Warner's back to tell me why Nintendo is the greatest thing ever. Amp was wrong about the 3DS failing, according to the data from VG Charts, comparing sales from this year to last. Okay, well, it's not hard to improve when you sold no consoles last year, and this year you sold a few. Does he work for them? I don't know. <laughs> but I, no one ever t- takes him really seriously. So I'm pretty sure he gets not. a nickel every time he says Nintendo. 
<laughs> Anyhow, so, so he works it into every other word. Exactly. The, I mean, the movie was just it was just god awful. And I'm, I'm a, I like kung fu movies, so that's why you went to see it. Yeah, that's why I went to see it. It's a kung fu movie. Like, all right, let's go see it. It's got Russell Crowe. I haven't seen an action film with Russell Crowe that wasn't at least passable. I don't. And like care you said, this admit, really? you don't like Russell okay. Crowe. No. Mr. Bim's a big. I may be his. the only woman in America who does not find him attractive. Russell at say that's Mr. Bim's thing. She like since Black. Gladiator. Yeah. But no, this this was. Uh, I remember him in Virtuosity. Yes, yeah, I remember that, that one was too? Yes. awesome. That was. I don't know if that was his debut, but it was pretty early. That was his. It was one of his. Was that his big coming movie. out or whatever? Like yeah. L.A. Confidential. I am yeah, star was. now. L.A. Confidential was, was after. Movie. I know, but it was, that was his breakout. I film. did like him in um, Virtuosity and L.A. Confidential, but that's because it was a a piece where he wasn't like, you know, it was a great deal of ensemble. What. I just thought of something. Um, speaking of LA Confidential, you just uh, gave me a good segue. Uh, they did have a trailer for this cool movie about Mickey Cohen. And uh, okay, let's see if you guys like the story and tell me what it sounds like. This no, I don't really like it at all. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> this mobster is overrun a city. He's running everything. All the judges and the cops are in his pocket. You know, crime is wrapping the streets. So they go out and they get five cops. Five cops who are willing to go beyond the law. Wait a minute. I've, I, they I've, can't be bribed. They I've, can't be bought. Would you say that they are untouchable? That would be a great <laughs> word. They are an untouchable <laughs> force of cops. I swear I've seen this movie before. Yes. Yes. Based on a true story. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> wow. Different monster. Truly. Truly. There is nothing new under <laughs> yeah. the sun anymore. No, there's no L.A. Ness. It's just these five guys with cool one-liners and Tommy Guns taking on Mickey Cohen, not Al Capone, in Los Angeles, not Chicago. Okay. Now, it might be based on a true story. Wink, wink. It sounds like it probably is. It just took place 30 years prior in a different city. Yeah. And a guy named Elliot Ness. I saw that film. It was pretty decent. It was good. So you're going to go see it then? No. It's got Sean Untouchables Penn. Untouchables 2? Sean Penn who? is the bad guy. Ew. Sean Penn is... Well, Sean then, Penn well, is then you would love that because you know he's going he's gonna to die in the end. He's going to get here. Yeah, but he's I just don't irritating. like him as an actor. I know he's batshit crazy. I'm just saying I, I can't... No. I, no. I can't go with... Yeah, Sean Penn does not do it for me. They're Every loose movie. cannons. Yeah, right. Is this it? Yeah. Every movie he's in just irritates the shit out of me. Maybe they should make a Dick Tracy remake. Oh. But what's Warren Beatty doing these days? Nothing. Uh, die. Yeah, he's like in his <laughs> 80s now. He doesn't have to do shit. He's busy dying right now because he's He ancient. doesn't, yeah. Actually, I've heard. Are you looking it up? I've, well, I've heard of Mickey Cohen before. I remember. I think it was. LA it was in L.A. Confidential. So yes. now I wonder if this yeah. really was an actual mobster named Mickey Cohen. Yeah, there yes, was. Yeah, there was. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure there's true elements. to Well, this. I mean, because um, God, what was the guy that that wrote the book L.A. Confidential? Um, I don't know. I, it really, the internet's really slow for some reason tonight. It's taking forever. Yeah, he's real. 1976. So Part he, of the Jewish mafia. Strong ties to the American mafia. Okay, look up. Um, L.A. Confidential, because I'm... What are you trying I, to think I of? I can't think of the writer who wrote that. The screenplay or the no, book? No, the book. It's based on a book. It's based In on a Cleveland, book? Cleveland, Cohen again worked for Lou Rothkoff, an associate of Meyer Lansky and Benjamin Bugsy Siegel. I know both of them. Yeah. I know Bugsy Siegel. So little work, uh, there was little work available for Cohen in Cleveland, so he arranged for him to go to California. All right, so that's when he moves out there and he starts taking over. Yeah, because um, they're also talking about Stompanato, right? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Stompanato. Singer Frank Sinatra once visited Cohen, Cohen at his home and begged him to tell Stompanato to stop dating Sinatra's friend and ex-wife, 
Ava Gardner. All right, so I, I let's see. It's got to be down here. Oh, Gangster Squad. That was the name of it. Thank you. Now, I'm curious now. Gangster Squad. Right, because that, yeah. There's a story of LAPD detectives who are attempting to keep Los Angeles free of gangsters from the 40s and 50s. Uh, okay, so it's uh, LA Ryan, Confidential meets The Untouchables. Right. Really? Ryan Gosling? But it said it's based on a true story. No. Josh Brolin. Nick Nolte. Yes. Oh, yeah. he's like the, the chief of police. He's like he old is batshit crazy. Yeah, he's old. Oh, he's old. No, you're thinking no, of... No, you're thinking uh, of... Uh, uh, oh, who's got yeah, a first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 but God damn it. He's in, he's in that Steven Seagal movie. Uh, the Big Teeth. Yes. Son of a bitch. The hell's his name? BC. Uh, uh, Gary Busey. Thank, thank you. I win. I kept on thinking of. Uh, couldn't think. I couldn't think of his name. But he is crazy. I kept on thinking of Lethal Weapon. That's why. Yeah. I no. Um. Well, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Under Siege is the one that he's in. Oh. Oh. You like that movie? What do you do to our? I mean, it's a Steven Seagal movie, so you have to see. look. You have to go into it understanding it's going to. It's going to be a piece of crap. It's going to be a piece of crap. If Steven Seagal is old and fat. <laughs> yeah, punches he's, people. He's terrible. Matter of fact, <laughs> I think the Riza is in a Steven Seagal movie. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think be either that or Fifty Cent. One of one of them. Go back up and and click on L.A. Confidential for me. It's Wait, but Michael Pena right is in this movie. Yep. Yep. No, no, that's that. That's not the same. No, I'm thinking of Michael Sarah. Never mind, not Michael Pena. Okay. I was like Michael Sarah. Talking about? Yeah, he's there. I don't know why he's. Involved. Okay, no, no, I'm thinking of. Uh, Michael Sarah. Never mind. So I just, I look at this and I'm like, eh. I think you're going to ruin two different movies for me. The Untouchables and LA Confidential. LA Confidential is one of my all-time favorites. I love that movie. Great freaking movie. Oh, the film was supposed to be released already. Well, it was supposed to be, but the problem is one of the scenes they had, had them walk into a theater and shooting it up. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. It happened to be screening at the time as a trailer when the Aurora shooting happened. So then they had to quickly yank it and cut out the scene. Yeah, it's right here. So. No, but... Click the L.A. Confidential thing right uh, now. Why? Because I want to see who wrote the book. It's driving me nuts. Mulholland Falls is another good movie, Don't too. care. Yeah, Mulholland Falls is interesting. Based James on the James Elroy. Ah, that's who it is. James Elroy also wrote The Black Dahlia. Um, it's, it's part of his L.A. quartet? Yes. Well, you know how I knew that? Because it's on the It's right there. Right. But the reason that he's so interested in that time period uh-huh. and writes about that time period so much is that his mother was actually um, a murder Whore? victim. Oh wow! Oh, okay, wow. You know, I, I I read an article recently um, about uh, L.A. Noir, and uh, this guy's dad lived in L.A. during the time period that L.A. Noir set. So he he got the game for him, and he like drove around the city, and his dad watched the game, and his dad said like it was eerily close to like how it actually looked. Like they were just. Minor things that, like, you would only know, like, you were actually there, like, uh, like that people wouldn't pick up on. That people would pick up on, like, you know, like, uh, you know, people wouldn't be, you know, people living in this part of town would be driving this kind of car, or, you know, the the stoplight would be a little longer, you know, that kind of thing. But all in all, it was pretty pretty eerily accurate. All right, so here's what here's basically what I'm compared to. I'm looking at the two different um, list of actors in each movie: L.A. Confidential and Gangster Squad. What comes out to me is this one: Which would you rather have, Kim Basinger? And she was. Or she Emma was Stone. right about the end of... But she was still beautiful. Was, oh, that, was, that was about the yes. end of it right there. She, right, but damn. She was still or Emma Stone. gorgeous. Which is in the new one. She's like the whore in the new one. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I like Emma Stone. I do too, but ooh. I, uh. I, um, Sorry, I Veronica Lake. I don't really yeah, want a 45-year-old Kim Basinger. I'm not really into it. Well, not now. But I'm talking then. Compared then to now. This well, one how old was her in this one? I don't 97... 
All right, let's find out. What she's what, fifty something now? Uh, fifty-eight. Fifty-eight? See? Jesus Christ! She's born she in fifty-three. Ah! Fifty-three, ninety-seven. Oh, okay, so that makes her forty-four. Yeah, she, in L.A. Confidential. Wow, she looked good for she forty-four. Ex- well, what? <laughs> what? You don't look like her at forty, whatever. Sorry, you don't. Damn. Fifty-eight. Man, I really love Kim Basinger in Eight Mile. She was so hot. Goddamn Kim Basinger. Love crack addicts. Okay. I liked L.A. Noir. It was a pleasant surprise. I like that game, too. That's one of my favorite games. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I saw no movies in that whole prequel thing, that whole trailers. Not one. Usually there's at least no? one. No? Usually there's not one. They didn't show The Hobbit? One. No. The Hobbit's everywhere. No, on, they're on, all online. bad action films that I have no interest in seeing. All of them were horrible. That's the next movie I plan on seeing is, is The Hobbit. When is it out? December. Okay. It's coming out for Christmas. Can't First one of three. three movies. Do you know, of three. Do you know Denny's, where my daughter works? They yes. Have a, they have the menu. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Denny's. You'll say anything for me to buy your $3 eggs. They're trying. Can't eat at Denny's. You can't eat at a place where you can tip the plate and the grease rolls right off of it. Hey, my daughter works there. She well, that's her she problem, not mine. She takes good <laughs> home. She takes home good tips. Well, yeah, there's. I mean, there's always gonna be high and drunk people there. Yeah, right? you know. Can you give her some change, man? Just don't give him the change back. Thanks. It's like I've, always, I've I've always said this even before the show. It's it's my theory of Denny's. People don't go to Denny's. They end up at Denny's. They end up at Denny's. Nobody actively or, goes out like, let's go out tonight and go to Denny's. No, nobody nobody does that. No. You or go like out and do Waffle something House. else. Nobody goes to the Waffle House. The Waffle House is where you go when you are shit-faced how, drunk. How, how is the Waffle House still around? I mean, have, have you it's ever... People love it. Have, but have you ever in your life seen a Waffle House ad? No. Or no. a commercial? No. I've never seen anything. Because they're usually right beside the bar, You know what the bar, biggest, drink, the biggest <laughs> soft drink seller in the world is? Do you know what it is? All right, I'll, I'll be stupid. Coke. No, actually, no. It's, it's some place in Europe. I, some company in Europe. I don't even know what the hell it's called. They don't advertise at all. They don't have to. They're the biggest in the world. They sell more than anybody. They don't have to advertise. Are you sure Coke isn't the biggest? Yes. Coca-Cola I'm pretty is not sure. the biggest Someone else backed me up on this. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I thought it was Coca-Cola. Some European thing, yeah. Yeah, to the cloud. I didn't have to bring my cloud. Did I bring my cloud today? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, whatever. I thought Wreck-It Ralph was an awesome movie, uh, especially for this crowd. Oh my yes. god, the game references! Holy crap, it's dripping with them. We'll be going to see it. I just have to take my daughter with me because she wants. That is to a that, if 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 you're like fuck Disney movies, this is the one Disney movie. Put your shit aside and go see the movie. It's a good movie. Mosky Bear. And this is my point, too. The book isn't even as thick as one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I think it means books. And they're making this shit into three movies. Oh, well, wait. It's Warner Brothers. I th- what I think they're doing. No, is it, it's New Line. It's not Warner Brothers. I thought Warner Brothers had all the rights to the No, uh, no. New Line. Tolkien stuff. No, it's New Line. Oh, okay. New Line. New Line Cinema. Nope. No, what, what I think they're doing is they're adding stuff. Like, it, like Tol- the only thing Tolkien ever actually released was The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings trilogy. But he wrote so much other stuff. And then the when he died, he died yeah. his, his son, Christopher, was like Yoko Ono and just started releasing all this crap, just putting it out there, <laughs> just throwing it out. Throwing Here's some more stuff I found. He wrote on a piece of toilet paper. Uh, but there's <laughs> like a huge, giant like compendium of like from the beginning of time to the end of it. 
So there's there's stuff that's had that happens in between, right? The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. So I'm guessing that they're going to pull from that and try and bridge the story somehow. I guess guys, because the, I've 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 read the Hobbit many. I own the Hobbit. Yeah, I just there is not I enough. Found it too. It's Coca Cola. I could have swore it was some it was some drunk or drink company in Europe that had it. There's there's not enough in the book for three movies. I mean, I two, don't think there is either. Two is pushing it. Yeah, really. No, I mean, you're going to be one. throwing everything. You oh, you can absolutely. They've done it in yeah. one. I've I've seen it. It's the uh, Rankin Bass. Yeah, it's that Animated. cartoon. It's, it's great. The cartoon. Yeah, it was okay. But I didn't like the way they did the. Elves. It was great. Kind of. I loved it. I, I'm gonna watch it. It was amazing. It was good. I I used to watch it every year when they would ha- put it on TV. I'm really? sure you'll be seeing it again very soon if you haven't already. So. Next will be the starved milking of the trilogy <laughs> by you and Paul. No, the first movie have I've seen the trailer from this. There's, everything's from the book. I've I've seen the trailer. I've seen the scenes. I think they'll. It's third, from the book. What the third book will? Uh, the, the third, the movie, third movie probably will have battle. nothing from the book. It'll just be the giant battle at the end between the battle of the five the, armies. Right. What they'll probably have it's to what, resort humans, to doing elves, dwarves, to get three movies: wargs and orcs. Right. Well, I, I think they call them goblins in that one, though, because it's before he wrote Lord of the Rings. So things are kind of okay. Things kind of weird. Like for example, when they go into the mountain, they meet the great goblin. Yeah. And he's actually an orc, but they call him goblins because. Wait, aren't it's there like, eagles in that one? Yeah, the, yeah, the eagles are in there. Yeah. Yeah. You said warg. Yeah, wargs, the big giant wolves. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that'll be six hundred. No, because the Humans, goblins, the goblins elves. ride the wargs. Okay. Into battle, because they can't ride horses because they're evil. Right. Star Wars Seven, The Hobbit. <laughs> That's cute. I am looking forward to that. I don't care what anyone says. Episode Seven. We didn't actually get a chance to talk about that last week. We no, just no we did not. Over it. Uh, let's take it right now and get it out of the way. All right. Um, you are all for this. Absolutely. Because you I want to see more so Star Wars. Who doesn't want to see more Star Wars? I, and I because I'm be so afraid they're going to piss no, all over the rest no. of the oh, legacy. They, those prequels suck. Right. And the reason why they sucked is because they were written and produced by George Lucas. So you're going to let Disney, Disney go ahead and take you're out the Star right. Wars universe. I, I tell you what. I know you're a Disney mark, but. Did anybody complain about the Avengers movie, which was a Disney movie? Answer, no. Disney did an amazing job because of the Avengers movie. Because who directed and wrote it? Joss. Joss Whedon. Okay. If they say Joss Whedon's a Star Wars, Disney. I'm like, then okay. I'm all, you know what? I Nathan saw... Nathan better fucking be Luke Skywalker. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> no, no, no. I saw, Solo. I actually saw on, um, I think it was AOL.com or something like that. I think you know where you're going, but I'm going to say something. They actually say. had Joss Whedon out there as one uh, of the possible directors. I, I don't see him touching it, to be honest. I don't think he'll do it either. No. It'll I, be somebody else. If he's going to do another But I, I have full confidence that it's going to be great. It's going to be great because George Lucas will have nothing to do with it. He's he's like the executive producer. That means that he pops his head in, looks around like he's in Star Wars. Okay, and, and writes that, a big. Fat and then check. he goes home with his big check and goes to St. Bart's. That's <laughs> that's all he has to do. That's all he has. My to concern do. is this, and you brought it up, and I think you're right. Is that it would be all new material? Whereas now, I don't necessarily know about that because I just I, you didn't bring it up, so I'll bring it up. I saw an article. Where they talked to Harrison Ford, and he said that if asked, yes, that he, he would, would be, be willing, willing to reprise his role as Han Solo uh, if asked. No, yeah, but, but you it, can't. Yes, he did. I saw. No, no that I believe he said it. Yes, but I, I just don't see how. Because they were also talking about. Um, I saw another article that was talking about how he had flip flopped. Yes, all during. He used to hate it because he, yeah, because he didn't really like it. No, but when he was out promoting the first two films, Empire and Star New Wars. Hope, yeah, the Star Wars films, how he was just so into it. and Well, he was into it because he was nobody back then. Right. Star but Wars then made as it. as it's gone on, 
you know. Well, he he actually wanted his care. He actually wanted Han he Solo wanted to, die to die in Return of the Jedi. He wanted him to die. Yeah, he wanted him to die. Here's my thing, and you know where I'm going with this. Lucas Zora has always said, and there there is a huge list of canon out there of books and TV shows, mm-hmm. or, you know, the Clone Wars and games and everything else is part of the canon, and. Lucas is on record as having said that Timothy Zahn's, Timothy Zahn's series would be the 7, 8, and 9. If they were ever to be made in a movie, that's what they would be. They would be the successors for Star Wars, which is the Admiral Thrawn series. If it's that, I'll go see it. I'll wait. If it's not, I will get like all these other Star Wars nerds who are rage quitting and shitting in their... Bullshit. You're going to go see it. You're going to go see it because it's Star Wars and you can't... Resist the siren call of Star Wars. Yeah, except I did when they re-released them in 3D. I didn't go see it. But you've already seen it. That's but you've why. already seen it. Okay. What's the difference right. not, to see not, it in 3D? I, I didn't go see it in 3D either because I've already seen it. And it was a shitty movie. It was the Phantom Menace. I no, well, no. I'm, I'm talking about the four, five, and six. They haven't released those in three. I thought they released them. No, in 3D. no, no. no, no okay. It was the f- it was the first three. The first three. Right. See, I didn't. That would bother with us. The third <laughs> one was okay. No, I eagerly, and that's and saying, I uh, eagerly await the next Star Trek because I think it's going to be a badass like the first one was. What, the reboot? See, the, the yes. only problem I have with that is that Star Trek is never supposed to be badass. Star Trek's not about being badass. It's about exploration. It doesn't have to be when you're in the TV series. I'm just the saying. The movies were all about fighting. Which is one of the reasons why I've never been a huge, big fan of the movies. I mean, the movies well, are okay. Well, like but the them. movies have nothing to do with the... Uh, to me, it has nothing to do with the actual Star Trek. Like, you watch, like you, you watch Captain Picard in the show. And then you watch him in the movies. It's a completely different person. He's flipping out. He's doing. He's swinging on cables, and he's yelling at shit and breaking shit. That's not Captain Picard. Because that's not who he budget. is. You'd be doing that in the TV show. They can afford it, <laughs> right? They can afford him yelling and freaking out on people. But that's, that's not Captain. Captain Picard is smooth and suave, suave and, and level-headed and cool. Yeah, cool. Not only cool, okay. but cool as in. You know, a cool disposition. Okay, but, but then he suddenly transforms into the movies. Hey, All of a sudden, now it's got to be some huge action film because we have to appeal to the idiots in the crowd. Well, you know, maybe the... <laughs> that put on their, their giant feeder bag of popcorn like a horse. <laughs> like, I want to see shit blow up. <laughs> Fucking Star Wars. Look, that's not, you know, that's not... To me, that's not Star okay, Trek. I don't necessarily disagree with that. The, the thing of it is, though, I still like it. I, 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 well, I guess people just let it go because with Kirk, you were allowed to have the action sequences. With Picard, it's like, you know, this is out of the ordinary for him. Usually he sends Riker to do well, I mean, shit even, for I mean, like, look at Star Trek The Motion Picture. I mean, that's, you know. The first one? Was, uh, the first one, which is the Gene Roddenberry one. Yeah, Swing with Persis Kambata, the ball chick. The ball chick, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, so, I mean that, that was like a, a Gene Roddenberry action movie. Yeah, that's, you know, it which absolutely is, was. Slow and plotting and methodical. You know, right, but it was also you know in 1980 where everything was kind of right. draggy. I mean, you watched. But then what happened was you know Paramount freaked out because he he went totally over budget, and then they made they brought in this other Russian guy to make like Star Trek Two, The Wrath of Khan. It was yes. a great movie, which was an excellent movie. yes, and it revitalized the franchise. Yes, it's like every other one sucks. Well, that's how it was up until gen- you know the next generation crew. Then you only had one good movie, and the rest were between mediocre and bad. Which one's the one you? The like? one he likes is the one big action one with the Borg. Am I right? First Contact. Yes. Yes. That's a great movie. It's it's a great action movie as a Star War as a Star Trek movie. It sucks. Insurrection no. was sucks bad. Hard. Oh, Insurrection was, was terrible. bad. Period. There how was no sciency. There was no. Oh, Insurrection was 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 abysmal. Right. 
Well, and okay, how so is that guy one. supposed to be a twin I mean, like, of Picard? Right. Yes, and then okay. and and then the, the part where they all decide to you know, no, we're going to save the people. And how, how many times? How, yeah. how exactly? How many times in the show? They're like, no, prime directive, hands tied, there we can't no do anything. Prime directive. It's all but bullshit. then the movie comes along, and we're like, no, because I'm young and I'm having sex with the hot right. old young chick. Right. So we're gonna, you know. Fuck everything. Damn, Let's what go. Was the last, what was the last uh, Star Trek one? It was Insurrection. No, 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 no. Oh, It was, was um, the Nemesis. Nemesis. Was, okay, thank you. Ugh, that was yeah. so horrible. That was abysmal. The, you know, I think... Evil Picard? There was a t- point in the, time the where... The Doctor Evil? Yeah. yeah. There was a point in time where Riker and Troy getting together would have been great, but sure. not when they're over 50. I don't want to see their honeymoon night when they're both over 50. <laughs> that was too much. Nobody ever wanted to see a Riker, period. But we would have all been on board for the Mariner City. Well, Riker was the Kirk character. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. He was the one that. The whole first he, season. He was the one who gets all the chicks. The whole first season. Because you season. have an old captain, so you can't have Captain Picard getting all the chicks. Yeah, but. So you've got to have the hot shot young first officer. And he was banging everything the whole first season of Next Generation. Yep. He was doing everything. But that's, I mean, that's the problem I have with. I mean, I, I don't hate the Star Trek movies, but. As action movies are fine, but as Star Trek movies, I, I find them subpar at best. Well, but again, you were always able to balance it out by having a running TV show that could give you that. You don't have it anymore because uh, Scott Bakula killed the franchise. Oh, God, Son that was bitch. horrible. Well, Voyager kind of helped kick it over the edge. I liked Voyager. I, I wasn't different about it. The, the problem with Voyager was that there wasn't enough Star Trek in it. No, I mean it was, I mean it was Star Trek, but it was like everything was different. There was all new aliens and right. all new stuff, and it, Let's get it home. didn't feel Let's like get home. didn't feel like Star Trek. That was the problem. I think they did get home because I stopped watching. They did. The they they eventually, they eventually get home got home in the very very. They're like end. eighty years old or something like that. No, um, no. They, they um, it's it's complicated. They they get home, but it takes them a really long time. Right, and then Janeway uses the Borg tube system to go back in time. To get to her earlier self, Janeway, right. and tell her how to, and and tell her how to, to how to show her how to get like there immediately, oh, okay. and that's what happens. So they get uh, there, and the last shot is Voyager coming in, like over on the top, and it's you know what? Time. I should go right. to her they house because she to... lives like five minutes from here. Go to her house, knock on the door, like, what were you thinking? You god awful bitch! You destroyed the franchise. You know her her daughters hate Voyager. I good. There was a I uh, too. Oh, yeah, they don't. There was a, a twenty eleven. Uh, documentary movie by William Shatner called The Captains. Yeah. And he, in, he interviews every captain and he interviews uh, what the hell's her name? Catherine No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. no the, the actor. The I actress. Know, I know, I know. God, what's her Mulgrew. name? Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew, Mulgrew. yeah. She he interviews Kate Mulgrew and she, she talks about how her, her family hated that she was on Star Trek because she'd be on set like 14, 16 hours a day yeah. and then she'd never see her family at all. So like for that whole eight year, nine year, whatever, seven, eight year period. I don't she it, never saw did her. It last that long? It lasted yeah, it seven seven seasons. I think she lives out here. She lives almost a township. Because she's married to uh, what's his name? Guy used to run. Uh, used to be a township trustee, and it was a. Uh, uh, yeah, he was gonna. He, he was gonna be a big politician. Yeah, and he ran he, for governor, and then he, he fucked up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the guy was just. Uh, from what I understand, what I've heard is as dirty as they come. So, anyways. Yeah, there were three good Star Trek shows, and that was it. And then there was two really bad ones, and now we have nothing. Thanks. You think we'll have something eventually? Yes. I think they'll reboot the franchise at some point. The success of the movie last year, I think, only helps pave the way before Paramount rolls the dice and says, all right, let's try another go at it. But if you think about it, how many big-budget star, you know, sci-fi TV shows are out there? 
I mean, the last one would have been Firefly. There hasn't been anything since. American? Fringe. Wouldn't you consider that sci-fi? I, guess I consider it of, elements of sci-fi. Right. Kind of like, like X-Files 2.0 really right. is what that is. I just don't really, after the I mean, really, season, Doctor I Who, the big, the, one, the big one is Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, if, they bring a, if they bring a fifth season of Torchwood, but that's, that's British too. I don't know if they'll, they'll, they'll do Hagen. that or not. Thank you, Khalilu. That's right. Miracle Day didn't. Sad. Hang on. At www.shutthefuckup.com. <laughs> this is really a This has moment. been a salmon colder moment, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Hagen, that's right. And Hagen just I mean, never minded anything. I love DS9. And DS9 I'm saying that. Yep, great. Saying that, that I also love Babylon 5. Oh, here we well. go. With the Babylon 5 shit. I love Babylon 5. It was a ripoff oh. of Babylon 5. I never said it was a ripoff. I was careful. Oh, yes, it was. It was in. It was in Development beforehand, and they stole the idea. What are you talking about? You've done this before. Where no, I've, I've, I've never, I've never been down on Babylon Five. Babylon Five is one of my favorite shows of all time. You're the one that's always no, no, been no, down no. on Babylon Five because it sucked. But no, you can't. No, because it was you amazing. Made the, made the argument. I think maybe I'm wrong, but that the guy pitched the idea for Babylon Five to Paramount. They said no. He went to somebody else. And J, all J. Sudden, Michael Straczynski. Okay, and then all of a sudden they had Deep Space Nine. It just popped up out of nowhere. I don't. I don't remember. But it was. It was. The whole thing was all J. Michael Straczynski's idea. Thank you, Vival. I'm sorry. You are. But correct. I don't know if he ever pitched anything to. Vival's very correct. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. That okay. Was that would have been the last recent. Okay. It was successful. American. Yes. yes. You're right. Battlestar Galactica. Correct. Yeah, because Sanctuary that's on Sci-Fi. I think that's British too. And it really. Uh, I don't. I don't watch a lot of the sci-fi, sci-fi shows. Yeah, I don't either. But that's kind of my. Point. I've never really. I've never really watched Warehouse Thirteen or Galactico's the last one that brought in some. I mean, would you count the Stargate series? No, oh, God. I mean, I, was, I shouldn't say. Do you count it? Obviously, it is science yeah, fiction. Yeah, it is. But, but it is it terrible. Made? But I mean, I, I mean it lasted for. It's still around, isn't it? I mean, yeah, they no, had no, no, three they shows canceled. going at they one time. They canceled them out. Uh, the last one was Stargate Universe. They got rid of that one. Spaceship. Yeah, they canceled it to the first season. Yeah, where they stuck that on went. the alien spaceship. They so it's it just off it. did they get rid of Atlantis then? Because they they had yeah they had Stargate SG one and that one went on for like ten seasons. Yeah, it was. Then they had Atlantis and then they had Universe. I believe they're all gone. Probably yeah, just going to go right to the nineteen ninety four movie. Film. Yeah, it's a film. Adventure military franchise. Right. <laughs> so Stargate device. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Stargate. Right. Uh, there's okay Stargate in. Television. Uh, I saw it over there. Right? Damn it! Ah, keep moving around. It's because the internet's not is acting up. And oh, okay. Why it's taking forever here? Uh, uh, to the final episode of Universe. SG1, I saw Atlantis and Universe. Two thousand nine. Children of the Gods. Stargate S one's pilot episode was recut. Okay. Let's see. Uh, put an average of one point four million dollars in each episode. SG one was taken off the air in two thousand seven. However, two movies entitled. Yada yada, we're tied to close up loose ends. Uh, Stargate, the Ark of MacGyver. Atlantis, <laughs> the final episode aired in 2009. Universe, uh, was final episode in May 9th, 2011. So pretty recently. Yeah, it lasted one season. And then there's some movies that they've got coming up. No, it lasted two seasons. Or what three. Premiered on October 2nd, 2009, May 9th, 2011. So that, that uh, should be three seasons then. But it, that's because it was put on hold because of the writer's strike. They would not pick up the show for a third season. It was two seasons. Okay. So two seasons. Future film projects. The last one that I would have watched would have been Firefly, and I think that was... That was a while ago. Well, but then I also watched at the same time Farscape was still on, and I really liked Farscape. That was the Jim Henson Company. Yes. Yeah, movies will go direct to DVD. I saw a couple of those. So... 
Never watched Stargate. Saw the movie. Liked it. Never got into the series. I never watched the series either, but I do like the movie. Fans are called Gators. G-A-T-E-R-S. Got it. Browncoats, Gators, Trekkers. Gators. Star Wars losers. So... I fucking hate Star Wars. I'm sorry. I just do. How do you hate Star Wars? If they had stopped with the third movie, I would have been fine. But they had to go and make new ones. And now you're going to go see episode. Uh, look, you, you can you can say right now that you're not going to go see episode seven. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I will. I will. I will bet you that dollar. I'll bet you that dollar that you owe me that you were, that on opening night you're not going to be at episode seven. Oh, well, I'm not I will not be there say I won't go opening see night, so. but I will go. see Okay, it. how about like opening weekend? Okay, I will go see it. Opening weekend, full of hope. <laughs> would you say? A new hope? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say a newer hope. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that killed an hour. Talking about movies. Science fiction. Uh, Speaking of science fiction, I'm bidding for the World Science Fiction Convention. Maybe you've heard of it. Well, uh, yeah, what's the update on that? It's what's the update on that? Um, we've, uh, see, this past weekend we were at two different conventions. We're at uh, PhilCon in Philadelphia and WindyCon in Chicago. Uh, coming up at the end of the month, I will be going to SmothCon, once again in Philadelphia. It's the Smoth is an acronym for Secret Masters of Fandom. It's uh, the people that run science fiction conventions. Oh, it's a convention about conventions? It's a convention yeah. about convention running, yeah. They all get together and pat themselves on the back for being masters of the universe. And, all. and I have to give a presentation there. Do you? Yes. About what? About why you should vote Orlando instead of oh, okay. the other two. So, so you're... That's, that's why I have. That's present- why I have to go. That's kind of how you do a presentation to-, to people that that isn't you know a primarily Worldcon. No, that, that pretty much primarily is Worldcon. Okay, I thought it was people from all over the place, not necessarily. No, no, not really. That's part of the whole bigger issue of everything. But no, a lot of uh, pretty much ninety to ninety-five percent of the people that go to Smothcon are Worldcon voters, and they've been running conventions for <laughs> years. So. It's kind of one of those things where you have to go and like kiss the ring kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. You guys are in charge. You've been around forever. Yes. Got it. Please let me in your club. Scrub seems a little more agitated than normal. You know what? If you don't, aren't going to enjoy it and you don't like it, then don't go see it. Crazy thought. And yet I'm getting harangued here by both my co-hosts. Oh, you're going to go see it anyway. You're no, you're going to go see it. it. No, I didn't say you were going to go see it. I yes, said, you were. I, no, I said jump I... on the bandwagon. I said fix your damn mic. I said I would go see Moving it. Moving on. Nobody cares about what you're going to see. Nobody cares about you. Shut up. I'm going to go see The Hobbit. It's a real trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Clerks too, right? Yeah, that yeah. was, yeah, he threw that again. Why you should vote for Orlando instead of Spokane, ass of, uh, no, ass end of nowhere, Spokane. Really? That's pretty much what it comes down to. I just go up and like, Sun, beach, women. Or where they film Twilight. Have a good day. Wow. I and just walk off I, the stage. I am tempted to say something like that. And just leave it's it there. It speaks for like, itself. Just get up and walk away. Are you cold? Really? Women with sun-kissed bodies or pale-skinned English people in the Pacific Northwest. Twilight. Or shirtless 16-year-olds. The choice is clear. Children are our future. You're welcome. <laughs> is it like the commission where you need their permission to take a hit out of, on a rival bid, Highlander? Kiss no. the ring, get the convention, Godfather's blessing. Some old guy. No, that one's Smothcon. It's also a con called Midwest Con. You have to go to that one too. That's where like the really old farts go. 
Like the Midwest re- Con? Yes, it's in Cincinnati. Well, at least that's not too far. You could drive there. True. So that one, like, pff, like if you're not 80 years old, you stick out. Hmm. Like we've been going since 1949, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm being serious. We skipped the war. To we go skipped the war to go to <laughs> Midwest Con. They only let me out of the home two days a year, and I choose to do it at Midwest Con. Buck Rogers was the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) I gave Moses those (laughs) tablets. They threw them away. Damn it. All that work I put into them. I burned a perfectly good bush. (laughs) What was that movie where he comes down off the Mount Sinai and he has three? That's the History of the World Part Part One. one. That's that's Mel Brooks coming Yeah. So I have these 50, 50 I have 10, 10, ten <laughs> commandments. PGR.com. <laughs> Let's get this one. In. Let's get a couple of hours out of the way. Articles. Halo 4 sells a chart-busting 3.1 million copies on launch day. Now, I thought somebody else had sold more, like Black Ops 3 or 2. Yeah, maybe. Who needs a new Xbox when Microsoft has Halo 4 to keep its aging Xbox 360 console alive? <clears throat> Launched on Tuesday, gamers snatched up 3.1 million copies of Halo 4 in its first 24 hours, with 1.9 million of those sales coming from the U.S., according to VG Jarts, with a Z. The video game sales tracking website says Halo 4 managed to sell about 15% more copies than previous games in the franchise, including Halo 3 and Reach. 343 Industries' hit first-person shooter is expected to sell 4 billion copies worldwide by the end of the week, and smash previous opening week's uh, day sales for Halo games as well. See, I, okay, I thought that's why I, I thought Call of yeah. Duty sold like 3.6 million. Impressive as Halo 4's first day of sales are, VG Charts notes that Master Chief's numbers pale in comparison to Activision's release of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 last year that managed to sell 7.5 million copies on Xbox, and Xbox Live on launch day. To put a damper on Halo 4's launch week is Activision's release of Call of Duty Black Ops 2 uh, next Tuesday for the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Now considered the bigger game of the two Call of Duty games, Black Ops 2 is expected to retake the record and beat Modern Warfare 3's launch day sales. The Xbox 360 turns 7 on November 22nd, but Microsoft doesn't need a new console just yet, so long as the Xbox 360 keeps getting high-profile games such as Halo 4 and Black Ops 2. I mean, as long as they keep regurgitating the same old franchises. Got it. And with 270,000 Xbox consoles sold in October and a 56% U.S. market share for consoles, Microsoft really has no reason not to stick it out for a 10-year life cycle. Now, the first current-generation console out of the gate in 2005 only gets better with every year. That's weird. I thought uh, there was more Wii sold than Xboxes, but apparently not. According to this, uh, not according to that, has a fifty-six percent market share. Thought we'd done that story before, where the Wii had tons and tons and tons sold. You know what I have not seen, and what's supposed to come out this month, and this surprised me not at all for Halo Four. Look, if everybody, there's a ton of Halo fans out there. For anybody who had ever played a decent first-person shooter on a PC, this is like the end all for first-person shooters. Is your friend Legal Tender on he's Halo on Four a, alert or whatever? Uh, like? Actually, no, he's on a three-week hiatus from work. He because took, of Halo 4? Halo 4, 
Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty. Really? He does it every November. Takes three weeks off in November? Every November. For new games that come out in November? Yes. It is not the last two years. I, I, right? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've only known him two years, and yeah. He's... Has he even smelled a vagina? <laughs> I mean, ever? Uh, three weeks? He's a good friend of mine, but I would say... I mean, three days, I would still look at you like you're a loser. Three weeks? <laughs> yes. Three weeks? Uh, he got the midnight release of Halo, and I think played it until like 5 o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Yeah, he was looking to G that thing in the first day. Uh, I yeah, I gotta tell you. Uh, look, to answer your question, mm, perhaps not. Perhaps not. It's funny because I believe uh, Lulu and I have had this conversation before because he's a, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, I, look, he's twenty-seven. Women just aren't a priority for him. He he just it's just not. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like one of those people that live in Japan. Remember we had that uh, article? Yeah, except they're not playing. He's not playing dating sims. He just doesn't care. I, I think he's about as asexual as you get. I think he attracted women, re- but he's just, you know. If he could re- reproduce by spore, I think he really would. To be fair, some of the vaginas smell pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> and pretty far. Okay, thank you, manly stuff. Uh, <laughs> can't argue. But, yeah, uh, women don't really seem to be a big Mm-mm. Well, when you're taking three weeks off... Well, I mean, he never, video he never he puts in plenty of... of no, I'm not saying he doesn't work hard at his job. No, I'm just saying he's got plenty of time to kill. So, yeah. yeah, he's got to burn up that cop time because yeah. he can't pay it out. Okay. He, I I have seen him in the Galleria, and granted, there are some really unattractive people, but there's a few that walk around that are attractive. He doesn't even notice. I, I do, but well, I'll put him out. He's like, oh, he, okay. He do, yeah, he's like, He's oh, not gay. Whatever. He just doesn't not care. Interested. He just doesn't care. So, yeah. Three weeks. Nim says, Highlander, I used to do that, but now I need four to take take of all the ladies that want me. Okay. Good to know. Uh, Little Rex says, the last girl I was with, I could smell hers through her pants. No, that's not fair. You should not talk about your mom like that. Cajun said, <laughs> Little Rex, your fleshlight does not count. Probably because you didn't wash it. Nice. Uh, Scrub, if I could go back and do it over again, that's how I do it. I got to tell you, Scrub, I'm kind of with with you and legal tender on this one. If I could take, take three, three weeks, weeks off, off to fetch out games. and just play games and say fuck the world, yeah, I think I might. Three weeks though? Of course, I'd have to be single, and obviously that's not going to happen. You know, having a family and responsibilities. I I can't imagine doing that for three. I mean, he, well, I mean, okay, okay, I'll, three okay games I'm coming out. It's I will the same game. I will take a step back for myself. I could see myself maybe taking. Can't believe I'm even saying this. Like two days off of work, because there was a game that I really wanted, and I wanted to just sit and play it. But that's like maximum. Like I can't, I, I can't just sit around that long and do one thing. Yeah, I used to do what I, I was get a kid. bored. I would I would play a game for hours at a time, but it was usually because it was raining out, or a three feet of snow, or I was sick, and I was a kid. Or and you I'm were ten years old, years old. What else am I gonna do? So I mean, if it was decent weather, I'm outside playing. Nowadays. I got too much shit. I got work. I've got home. I got kids. I got wife. I've got you know. I, I don't have three. If I take three weeks off, I'm working. You know, what I'm doing tomorrow my day off because it's Veterans Day today. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got piles and piles of leaves in the, in the backyard that I have to put on a tarp and, and drag, drag the tree lawn and put it out there. 
Well, luckily you have that uh, clone up there of yours, so in, in a couple of years you can start in putting it In a few years, I'll put his ass labor. to work. Right. Actually, the reason I have piles in the backyard is because my other clone, female clone, <laughs> daughter did it. She put them all in piles. I just got to take them out to the uh, tree lawn. That's so, the only reason you have children. You know that. Labor. I swear to God, that's what my parents Slave had us for. Slave labor. Yes. And Bubbles said she'd come down and help me with my uh, leaves. Never happened. Never saw her. Didn't hear about her all weekend until today. Won't be there for the show. Okay, how about my leaves, bitch? <laughs> They're not going to move themselves. Well, you should have asked Oh, me. no, but I... I would have come. You... You're ruining my rant. Sorry. I wouldn't help her. <laughs> Nobody cares about me. Months ago. I've cut her out several times. Did I get any help from her? No. Nothing. Not a damn thing. And you I got an your... offer, but... With your arthritic crippled... That's right. Man, I am, by age 50. I am picturing what your hands are going to look like by the time you hit age 50. Uh, You're yeah, going to look like know. the old crone from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> what an <laughs> apple? Like, <laughs> like, Jesus! Put those away. You're going to kill someone. There's children around. Jeez. Anyhow. He'll be wearing gloves. You're going to have to lop those off. We're going to get you the robot devil hands from or Futurama. Like the man with the iron fists. That's how it happens. They'll lop his hands off. Oh, spoiler for a movie you're not going to go see. They chop his hands off, and all of a sudden he has chi, because we find out two-thirds of the movie, that, oh, by the way, when he became an escaped slave, and there's a couple white guys who dropped the N-word and were beating him, yeah. because the old guy who was his master was dying and, and wrote a thing and said, here, you're free now. And one guy says, hey, enter, you can't read, so this means nothing. They beat him up, and he takes the Holy Bible, but when he washes up on shore in China... He can read. Well, apparently he Wait, can read. Wait a minute, what? what, what so he, he's, he's an American slave. Yes, so he makes his way to California. I I don't know. Because you're going to wash up on the shore of China. You know, I'm didn't say That's I'm no cool. cartographer, but I do believe if you're going to wash up on the shore of China, you're probably going to want to start somewhere in California. Well, if you're I, in America, doesn't say just that he was on a boat and the boat he was on. Otherwise, that's one hell of a voyage around the Straits <laughs> of Magellan. Everybody dies but him, and apparently he speaks good Chinese because they take him to a Buddhist temple, and uh-huh. either they speak all English or he speaks Chinese because then he's a convert. And he doesn't remember all about the chi and all that shit until the end of the movie when he needs new hands. And he makes them out of iron. How does he, he make them? them? How does he make them without, without any hands? hands? Because he has Russell Crowe do it for him, who's not <laughs> a blacksmith, but apparently knows enough to follow this guy's directions to make him <laughs> iron this, hands. This is a like, like a, Is it like a fist, like with like articulated fingers? Yes, or? And they work just like hands, but they're iron. Really? So like, so he, he can like wiggle his fingers and yes. everything? And then How? He can, in like eighteen, well, this the is, fucking kung fu. This is some <laughs> made by the reason. Some stupid steampunk bullshit. I gotta yes, tell you, I, yeah. Once Hollywood found steampunk, they fucked it up. I, I, I watched Wild Wild West. The movie was oh, horrible. Oh, yeah, what a piece of steampunk bullshit. That was it. bullshit. Anyways, oh. he goes and beats up Dave Batista. Like, all right, I get it. The, the slave beats up the white guy. Who? There's no re- no explanation why this gigantic white guy is in the middle of China. There's so a lot of white people in China, and everybody in China speaks English. And apparently some ex-slaves, uh, too. Yeah, well, it's one. Who knew China was so multicultural? Everybody speaks English. None of them speak Chinese. No, they don't None. even try to pretend. Even Lucy Liu says, like, three Chinese words. I'm like, I don't even believe she can speak it. I think she just, somebody told her, here, read it off the script. I don't believe that she, she can actually speak it. She all. Right, done. <laughs> and then somebody brings her, like, I don't know, like a dumpling or something. Or she asked for cognac. That's right. She asked for cognac. Because they had China? China, apparently. Yes. I, I mean, I guess they probably could have. I don't see uh, why right. not. But, I mean, if you're in China, Kanye, I wouldn't be my... 
I, what? I, I don't know. Stop, just shut up, Manly. Stop. 19th century China had a lot of Westerners. There was a lot of them. In coastal cities. No, this quit, quit trying China. to justify it. Yeah, fuck that. This you is the middle of China. <laughs> they showed it a goddamn you know, map. It's in the middle of nowhere. You know, in 19th century China, a lot of people would cut their hands off and put iron fists on <laughs> That's just how. That's just, just their culture. That's well, how they did it. See a former wrestling champion, a black guy, and Russell Crowe. And did he use wrestling China. moves in, in the movie? Oh yeah, the Batista bomb. He did it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I looked at Mr. Bean like, watch it. He's going to do his <laughs> Batista bomb. Sure enough, first yeah. move picks him up, power bombs the guy. Now, lucky for Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's he's moved past that now. He does not need to do the rock bottom anymore in his in his movies. I think the last one he did was Doom, which is another piece of shit movie. I think he he did the rock bottom in Doom. <laughs> Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, well, you're, text, you're texting. You're texting. No, I'm looking up Lucy Liu to find out if she actually can speak Chinese. Okay. I'm guessing probably not. <laughs> I don't even think she's Chinese. She's Taiwanese. That's Chinese. That's Chinese enough. Although the Taiwanese <laughs> would, of course, bitterly They're the real Chinese, no. quote, unquote. They're not giving up the fight. Ni hao and farm some gold. <laughs> Uh, Bubbles is defending herself. Actually, both of her parents are immigrants from Taiwan. Let's okay. So Usually, Taiwanese have she three learned names, she too. learned to speak Mandarin Chinese at home and began studying English when she was five years old. So she can speak Mandarin. Oh. Okay. The man of the iron fisting. No, that's the poor name that's going to come out eventually. <laughs> There's always one. Lord of the cock rings. Yes. Your oh Park. God. Oh God. Um, <laughs> All the hits. All, on all, one your, DVD. Favorite <laughs> all your favorite <laughs> All your favorites, Little Rex, all on one DVD. Uh-oh. Your ass look park. It's what just a montage. Was two of them. Saving First. Ryan's Privates. Oh, no, that wasn't it. What was, it was um, Schindler, Schindler's Fist. Schindler's that Fist. <laughs> Schindler's <laughs> Fist. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, that, that all stems from many years ago. Yes. When Jay, I trolled... Jay and I trolled the uh, Jim Rome show. Yes. Uh, Jay Moore about that was story? Oh, no. Got, go ahead and tell it. All right, I'll tell it real fast. So anyway, Jim Okay, uh, Jim Rome was off that day, and it was uh, 2-bit has-been comedic actor Jay Moore hosting. Um, Jay Moore previously had hosted before. They're friends in real life. And he had said several disparaging comments about Cleveland. Uh most of them are true, but that's beside the point. The point is that they were disparaging about Cleveland, and I was having none of that. So he and I both decided that we were going to call at the same time right when the show started and try and get out on the air, and whichever one wants to get on, then you know, we have our, our piece and have our say. So I managed to get in first. And the, the screener was like, okay, uh, uh, who are you? Where are you calling from? It's like, I'm Harlander from Cleveland. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you want to talk about, Highlander? And I said, well, I'm from Cleveland, and Jay Moore's hosting the show. What do you think I want to talk about? And he laughed. He's like, okay. And he he, he put you, like, on hold. And, you know, when you're on hold, you can hear the, right. the station. You know, you can hear the show going on right. in the you know in your, your phone. So, anyway, the show starts, and he, Jay Moore goes through his bullshit monologue. And then he starts going to the callers, and he goes to me first. I am the first caller. Highlander from Cleveland. What's on your mind? And I just rip into him a new one. I just, you know. That was pretty. You're not a, you know, I mean, I mean to call you. You has been. You never was. You're, you know, I beat up the guy at Blockbuster for suggesting your movie. He's yeah. really I, not that funny. I, I don't, yeah, you know, I don't even remember what. But anyway, he he lets me go on longer than I expected to, and then he he gives me the buzzer. And if if on his on the Jim Rome show, if you suck, they buzz you off. And then 
And then I'm 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 not making this up to be funny. I swear to you, the entire rest of the three hour show, Jay Moore goes on a tirade about me. And about who the hell is this punk from Cleveland talking to me? I remember to I say swear to you that he can't. It's gotta like, be out would, there somewhere. He, he would go on a topic, but he'd have like you know, like the interview come in, and then just like at the end of the hour, he'd just bring it up again, like that son of a bitch. Hey, it was good radio. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> what did he say? All right, Highlander. Yeah, this Cleveland. This is your representative. This is. Who, we're gonna write this down. That's what he's saying. I'm gonna write this down. This Highlander from Cleveland. This is your representative. This. All right. I'm glad you like my movies, Adam. How about other ones that you like? Like yeah, your ass, like Parker Schiller's fist. All your favorites. Yes. And he starts going up, and he's just. And he's right for three he hours. He's. I don't know if he's just trying to entice people to call up from Cleveland. I don't or know. Or he's pissed. That or if he's like pissed. Movies. Because I was ripping on him, I and maybe his kind of bad career too, wasn't had, going well. Right. And like, it never has. No. No. I'd feel no. embarrassed, he, too, if I had I, had I think, like, a couple months before, that really crappy movie Mafia came out. The one where it's supposed to be, oh like, God. a... Kind of like that... Have you, you've seen, like, Airplane and, like, comedies oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's a comedy in that genre, only it's all about, like... It's like The Godfather. Okay. So it's that kind of, like, stupid comedy. Like, I don't even know what you would... Slapstick it's or whatever. Spoof. Spoofy kind of thing. And it tanked horribly. Jim, Jay Moore was the lead, and he was, he was like the Al Pacino character, and he was horrible in that. He's not funny. Uh, actually, I think most of his movies, I think like Small Soldiers might have been the only movie he was in that was successful, and he had a bit part. So let me Jerry see. Maguire, and he had a... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you're right. He's right. Okay. There's that one. Yeah, but he was not responsible for okay. Jerry No, no, Maguire. no, but I mean, he was in it. Uh, there he is. Well, he's only 42, so he was, he was pretty young. He is known for his role as Professor Rick Payne in the TV series The Ghost Whisperer. The title role in CBS sitcom Gary and Married, which ran for two seasons, two was seasons. canceled. And it was awful. Uh, let's see. And backstabbing sports agent Bob Sugar and Jerry Maguire. And he was on Saturday Night Live for two seasons. That's the only reason I remember it was that he was he was kind of half on Saturday Night Live for a while. Let's see. My own private practice guy. Let's see. Radio. And they mentioned him doing the Smack Off and the Jim Rome show. He's a freaking guest on Open Athletes. That's the thing. When you don't have enough to do, you're calling radio shows. Filmography. Nothing on here worth a damn. Yeah, nothing. Saints Row. I know he was in uh, The League 2, but that's a, that, that's a video game. Leisure Suit Larry at Box Office Bust. Well, if ever there was a game that defined his career, I guess that would be it. <laughs> It doesn't even have movies differentiated between no, them. No, it's just, yeah, because I oh, saw... Oh, he was in Picture Perfect, too, that Jennifer Aniston... Huh? Piece of shit. Who? Exactly. He's the gay guy in Go. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Austen's Mafia, that's what you're talking about. Oh, he was also <laughs> in 200 Cigarettes. I forgot that. Don't know what that... The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's more. right, he is in that one. Oh. Never saw it. Oh, that Don't is care. so... That, that's one of the biggest box office busts oh, yeah, of all time. They spent that so is, much money on that movie. What the hell is it about? Anyway, I know it's got, uh, it's, the whole thing was uh, Eddie Murphy. but what Eddie Murphy, it's, it's basically, it takes place in the future, and Pluto Na- he's Pluto Nash, and he owns this club on Mars. And the mafia, or the, whoever, wants to shake him down for it. But, you know, he's Pluto Nash, and he knows how to get out of a scrape. And alongside uh, uh, Ro- uh, Rosie O'Dawson, like a really young Rosario Dawson. Was it Rodario? Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson and Randy Quaid as his lovable robot. Uh, they run off and they have hijinks and adventure out in outer space. 
Wait, a hundred million dollars was the budget. Look at that box office: seven point one million. Holy shit! Yes, no shit. one saw that movie. <laughs> no one. I saw think that next movie. time we have a movie night, we may have to we, get this one because a lot of us have not seen it. Yeah, I haven't it's seen it. It's pretty. I mean, it's it's just bad. It's not even funny. Bad. It's it just did bad. very poorly. That's an understatement. Uh, by the way, Bubbles, I know tomorrow's a bank holiday, so I expect your ass over here at ten a.m. moving my leaves. We could have called. You could have said something. Uh, did she see. ever offer? Did she come down and knock on my door? Emp, I know she have a lot of leaves down. Can I help you move them? Is that what she texted Yes. You? I'm mowing her law, never having been asked several times <laughs> because I'm a nice guy. And she's right by your parents. Yes. What? Well, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I mean, you're right there. It's but- Might as well. Right, I go over to visit my dog. My parents are like, you know what? Since I'm here, I'll go cut the neighbor's lawn. Its budget was estimated at $100 billion with marketing costs of $20 million. A domestic box office of $4 million. <laughs> and, and $2 million overseas. <laughs> oh, my God. How, how could you like that? <laughs> it's oh, a good Mom, Mom, I just got my big break in a big movie. A, a worldwide gross. That's sad. The worldwide is, you can't even parody the movie because nobody saw it to get the joke. No, no one would get the reference. Nobody, you, you, you couldn't do like an eye riff or anything on that. No. See, I'm glad that that. That's what Eddie we need Murphy, to do. We need to do eye riffs. I yes, we do. We, we get got paid the TV for that. Now. We can do it. We just got to. We need the editing software to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know what? I bet that'd be a lot easier to get a hold of. I think if we could get the the audio part of it, uh-huh. I bet we could give it to somebody and they could put it together. Well, no, no. All, all you have to do is just you just record yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying. We'd have the audio file. We can record it. Yeah. Then okay. you just turn it into them, and then they. They take twenty five percent. Right. Oh, here it comes. Oh, that's okay. Let's see. Anyways, um, why is your son texting? My son. Oh, that's just your. That's, that's just your wallpaper. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I heard the sound and I looked down. It's like, <laughs> how the hell? Wait is a he? minute! I did not mow your lawn. You helped weed. That's bullshit. I used my own. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> Hold on! That's wow! That's bullshit. I absolutely did cut your back lawn. <laughs> that is some wow. I think I actually have to go to get my parents to get them to back me up on this because I borrowed their goddamn lawnmower. I, wow, now I'm actually mad. Bubbles, if you saw his face, you would not be happy. Eddie Murphy poked fun at himself in an interview with Barbara Walters saying, quote, I know the two or three people that liked this movie. You know what? The film performed better on DVD with U.S. DVD rental gross of 24, well, like 25 million. Sure register your God damn it. You know what? I think we're going to keep this. www.spatialaudio.com You'll feel warm and squishy inside once you do. I think we're going to keep that. You're just going to have it go on? Yeah, well, I can't exactly stop it. I mean, the thing's registered. Like I said, if it wasn't, we'd be kicked off. And I guess it happened in 2040. I, I, maybe someone's going to have to, I don't know, write the same code and say what the hell's wrong. Copy, where's Varyar this week? Did the results of the election put him in a homicidal, homicidal rampage? Did he kidnap Bubbles and drag her off to his lair? <laughs> Did defend the emperor is now in a place where no one will ever find the body? Or did reckless driving finally end him? Taking all bets. Actually, Voyar is working this evening. They're replacing the floor of his store. So he has to oversee that, apparently. You know, I, I would love to find that, that show. Which one? The show where I, I called in and he yeah. spent the whole show. Maybe it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> no. No. It's in, it's it was like 97, 98? It was 98 because according to that, Mafia came out in 98. And it was after that. And you made fun of it. Yeah, and yeah. I made fun of it. So it had to have been either 98 or 99. Was I home? Yes, you were home. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Which, okay, no, 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 no. Not only did I cut her lawn, 
what she's talking about is I actually borrowed my, my parents' weed whacker to help her because this was a different time. She was cutting her lawn. She's like, you know what? I can't get any of these high weeds around the trees. And she's like, okay, well, let me get the weed whacker, and then I'll weed whack that while you're mowing the lawn. Two different occasions. Thank you, Bubbles, for reinforcing the fact that I'm working in your yard more than mine. Christ. How well, is your dirt pile, by the way? In all Dirty. honesty, you don't really have a yard. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a giant mud pile. But it is dry enough that I can rake the leaves. Well, the problem is I put $250 worth down of good grass seed in the front lawn, and none of it took. So, yeah. But, uh, Dustin. Wait a minute. I think, I think Biomed Alchemist found it. Wait. Hang on. Highlander, does this forum link reference you? Right, Let's and see. someone marked it someone as marked their, their funniest, funniest Jay Moore moment on the Jim Rome show. Let's take a look. It can't be. There's no Put it. It couldn't have been. I mean, I wasn't. Come on. No, it was pretty funny. I mean, I, I was funny. We were talking about it for years. Hell, we're still talking about it. Uh, we're going to wait and see if this thing pops up. Okay, funniest Jay Moore moment. My internet for If this reason, is it, I'm going to be grinning slow. ear to ear, and I demand oh, yeah. a copy <laughs> of this. Come on, internet. I don't understand why it's acting the way it is. I don't know. All right, well, it's going to take a minute to come up, so we must obtain this, yeah. That's a good time for yes, that is, waiting for it. Yes, that is a challenge. Find that. The dude in the, the forum said he had a tape. Why is this? It's really starting to piss me off here, and I don't know if it's a local issue. Uh, it's from a web cache. Let's see. I'm going to copy this thing down. I think I got it. Okay. I just repost it here just to make sure I've got it. Okay, let me pull it up here. Well, it says on the top there, okay, funniest Jay Moore moment. Yeah, but it's taking forever to load. It's taking forever to load. I'm going to try it in a different uh, window, see if it comes up. Yeah, it did. Okay. May 30, 2009. Holy shit, it is me! Oh, Hang my on. God! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Go ahead and read this. Okay. I don't know who this is. Okay, okay, funniest Jay Moore moment. This is from May 30th, 2009. Since Jay's a hot topic later, I thought I'd start this potentially interesting thread. For me, one of the funniest but long-forgotten moments was back in 98 and 99er show when Jay hosted the show and a guy named Adam from Cleveland called in blasting him for being a, quote, B-movie actor and a Jim Rome lackey. <laughs> and Jay eviscerated the guy for the rest of the show. Jay transformed Adam into Adam the clerk at the gay video store and ran down a scenario where Adam came over to the counter like a crazed silverback gorilla to attack someone who had the audacity to ask about renting a Jay Moore movie. If you didn't hear it, you can't possibly appreciate how funny that it was, and I can't possibly do it justice trying to explain. I have that show on tape, though if anyone wants a copy. I'm bookmarking this shit. I want this oh guy. We're going to contact him and get this show. I, I can't see. believe someone remembers that. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, that this is amazing. Is insane. Uh, seriously, I'm going to bookmark it right now so we have this. Yeah, keep going now as I think someone quoted. I just want to make sure I bookmark the page. Okay. Got it. Keep going. Uh, uh, no. That's from Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. No. No. Yeah, I don't think they're going to reference that no, story. No, I don't no. think they say it again. Doesn't matter. I'm the first one on there. <laughs> that is hilarious. Wait a minute. Uh, since Jim Ward, I come under the audio and under the... Oh, okay, Opie and Anthony. No, that's, so uh, that's Opie and Anthony. Yeah. No, he would not have that on his, <laughs> on his, on his website. It's from stucknut.com. And I don't even know if we can get this guy's info because this thing is so old. 2009, he put that up there, yeah. Yeah. I have that show on tape. 
Let me see if I can get a. If I'm going to click on this thing. You probably have to sign up for that. We'll do it after the show. I'll try and get in touch oh with this guy and see if we can awesome. get a copy of that tape. Because the only stuff I've got copies of are when we were on uh, uh, DOTAM, and that was... I, I never got a copy of mine. You didn't ask for one? I did, but they never made it. Well, you should have called... I mean, they... they I did. They're like, we, we don't know yeah. where, where it went to. Okay, that's bullshit. I've got a copy of mine, my my uh, audition and my two-hour show. So, what? Damn! I can't believe that. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Biomed, well done, Sam. Wow. Maybe Steph is going to try well to contact done. that guy right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, man, Steph, do it. See if we can get a... <laughs> Absolutely. Hell, if we have to, maybe I'll, I'll pay a little bit to get a copy. And of I, I, I distinctly remember the buzzer goes off. Yep. And he says, what a dick. <laughs> and then it just goes. And he just there. goes. The and whole show. Up. Now, his call is probably less than two minutes. Oh, it's not even. It's probably more like about 30 seconds. The whole thing. If you think what he said in the General Rose show was awesome, wait till you hear the quick thing. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that awesome. It was 98. I you know. I would tell him that now this guy is on the radio would like a copy of that. I, you know, I would dearly love to hear that again. And I remember most of it, but jeez, that's funny. Yeah, he was man. He was so pissed. <laughs> he was so pissed that when Jim Rome came back on the next day, or like on Monday or something like that, he even referenced it. So oh I heard. I heard some people were like, you know, roughing up my boy Jay Moore. You know, that wasn't cool. <laughs> and that was the only one who did it. Trust me. That's all. So I was like, they were so he must have even been talking about it, or like the staff must have been talking about it <laughs> that weekend. They're like, dude, you have no idea he went off. Okay, now my browser he lost has actually, his mind. He flipped his shit. My browser has now decided to freeze itself. Well, I don't understand why this is. I don't know if it's the computer or if it's the internet. I don't know what the issue is here. I mean, it's the Whopper here. I got the Whopper working, and it was working last week too. And I've never had a problem with it, so. Unless it's salmon coder being a bitch, because it keeps running that stupid ad. It, maybe it may be. Maybe it's just eating up your bandwidth like nobody's business. Could be. Isn't Rome the one that thinks he's God? Uh, I thought that was me, but yes. Uma Moore, what did I just walk into? Bashing Jay Moore and praising a younger Highlander sounds legit. <laughs> oh my dear, you've missed quite a uh, show. Yeah, you will have to get the podcast. Which we will have this week because Little Rex is here to actually record it. Last week's never went up because I've still got it on this. And I remember when I rebuilt the Whopper, I don't have any of my editing software on here. So it's it's there in raw form. I'll have to give it to a Little Rex to go ahead and put up. Anyways, folks, it looks like we're going to have to take a break here because I can't get to any more of my articles as my web browser has foobarred itself. I wonder if there's anything I'm supposed to be downloading. Download and install a driver update? I have two messages, but neither one of these should be... USB 3.0? I've I've done this twice now. This is nonsense. I shouldn't have to do this. Uh, We'll have to see. Uh, Why did I have... uh, It's it's a good point. Little Rex, why the hell did I upload it to FTP? I have been very busy, and I do apologize. It's been a busy week. And and it's been a bad week. It's it's not been a good one for me. The Republicans lost. His hands are falling off. Uh, yeah. Personal issues. Yeah, some people. He's got that not-so-fresh feeling down there. <laughs> yeah, some people. See, I'm only using 18%. I mean, it's not, it's... Yeah, the physical memory is only 35%, right. so it shouldn't be... I mean, the Whopper's able to handle it's this It's not like easily. it's going crazy. What the hell is this? I don't even, I've... That's Ender's game. Well, I know... That's the Ender's game thing. It looks... But I, why I, does it look like Tron? 
Well, that's like crime for kids. Well, because that was from the that's, book. That that's, that's the battle room. I get it, but that's not really how I envisioned it. I've never seen this picture before. Me either. So I thought the dragons had a different, I thought they all had different colors. They do. They Theirs do. is a white and orange uniform. I thought it was gray. No, I forget what they all are, but I, I, just, I remember that his was the dragon. I'm going to bookmark this one, and I'm going to shut down the web browser. We'll have to fire back And then up. he wins everything, and then they start changing the rules on him. We yeah, have to fight two teams them. at a time, then two teams on the same day. And, and then, then um, they get they get there late or something because... Well, they, they, they get told like five minutes beforehand that they have to go. And they I find know. out the other armies are already, already there. Yeah, yeah. Bonsal's army, yeah. so... If you've never read Ender's Game, do yourself a favor. Considering you're listening to this show. That's the show, one where he uses himself as a human shield and just bull- bulldozes right through and wins right. by default or whatever. Well, I think. He, he like flashes his own knees or whatever so they yeah. can't well, get no, that that's, he, he invents that. That's what starts them on their conquest of beating all these teams. Right. But what I think that you're talking about is that one time that they've, they've never said, the rules never said that everybody had to be disabled, so they went for the gates. Right, but yeah, they, they freeze their guys in an L shape as like a, and they like use a vehicle. As a, yeah. They put one guy with two guns through the armpits, and they put him out backwards, and they shove him out the door. Yeah, and so those he, yes. started to be Bean's ideas. You know, Bean kept saying... Well, that's when he rewrote the series and decided to do Ender's Shadow series because he couldn't think of anything else decent Right, so he just had to... So he starts retconning everything, and that's why everybody hates him. Because, like, great... You took the one series and you pissed all over it. Oh, yeah. The problem with Ender's Game is it's supposed to be a blend of Ender's Game and Ender's Shadow, which is a bad idea. Just a bad idea. Keep them separate. Don't do that. You're going to upset a lot of people. At any rate, uh, folks, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have the uh, mailbag. Send them into emperor1g at cox.net. We have the haikus for today. As well as Around the Gaming World in 80 Seconds. And and Blowing Your Mind. Yes. Voyar is not here, and he wouldn't have a segment anyway. So, but he claims to be able to review something when he comes back. How many? Is, is this like four weeks this in a row? This is four weeks yeah, in a row. This is a month. Yeah. But it's, it's been, it's, it's kind of odd. It's, it's something different. He was sick, and then he didn't have a voice, and then he had to go to Chicago, and now he's re-flooring his store. And I know he's not avoiding us. He was here for Tuesday for the party. Yeah. So yeah. he's legitimately got shit going on. Which was a fun party, by the way. Right. Yeah, I that was a lot of fun. We played uh, Connect Bowling for when... You know, uh, and it's it's too bad that Voyer couldn't enjoy it because he was hovering over the computers all night and looking at his phone trying to get results on the election. Right, because the Connect Bowling was very very fun. And I tried to tell him like, dude, just calm down. We're not gonna know for a while yet. And he's like, no, no, no. You know, this is happening and that's happening. And and you and he tried to do the the track and field. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do the hurdle. I didn't realize that it wasn't foot speed. It was getting it was your knees, knees high up in the air. Right. Because so way both of us are going, <laughs> and we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. And then, and then the end of the game, it's like pro tip: <laughs> raising your knees higher makes you go faster. Well, thanks for letting us know afterward, game. I would have known that beforehand. So you know, you guys have now had an experience with the Connect. Having done that, what do you think? I thought it was fun. It was fun. I don't know that I would do it for every single game, oh my but. God, uh, I was- I, mean, I could see scenarios where, like, if you wanted to, like, lose some weight or whatever, you could, you know. Doing that track and like shield, I was sore. My legs yeah, were you killing me. Yeah, Mystic Man had, had, some, <laughs> had played probably about a half a dozen games more than everybody else. Cause I, I thought the bowling was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot fact, of fun. In fact, I picked you, it up so quickly, you know. You were hilarious. First game ever, I bowled a 200. Yes, and you beat my record because before that, when I was playing with just the girls, I was the winner. Didn't bubbles get, like, a 200 and... Eight no. or some shit like that. Something like that, that was me. That was you. That was you. That's right, because you guys kept on flip flopping. Yeah. Who's going next? All right. Have, yeah, have I think you... it was like two 
48 or something like that. I don't know. Have I read Card's book, The Lost Gate? He's basically trying to make a, uh, make a modern-day ender with magic. Has potential, but the book is very background-heavy. See, he's got this room called the Magic Room. <laughs> where you can <laughs> free where you yourself, fight other yeah. people. It's like Heroes of New Earth, only, um, you know. My problem with Scott like Card the is... battle room. He's never really been able to go ahead and recapture the magic he had with Ender's Game. No. E- even the books that came after it in the same series, um, uh, you know... I didn't like Children Speaker of the, the Dead. Yeah. Speaker of the Dead, Xenocide. He Ugh. got way the hell out there, and it just... It was such a departure from the first book in the series... I hated it. I read them all because it was my loyalty to the first to the first book. Well, but and what he said was that Ender's Game was written for children, and that the other three were not. And you can definitely tell it's a different tone. It's but the, just yeah, awful. But it, it ruined it, and it took the focus away from Ender onto other characters right. that I did not care about, had no background with, and frankly didn't give a fuck if that planet yeah, I mean, died from a disease that no one could fix. Right. Well, and who really gives a shit about that whole one planet where all they had they've been forced to have a Obsessive compulsive dis- disorder. Yeah, because they're Chinese, so, and really, who it was cares? So fucking boring. Uh, but apparently, he's writing a new book that's going to end the Ender Shadow series and wrap up from Children of the Mind. He's going to pull them back together. I, I don't care. I don't care. I, don't, I didn't care about the Earth series that he wrote. I didn't care about. I, I thought Empire was okay, I guess. But it, it's again a story that's been done so many times in so many different mediums. I, I didn't care anymore. So you know, I. And I know Orson Scott Card is a very, very um, uh, polarizing individual, from what I understand. And I think it's because of his politics. Yeah. He, he was a diehard Democrat, and then he kind of flipped his lid, and I don't know what he is now. Well, he's Mormon. He's so Mormon. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's still a Democrat. At least he was. But he can't be a Democrat now with what he's... No. You know, especially his stance on like gay rights. Yeah. That they shouldn't have any. That's kind of not democratic. I bolt my way through all of the Bean books, and I was yeah. just... It was mainly because I just started it, and I felt like I had to finish it, but I was just bored to tears. Manly stuff says that... <clears throat> not looking good on the tracking of the show front. That post was the last post that guy made on that forum. Why don't you do a Google search for that guy's uh, username? Because it's, uh, it seems like it's uh, uh, unique enough that... You know, he may have used it elsewhere and probably not a whole lot of overlap. All right, folks, uh, we got to take a break. We come back, we got all the segments plus the uh, mailbag. Uh, maybe when I come back upstairs to drink, I'll see bubbles in my backyard, you know, raking up the leaves that she could have been doing this entire weekend. Doubtful. She's got tomorrow off. I expect her down here to work. So she blew off the show. She's a horrible fifth host. I got other things to do. No, you don't. She couldn't find this? a babysitter. Well, that's what she says. Virus's got to fix a Florida story. You really believe that? Actually, I know he does because his dad had mentioned it to me. So I don't trust him, but I'll trust his dad. <laughs> I worked for the guy for a better part of a decade. So, <laughs> all right, folks, uh, we'll be back. You are listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And by Lulu. Hello again. So heading into the break, we uh, had an article on the board that we did not get to. Uh, we are just discussing Ender's Game. We might as well get into it now. This is from NOLA.com, N-O-L-A.com. Uh, Highlander, why don't you take this one since we haven't uh, had an article yet, but uh, go ahead. NOLA shot Ender's Game and snared in digital domain collapse. NOLA, by the way, stands for New Orleans, Louisiana. 
The release of the eagerly anticipated New Orleans shot Ender's game has already been pushed back once from March to November 2013. But fans of the sci-fi adventure might have to wait even longer to see the film. Ender's Game has been ensnared in the heavily publicized collapse of Florida-based effects house Digital Domain, a situation that could put the film's planned November 2013 release in jeopardy. That's because Digital Domain, credited as a producing partner on the film, was brought on to handle the visual effects, which can be expected to be considerable given the futuristic plotline about a military academy in which children are trained to help propel an expected alien invasion. After Digital Domain filed bankruptcy earlier this week, however, lawyers for Ender's Game production company Odd Lot Entertainment filed court papers to protect the film as the bankruptcy proceeds. In its filing, Odd Lot asks U.S. bankruptcy judge Brendan Shannon to require that all of its contracts with Digital Domain for visual, digital, and animation effects be considered one package and not sold off piece by piece as part of the bankruptcy proceedings, according to the South Florida Business Journal. Quote, it is of paramount importance to OLE that the visual, digital, and animation effects for Ender's Game be completed according to schedule. Oddlot's lawyers wrote in a limited objected filed Wednesday, September 12th, in federal bankruptcy court in Delaware. Quote, given the importance of the assumption of all the agreements to the success of Ender's Game, OLE is particularly concerned that a buyer may agree to assume all of the agreements of the auction, only to turn around and assume only certain of them after the sale. Oddlot also requested that Shannon allowed Oddlot representatives to attend a September 21st bankruptcy hearing and that the judge ordered Digital Domain to consult with the production company with regards to the potential sale of the company. It was unclear when Shannon would rule on the motion. The private equity firm Searchlight Capital has reportedly submitted an opening bid of $15 million in the bankruptcy case, which was filed Tuesday, and also lists Universal Studios and Disney among its creditors. Ender's Game, based on the first book in the sci-fi series by Orson Scott Card, stars Asa Butterfield, Abigail Breslin, Haley Steinfeld, Ben Kingsley, and Harrison Ford. Gavin Hood directs. The production shot in New Orleans, mostly at Big E Studios, from February to June. Well, that's a bummer for you Ender's Game fans out it there. It does. It really You're not an Ender's Game fan? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, yeah, it sucks hard. The thing of it was... And well, you know what? Considering it doesn't come out until November of next year, I, I guess it would be too early to see a trailer. But the film is already done. So Harrison Ford is uh, Mazer, I assume. No, 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 no. Uh, that's Ben Kingsley. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Harrison Ford is Colonel Graff. Gotcha. Yes. A much skinnier Colonel Graff. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we had discussed uh, a couple times that thank God Orson Scott Card was not the one doing the casting, considering the people he wanted to play the various parts. Oh, yeah? Who did he want? Oh, I, I thought we discussed. Oh, you've got to see this bullshit. Well, no. I'll bring it up again, just because it was so bad. I am more than willing to go back in time and hit this one. So let me pull it out. Give me just a second here. Ender's Game Film. Uh, by the way, and, and I'm remiss in the fact that I did not do this at the start of the uh, show. I, I kind of made light of it. But it is Veterans Day. And a big thank you does go out to all those who are veterans, my father being one of them, my father-in-law being one of them. And there's a very great many people that listen to the show well, they, who are serving or and who have you know been vets in various places? We're all very thankful for what you have done. Now, granted, it's a a holiday that that Europe also recognizes because it's it, it coincides with the end of World War One. We use it as a way to celebrate all the veterans. Be sure uh, to register your copy oh. of Sam at www.spatial. Eject. Yes, thank you, Sam, for ruining my monologue and my salute to those who served. So, again, my appreciation. I kind of got cut off there in the middle of it, so we'll just go with that. So thank you very much for everything you've done. Continuing. All right. Uh, let's see. 
For Ender Wigan. Oh, my God. Are you yes. kidding me? Card stated he would like to see Nathan Gamble play Ender and express, express regret that he was probably too old for the part. Nathan Gamble. Uh, at Bra- Barluth Raceway in Cleveland. I don't know who he is. Never heard of him. He was in Babel. Okay. Uh, he wanted either Janine Garofalo or Rosie O'Donnell to play Colonel Graff. <gasps> yes. Uh, for uh, Mazer Rackham, he suggested Andre Brar or Will Smith for the role. As Mazer? Yes. I wasn't aware that Mazer was black. I uh, thought he was Maori. He wasn't. He was supposed to be Maori. Yes. From New Zealand, right. Nope. Uh, let's see. Uh, Stilson, the little kid. I, I, again, I don't know who this either one of these guys are. But can you imagine a show where Janine Garofalo or Rosie O'Donnell is Colonel Graff? Oh, my God. Fuck that. Let's see. Uh, who was Peter Wigan? Jimmy Pinchak. No, no picture, picture of him. No idea who he is. Brandon Suhu is Fly Molo. I don't know who that is, but you know it's got the right name, so I guess Aramis it goes. Aramis Knight. See what Bean is supposed to look like. Yeah, this guy. Um, no picture. No. He's too old. He's thirteen. Yeah, but it, is, it doesn't have to be necessarily age. It has to be what they look like. You know, if he's a short little shit that looks like he's you know five, then that's Sergeant Dab was actually supposed to be a dude. I guess it's now a chick. Uh, no, it's no, he. that's a it guy. Is a guy? <clears throat> Yeah. yeah, I mean, if he's the lead okay, that's they said that they were going to go ahead and flip that around. All right, so okay, let's see development. Da, 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 da. Maybe it'll it'll mention here in the casting that some of the stuff this guy wanted to do. I mean, those in and of itself show that uh, never have the author do the casting. No, I mean sometimes they'll get a writer, they have an idea, but yeah. And he also said that he wasn't going to pursue the Peter Valentine yeah, I see that. subplot. What well, that's important. Because otherwise, how is the Valentine it sets, portion of right. it supposed to... I mean, it sets up the entire ending of yeah, how the world how is... How he gets back yes. into... They shove him off... School. Right, they shove him off into space. Oh, and that's right. Well, you could do that without having to do the, the Peter uh, Valentine subplot. You could just say, pluck her out, having established in the first part of the film that they're close. Yeah, but the whole uh, Locke Demosthenes thing is a big deal. Again, but you know what? Tom Bombadil is a big deal in, in the Lord of the Rings trilogies, and they cut that out whole cloth. It just it never happened. My problem with this is you ruined the ending because Valentine's reason why they sent him off and say, "Oh no, I'm ruining Ender's Game," a movie that, or I'm sorry, a book that came out in 1985. Go read it, bastards. Yeah, um, but she, she right, she uses her her abilities she as Demosthenes to, to fo- no, she's Demosthenes. Peter's lock. I'm sorry. Yeah, to send Ender out into outer space, and Peter takes over the world. Right. He well, becomes, you can't. Yeah, you kind of have to. He becomes the hegemon. Right, hegemon. Hegemon. Yeah. I already Hegemon. said that wrong. Right. So, there's that. This was yours. So we'll <laughs> go ahead and get this one it's from shanghaiist.com. Go ahead. I don't know Hainan. how to say this, Hainan. but Hainan Airlines requires pilot recruits not to have body odor. In completely insane employment news, Hainan Airlines recently carried out a pilot recruitment drive in Taiyun, Taiwan, Taiwan, Shanxi Province. One of the requirements is zero body odor. We're used to seeing female airline recruits held to ridiculous standards, but there is an understandable, if deeply misogynistic, logic in only hiring attractive female flight attendants 
who are by and large the public face of the company. However, though, I haven't personally flown with Hainan, so maybe they do things differently. But I've never spent a flight with my nose pressed into a pilot's armpit. How bad? Do you, have to, do you think the complaints are about body odor? I don't you know. actually have to make it a, recu- a recruitment standard. Is that the reason why, or is it just because like the CEO's crazy? doesn't say. It's just it, it's a brief hit, just a, a quick little hit article. But I, I, guess I, I, did, was a, I did a little bit more um, digging okay. after yeah. this, and they said that um, they they put them through all of this rigorous testing, and if they could pass that without sweating, then they would be considered for pilots. What do they do to them? That right. I don't. It was like a whole day's worth of we beat you testing now. We beat you. It was ridiculous. I didn't send you the one off of the Huffington Post because it did have more details because I know how you feel about the Huffington Post. That's right. Post. <laughs> Go on. Well, what about me? I don't know. I you're like not. the Huffington Post. Good. Yes, you're not the show host. but you're not the host. And the last time I sent something here. Have you not me. learned anything from the show? Your first one equals for sidekicks. If there was something on there from the Huffington Post, that's the one you pick. No, it did both. Because it irritates me. Yes, exactly. At. And people find it funny when Emperor's in a tizzy. Oh, well, pardon me. I was trying... Do I have to teach you everything? Look, I'll, I'll write it all down for you again. Have you ever tried to be in flight with someone who smells for hours on end, especially with older aircraft? Not up yeah, in the, the cockpit. cockpit I'm not. Right. Uh, I don't think we're Look, allowed up there. Look, it's real bad that there's recycling air from the cockpit, <laughs> and I'm sort of like, Jesus Christ, I'm the only guy in this airplane that smells like B.O. It's got to be the damn pilot. <laughs> well, I have... Did someone die? <laughs> uh, the pilot. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I, look, I've flown on planes, manly stuff, and, and, and luckily I was with friends and family and everybody else. Uh, everybody I know showers, but how dare you not take the route of trying to raise Emperor's blood pressure? Right, because I've got it. They don't have enough problems. You know, because I have to, you know, maintain a friendship with this man, and, and if he gets not angry really. with me. That's right, I will I, take it on you. Exactly. I have two days of listening to me, me, me. Because right now, Bubbles <laughs> is in the corner in a fetal position, just rocking back and forth, saying, <laughs> Leaves! <laughs> leaves! See, break the leaves. I, See, that's when you double up and you start from Politico and you start going through like all of them. You just go through the whole. Find the one whole you love in post. We'll find yeah. This was sent in by one of our uh, listeners from Polygon, and and, and it just gets bad news. And it's too bad because THQ was a pretty decent developer. Uh, THQ in default with Wells Fargo over fifty million dollar credit f- uh, facility. Troubled publisher THQ dropped more potentially bad financial news on Friday revealing that it was in certain defaults at a $50 million credit facility with lender Wells Fargo. The Agora Hills-based publisher of Darksiders, Saints Row, and WWE Wrestling Games wouldn't clarify the conditions of the credit facility it has defaulted on, but did report on, quote, loan availability on their credit facility, Jesus Christ, was less than 12.5% of the maximum revolver amount. Somebody translate that for me. What the hell does that say? <laughs> THQ tells Polygon that Wells Fargo continues to fund its requests while the two parties discuss the terms of their credit agreement. I think what it means is Wells Fargo saying, look, we're throwing good money after bad. You don't have anything coming out. Show us some goddamn results. In a filing with the Security Exchange Commission, THQ says it was notified by Wells Fargo on November 9th that, quote, one or more events of default have occurred under the terms of the credit facility, including the failure to comply with financial covenants for the most recent quarter. Covenants. Uh, THQ entered into the $50 million revolving credit facility with Wells Fargo in 2011. The 
company borrowed $21 million from that credit facility during its third quarter, which ended September 30th. So I guess they were supposed to pay back some of this with new games coming out, which hasn't happened. Uh, earlier this week, THQ posted a $21 million loss from the third quarter for its fiscal year. The company announced it was evaluating strategic and financing alternatives. I love the speech. Quote, <laughs> please <laughs> give us money. <laughs> with investment banking and private equity firm Centerview Partners. After it delayed the delay of three of its 2013 games, South Park, the stick of truth, oh my God. Metro, <laughs> last night, and Company of Heroes 2. Following THQ's dire earnings call on Monday, the publisher stock plummeted. No! <laughs> Bottoming out at around a buck ten per share. Well, what the hell was it to start off with when you're already in financial straits? Two bucks? Uh, of the three games listed, seriously, which of these would you buy? A uh, South Park game, none. which there hasn't been in 15 years. Metro, don't know what that is. And Company of Heroes 2, which I've at least heard of. I don't think I'd buy any of them. Company of Heroes? I guess. Question mark? If you held a gun to my head. There's not. <laughs> no. there's, where's WWE WrestleMania 2014? I, I mean, that's pretty much a, a... It's like, you know, Madden. Uh, all right. So they're delaying the release of three of their games. Now, delayed is in canceled because we don't have enough people to finish them. They just came out with that Saints Row game. Did people hell? like that? Yeah, one? I, actually, I thought it did pretty well. <laughs> Couldn't have done well enough, I guess, because they lost twenty. Can't you delay South Park the Stick of Truth? So, okay, it, it looks like South Park. Let's see. They've pushed the titles to early fiscal two thousand fourteen, meaning the earliest the title could release is April the first, two thousand thirteen. All right, so this spring, Metro Last Light Company of Heroes two will be released in March twenty thirteen. THQ says. Later than originally planned. All right, so they're setting all their games up. They're going to release all three games during spring of the same year? That's kind of... Putting all your eggs in one basket? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you've got to get it out the door before you collapse. If you're going under and you know it, you've got to throw everything you can and, and hope for the best. I don't know. It shows Cartman in a wizard's hat, and I'm guessing that Stan with a giant mallet is about and to hit some emo kid. I don't know. Fail. Yeah, I don't think that that's... Neither, uh, none of those three games are ones I have any interest in, in actually. You know, nah. Playing, buying, nah. or renting. Mm-mm. Let's see what else we got. Lollipop. Oh, I did see a new trailer for the new Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that, too. Yeah. No. No. What is that fake nerd girl detector? Oh, we'll get to that. Okay. All right. I didn't know there was a big controversy with trying to figure out if they were fake nerd girls or not, or even what the hell a nerd girl is, but okay. This is from Destructoid.com. Go ahead, Highlander. Game developer and Sup Holmes guest Zoe Quinn. That's Zoe. Right. Zoe Quinn, that's right, yeah. Whatever. Has a new quiz game out, and it may be relevant to your interests. Little Rex, pay attention. As someone who thinks <laughs> that the concept of gamer cred is awful and the idea that we have to separate the hardcore from the casual... It's some of the worst stuff going in video game culture. My ears perked right up when I heard about this project. Its effects on certain comers of the internet have been equally interesting, but I'll leave you to discover them on your own. I've probably said too much already. Check it out here. Click. Then read Zoe's comments on the project below. I made fake nerd girl detector in about a half hour as a direct response to a poorly done article about determining if your girlfriend is a fake nerd or not. I've heard of this notion before that somehow girls who play games are just doing it for attention 
or don't play the right games and thus don't belong with the rest of us. And I feel like that's a ridiculous concept. Games are awesome, and the more people who are involved with them, the better. Trying to make women feel like they don't belong and judging them harshly just because they're a girl is incredibly messed up and also on the show all the time. So instead of just complaining about it, I made a snarky game. So it's apparently a game. Okay, well, the next woman I meet who can actually carry her own in a first-person shooter or an RTS will be the first. So here it is, the fake nerd girl detector. Worried if a girl you know might be a fake gamer, a faux geek, a girl gamer, rather than a girl who plays video games? Is there a girl you know that you suspect may only be into Farmville? Does she not look like a gamer? Does she only play, insert game you don't respect here, but not whatever games you think real gamers play? What do gamers look like? I'll tell you who wrote this. A fat girl. A fat girl wrote this. Every time it's some fat bitch who's like, you know what, I can't get a guy, no one likes me, I'm gross, therefore I'm going to blame everything else in the world on it. That's who wrote this. Or some old, ugly guy who can't get a girl who's trying to impress them by seeming like he's white knighting. That's what's happening here. Huh? I don't understand why you went off on that tirade. Yeah, because the fake nerd girl detector Zoe Quinn is complaining about the fact that she's not complaining about. She's the one that made it. it. Right? She's she's complaining about. Oh well, we apparently aren't taking girls seriously enough, or people complain because they aren't playing the right kind of games, or they're not hardcore enough. Does she play video games? Yes or no? Uh, Let's say she does. Does she? Okay, so she plays games. Does she only play games that are social or casual? Yes. So what? Maybe you shouldn't judge others about this. Games are games, even if you don't like them. That's well, it? Okay, and this, I this apologize is... to our listeners for having read this on the air. This is bullshit. This was a waste of our time. Let's go to a next one. Forbes.com. Blizzard responds to class action lawsuit over security concerns. All right, so this has to do, I'm guessing, with the uh, big hacking issue they had not too long ago. A class action lawsuit has been filed against video game maker Blizzard, the creators of Diablo, Warcraft, and StarCraft. The lawsuit alleges that the company fails to disclose to consumers that additional products must be acquired after buying the games in order to ensure the security of information stored in online accounts and our requ- requisites for playing. And this goes back to that stupid code key thing that we've talked about ad nauseum. And I said before, if they're the upstanding company that they were, they would give it away for free rather than charging you for it. Before you jump down my throat, because I know you were against me on this one, let me continue. This, quote, this deceptive upselling, coupled with Blizzard's negligence in maintaining proper security protocols, compromised millions of customers' email addresses, passwords, answers to personal security questions, and other items of sensitive information. The suit, Benjamin Bell et al. versus Blizzard Entertainment, was filed in California earlier this week. Quote, Blizzard requires all of its customers to establish accounts with its online gaming service, Battle.net. It's true according to the firm's Hank Bates. But it fails to disclose to customers prior to purchase that they'll need additional product uh, called authenticators to keep information stored in these accounts safe. Even though the company frequently receives complaints about accounts being hacked, it simply tells the customers to attach an authenticator to their accounts. Blizzard doesn't inform people about this requirement when they purchase the game, and that amounts to a deceptive trade practice. Worse still, Blizzard has failed to maintain adequate levels of security for its customers time and again, which led to a significant loss of private data in Blizzard's safekeeping. All I know is when PlayStation did pull this shit because they didn't bother having decent security and everybody got their uh, credit cards hacked, everybody lost their shit. Oh, there's going to be lawsuits. They had to go out 
and they had to give everybody a whole bunch of free shit. Plus, they had to give them out. Yeah. What was it that uh, they went to some company that was an identity protection agency, right? For one year to watch their stuff. Blizzard does it, and all of a sudden, it's it's the onus is on you to go out and buy something in addition right. to play your game safely. I digress. Earlier this year, Blizzard confirmed that a security breach had occurred with a possible loss of customers' personal data. Still, security breach or not, Blizzard says they find the lawsuit absurd. Quote, this suit is without merit and filled with patently false information. And we will uh, vigorously defend ourselves with the appropriate legal channels. Well, I don't think any company is going to say, yep, they got us. You win. (laughs) Here's a free internet. We want to reiterate that we take the security of our players' data very seriously, and we're fully committed to defending our network infrastructure. Kind of like when people hacked your game last month and destroyed cities worth of players. It's kind of that defense. We well, take the security, but you know, seriously. But you have to buy this extra. You got to pay thing. for it. We also recognize that the cyber threat landscape is always evolving, and we're constantly working to track the latest developments and make improvements to our defenses by selling them to you. Blizzard continues, the suit claims that we didn't properly notify players regarding the August 2012 security breach is not true. Not only did Blizzard act uh, quickly to provide information to the public about the situation, we explained the actions we were taking and let players know how the incident affected them, including the fact that no names, credit card numbers, or other sensitive financial information was disclosed. You can read our letter to players and a comprehensive uh, fact related to the situation on our website. Blizzard also disputes claims that the authenticator is required to achieve a minimum level of account security. Well, no. I mean, you can always just roll the dice and hope you don't get, you know, your account doesn't get force hacked. Uh, this claim is also completely untrue, according to Blizzard, and apparently based on a misunderstanding of the authenticator's purpose. The Battle.net authenticator is an optional tool that players can use to further protect their Battle.net accounts in the event that their login credentials are compromised outside of Blizzard's network infrastructure. Available as a physical device or a free app for the iOS or Android devices, it offers players an added level of security against account theft attempts that stem from sources such as phishing attacks, viruses packaged with seemingly harmless file downloads, and websites embedded with malicious code. When a player attaches an authenticator to his or her account, it means that logging into Battle.net will require the use of a random code generated by the authenticator. Okay, we all know how it works. However, we always strongly encourage it, and we try to make it as easy as possible to do. Let's see. More to come as the story unfolds. As critical as I've been about the... Okay, this is the author of Forbes.com. As critical as I've been about the always online requirement in Blizzard's latest uh, intellectual property, Diablo 3, the response to the security breach earlier this year was handled very well. They were open and communicated the issue. Nor does it strike me as very likely that Blizzard's optional security authenticators will be grounds for legal action. After all, they have no legal obligation to offer these to consumers to begin with. No, but I think they need to offer their, their co- uh, consumers, I think, their, their obligations to give them something that's safe. And clearly it is not. When their game itself is being hacked on such a wide scale. I admit to being very skeptical of this kind of lawsuit. While I believe consumer protection issues are important, I also think voting with one's wallet is a better route to take than legal action. Especially when it comes to something like video games. Well, the problem with that is if people stop buying World of Warcraft-type games, Blizzard may not realize it's because of the authenticator. They may just think it's because people are tired of playing the same game repackaged in a different box every goddamn time. The suit's plaintiffs seek damages to prevent and to prevent Blizzard from tacking on additional undisclosed costs to ensure security in the form of a post-point-on-of-sale authenticator. 
The suit also demands that Blizzard no longer require Battle.net accounts for any game that's not an MMO. This might be a good idea, says the author, but it's not the sort of thing I want to see enforced through litigation. Businesses need to be able to craft their own business plan, which I agree with, even if that means signing up for an online account. Perhaps Blizzard ought to make its authenticators free of charge. The app versions already are, but there is no way that the service ought to be enforced by a court. Consumers are free to shop elsewhere or to play games that have no similar requirements made by companies who they believe offer better security. And when you get right down to it, that's a valid point as well. No one says you have to play Warcraft or Starcraft or Diablo. Nothing says you have to play online. Nothing says you have to play World of Warcraft. You can always go play something else. I understand that. However, I still think the onus is on the company to protect them, you know, their customers to the best of their ability. And I, I truly question whether or not they put their best effort into it. So kind of just Emp is sadly the same way when it comes to Internet security. It's the company's job to protect him from being frivolous. Well, I've never had a security breach, ever. I'm that stupid. I... I, I don't give my accounts out. I don't have a leveling service. I don't go to websites I shouldn't. I understand that. However, when the game itself is being hacked to the degree where they're breaking into Blizzard security, they could have potentially swiped all that information. They claim they didn't. Remember, Sony said the same thing until later they found out otherwise. They hacked the game itself to the wiping out entire uh, cities full of players and NPCs. I mean... Maybe it's me. It very well could be. Maybe I'm, I'm on the wrong side of the argument. I just think that if you have to offer an authenticator to make the, the game safe for your consumers, you're doing something wrong. And if you really want to go that route, if you really care about the customer base, then give them away for free. Not everybody has a smartphone. Not everybody can get the app. I don't have a smartphone. Should I have to pay for an authenticator to play a game to make sure my account is safe? No, I shouldn't. That, that's me. Go ahead. Go for it. Oh, you want me to? Yeah. I don't think this lawsuit's going to go anywhere. I don't think so either. Mm, I don't think it really will. Especially I mean, when they're th- saying... There's nothing that says you have to buy an authenticator in order to play the game. Well, what No, I think it's sad that you have to buy something extra right. to give you a, a greater sense of security. security. Right. I think a lot of that is because of the popularity of World of Warcraft. You know, idiots will go where the people are. And World of Warcraft is still a very popular game. So it's a nice, big, fat, juicy target. Right. So because of that, you're going to see a lot more attacks on that particular game and their servers as opposed to something else where not as many people play. It's not quite as large scale and big notice. You know, when you do decide to wipe out an entire shard of people, you know, in five towns all, you know, get obliterated by a, you know. A hack. Or a hack or an EMP device. Or whatever the hell you want to call it. Glee Hacks says wiping out a city was not due to compromising a player's account. No, but it goes to security, and that's kind of my point. Uh, if their security was so great, then how is it they were, I mean, that was arguably one of the greatest hacks of all time, to affect a game of this size, of that popularity, affecting that many people. It made I mean, the national news. Right. It's not like you went and killed Lord British during a beta because he forgot to turn off his God account. And that was kind of a big deal back 15 years ago. This is something completely different. If you have a good password account name, you are safe anyway. It's for stupid people who have insecure passwords that the authenticators are for. No, the authenticators are for to make money. Can you name of another company? And maybe there is. I'm not familiar with one that sells you an online service for a game. You buy a game. Then you have to pay them a service fee to play it. 
And then you also have to buy a separate item to make sure that your account is safe. Now, maybe there's another game out there that I'm not familiar with. To me, World of Warcraft's the first I've ever heard of it. I've never heard of any other game that does that. But no. for the privilege, you must pay for it. So I'm paying in the service fee after I bought the game, and now I have to pay for the security. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. I, it, it's Blizzard ringing the turn up for more blood. That's what's happening here, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a big capitalist. I understand. Get as much money as you can from people to a point. And the point is, when you start selling people the security you're supposed to be providing for free, that is when I make a difference. It's the kind of app. The God Code was a code glitch, not a security one. Okay, I think you're missing the point. Yo, app, I think you're missing the point. Uh, got it. All right. It was, <laughs> got it, it was a totally different thing. It was a glitch. It's two totally different items. You don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you suck it up and buy your $5 authenticator. Is that actually, how much is it? I don't even remember. I think it's like 5 bucks. Yeah, I, I think okay. they, I they, you're right. It was like $5. Lord Rex, anyone else notice Emp's blood vessel changes every week? What? I don't, I don't, I don't know. What are you talking about? Scrub says, granted, it's only five bucks for the authenticator. No big deal. Well, it kind yeah. of is. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, start, start thinking how many people they're fleecing off of that for right. five bucks. Guess right. what? It's not $60. Millions anymore. and millions and millions well, of people. Well, and you know, if it's only five bucks, included in the freaking game. Yeah. They're not Just charge five more bucks for the game, then, if you're going to be yeah, that mercenary gonna, about it. Yeah, if you're going to bilk your customers... All right, Malorium. Malorium says Square Enix has an authenticator, as does uh, Star Wars. Do they have them after Blizzard did it first, and do they charge for it? Because that's kind of a big deal. If they did it after the fact, and they're charging for it, they said, hey, the damn sheep, they're buying it from Blizzard. Fuck it, we'll do it. So, <laughs> I like Fire's Clan 1G voice. <laughs> no, that's mine. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that, that's that. Highlanders, too. Yeah. Go guard. Oh, well, he has done it before, too. But oh, he has? It's not quite as good. Nah, yeah, when quite you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You're you're you have to put you have to include it now as part of the game. Now it's not a sixty dollar game anymore. Now it's a sixty five dollar game plus the fifteen dollars I pay every month to play it. Right. I'm I'm sorry, but there's not enough content updates to, to me to to justify fifteen dollars. So I expect that money to go into security. God damn it! And you know what? Let's take a look just for for shits and giggles. I have not played a Blizzard game in oh shit three four years. Let's see what I've got in my spam box. Keeping in mind, wow. I've never gone to any any websites. I've never downloaded any mods. None of that. Let's see at the top. Okay. Diablo 3, Diablo 3. Let's see. Let's go to the next one. Used to be all kinds of Warcraft, that kind of thing. Diablo 3, Diablo 3. Never bought the game. Blizzard never Entertainment. Played. Right. Blizzard notification about Diablo 3 account. So, that's so somehow they got my email and they know that I go to Blizzard 3. Here's no reply at battle.com. So Got it. <laughs> Battle.com. That's These awful. are all my spam box. Diablo 3, Got Diablo 3. Eight. Canadian Pharmacy wants to sell me Viagra and Cialis. <laughs> Apparently, Canadians think <laughs> I need to get it. At the same time. Wow. Diablo 3, Diablo Nine, 3, 10, Diablo 3. 11, Blizzard Entertainment, 12, Blizzard Entertainment, 13. Blizzard Entertainment. We're up to 13. Okay. And that's just since the middle of Oct- uh, October. 14. And Blizzard Entertainment. That's from October 21st. And those aren't the ones that actually make it into my mailbox. Those are just the ones that made it into my spam account. Scrub says, well, no one is making you pay for that stuff or play. That's true. And you don't. Right. <laughs> but that goes. But if, if you're going to plop down 60 bucks for a game and 15 a month, you expect a certain level of quality. Right. Especially from a company that has prided itself on that. 
I you expect know. security. Not the and there are and, and to your point, Highlander. It is a popular game, so you go where the people are. Yes, but there are far more accounts being hacked in this game. I think uh, per capita than than other games like it. Uh, there just seems to be a higher percentage, and I don't think it's just where people are. I, maybe people used to hack Ultima Line accounts back when they had three or four hundred thousand people playing the game when there were no other games like it out there or EverQuest. But I don't think it was ever the same kind of epidemic that it is today. Well, it's also easier to hack people too. You don't you don't have to have any skill anymore. I mean, back then you back then people were literally writing the book on how to hack people. But if it's that easy, then it should be that easy to counter because you know all the tricks. It's all if it's simple, yeah. stupid shit. You know, if it's if it's anonymous downloading a DDNS program, everybody can run it. That kind of thing. So you know what? You say, oh, five bucks is not that big a deal. Well, to me, it is. When you're charging for something you're supposed to be giving free, that is a big deal. It's the principle of the thing. Uh, let's see. Star Wars Charge for theirs came with the collector's edition. I'm not sure when Squares came out. It was after I stopped playing. All right. So well, someone actually played Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, so I, when I'm on Steam, a couple of guys I see logging on to it. So someone's playing it. Shit, I'm playing a game from 15 years ago. Star yeah, did you ever download no, that? No, I haven't I, I haven't even looked at it. I apologize. If you need to take it back your laptop, cool. If not, I will install it tomorrow. Nope, you can keep it. So, uh, hey, if you if you want to weigh in this, send in your email, emperor1g at cox.net. Send it in now. So uh, we need to knock out some segments. We're we do. We're real backed up here. Uh, let's uh, knock that's out our haikus. So, yeah. yeah. What did you say? I said that's what she said. You had to ask. <laughs> Oh, and we're all, all backed up here. I don't have a fart sound effect. I don't really have a, no. We're killing time while I'm pulling That's up the I'm dropping a baby. Oh, my God. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh Never heard that? That's an old one. I did like one guy who put up Dropping a, the Cosby kids off of the pool. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> heard That's that an old, one. I did see somebody uh, posted uh, at work that uh, if you want to keep the Browns off your lawn, put up goalposts. <laughs> so, ouch! That hurt. Actually, the offense—I think it's our defense that's really sucking. The offense is the offense is okay. Yeah. The hell a lot better than it was last year. At www.shutthefuckup.com. Yeah, I'm gonna email uh, Gnomewise and, and complain. I know 2040 had the same problem, but you know the difference is when no one listens to that show, whereas we have lots of people listening. Exactly. To this is much more important, right? Nobody noticed As the problem you say, before it's because they're bread and butter, right? Well, <laughs> we back cleanup. It really is. That's Sometimes really the we're the only ones batting it off. Right. Now. <laughs> All right. Time for your haikus, Alex. Yes. I've got four this time. First one's pretty obvious. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Oh, hang on. Okay. 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 Here we go. So the first one I did for Halo 4. Here we go. The best Halo yet. Here's a spoiler for you guys. Cortana... She dies. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Are you serious? Yes. You're such an asshole. Yep, she dies at the end of it. Fuck all of you. <laughs> yep, and it's very poignant and everything. Wow. Oh, yeah. How many people yeah. did you just yeah, She sacrifices off. herself to save John, whatever the fuck his number is. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Showix had it too, but they fixed it this Pusser. Well, Pusser's nice because she listens to all of it. Melly stuff. Oh no, spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Yep, she. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Too. <laughs> All right, the next one is Little Big Planet Karting on PlayStation what? 3. It's Mario Kart. No Italian plumber, though. 
Sock boy can suck it. <laughs> the third one is Rayman Origins for the Nintendo 3DS. Old school platformer. The only problem with it, it's on 3DS. <laughs> and finally, the last one, the last haiku, is for Football Manager 2013 for PC. Ultimate control. Every little detail, but football? No, soccer. Aw, oh, soccer manager. I've never played a sports game that was any good for the PC. Football manager? Good lord, it's huge over in Britain. It's like the number one game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's not really Everybody a, plays it. It's not really a country, though. It's Britain. <laughs> How can you say that about the motherland? <sighs> not my motherland. That's where we came from. It's That's where some came of us came from. That's not where you came from. That's not where I came from. No, I came That's from where my she came from. mom's vagina. I'm from. from my family's French. You said your family was Pennyworths or whatever the hell they are. The Pennyworths? Yes. Money is that, penny. is that the fifth house Money of penny. Hogwarts? Okay, the bottom line is it's English. We looked it up, remember? We had a big argument about this and you were wrong. You were actually just, wrong about your own family. Just like you said. That and I was great. And I was right. I think I even said I think I took a screenshot and sent it to you. Yes, because you're a dick. Yeah, like I circled that. it in MS Paint and said right here, this is where I was right with an arrow. And everyone was hoping for an even bustier Cortana Halo Five. Like I've I've seen the spec shot. She's she's pretty whorish in four. <laughs> There's not much she's wearing left of it. And like at the end of it, she like makes herself like full size, same size as John, and like protects him from the big explosion. And then she dies. She bites it. She dies. So there won't be a Cortana in Halo Five unless they like saved her and did a backup. I'm file. sure they'll figure some stupid thing out, yeah. Or it'll be like some earlier version of Cortana or something. Because you can't have Halo without Cortana. Then again, the game came out on Tuesday, but now everyone's finished anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. the hell is this? I've, I've installed this damn driver like a dozen times. Go away. Uh, you know what? Somebody actually asked about the Whopper, why it's working. Uh, no, it didn't actually fry itself. There was a... I guess Windows decided to eat itself for whatever reason. Uh, and I had to reinstall... I didn't have to reinstall Windows, but I had to keep restarted the computer like for two hours before I finally got to a black screen and said, uh-huh. Windows didn't shut down properly last time. Would you like to go to the restore point? That didn't work. Or delete it and restart. Delete it and restart. I sat there and I was on the phone with Varyard for like two fucking hours restarting the damn thing because I knew it couldn't have been a, a, a hardware issue because everything started up. I, I would get lights. I would get blinky LEDs. It was working just fine. The only thing that wasn't happening was I was getting no power to... The uh, there was no screen. I mean, obviously the monitor was on, but I get no picture. Right. I get no power to the mouse, no power to the keyboard. But eventually, it you know figured itself out, and now it's working. So thanks, thank God. The campaign for Halo Four is about five hours. Is at most five hours. That's what I understand. You pay sixty bucks for a game that lasts you five hours. In my day, sixty bucks lasted thirty hours. It was called Final Fantasy. Then again, you're buying Halo to play online. You're not playing it for the single player. It's like Quake. We don't give a shit about some demon. You're doing it to play people online. So, I realized today that it takes my nephew longer to eat, to beat Super Smash Brothers Brawl than the campaign of Call of Duty Three. Tazic says the authenticators for people who are risky internet users. Stupid people. Majority of people won't need it, and so it's a waste to include it in the game purchase. The problem is I know people that don't go to those kind of websites and have still had problems. You know, for whatever reason, they get, you know, their accounts are force hacked, which basically they keep typing in names or numbers or letters until they get one that works. Uh, again, if it's so cheap, five bucks is what they charge us. 
How much do you think it, t- it takes the Chinese kid over in like Hunan province to make? Ten cents? Th- yeah. Right before he jumps off the roof? So, you know what? Ten cents. You know what? I, I, I'll give you 50 cents. I'll pay you five times what it costs to make. Give me the goddamn authenticator. That'll feed his family for a week. <laughs> What's one of the what was one of the stupid lines in the movie? Well, oh, the movie? jackals were coming. Oh, the iron, the man, the iron. Fist. Oh, okay, I don't know. Like, the jackals were coming. They're basically the the emperor's imperial guard, but they have okay. a name now. Those guys had more bullets than rice in China. Really? Yeah, it was a great one liner. It was delivered so. Those guys have more bullets than rice in China. Yes. And then there'll be like a random motherfucker that just came up, you know, just dropped. This MF or just dropped in the middle of the movie, has no reason for it. None of the characters swear, just the black guy. Throughout the entire movie. It was really strange. Yeah. I saw Sinister. Never saw that one. It's it's still in theaters now. It's the one with Ethan Hawke. It's the scary movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good? Uh, Yeah. The problem I had with it is that it relied too much on, on jump scares to be scary. Don't we just to ruin the whole damn right. thing for it? Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go So Ethan Hawke's his crime writer. like He's like a true crime author. And like he had like a big hit like a, 10 years ago. Like That was like his big break. But he hasn't... Uh, he's, he's very much like Orson Scott Card. He's, he's trying to one recapture his... He's at like a one hit. He's trying to recapture his glory. So he, he moves his whole family into this house where like these crazy murders happen. And... He doesn't tell them that the murders happened there, but uh, and Ethan Hawke's a total dick in this whole movie. Gee, so you all like so you know he's gonna die. So he finds these uh, old eight millimeter films up in the attic, and they have things like like uh, like Family Barbecue '79 and Pool Party '86 and all this kind of stuff. And he watches the films, and it's it's all these people that have been killed like brutally, like like the 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 bar the family barbecue is. This family, like, getting, they're stuck in their car, like, unconscious, wrapped up in duct tape and everything, and somebody sets the car on fire. Oh, lovely. Or pool party is they're all tied up in, you know, lounge chairs and thrown, thrown into, into the pool. pool. Yes. Things like that. That's nice. So all these families have been killed. In this house? Yes. As you know, not in the house. The, the whole thing, you, you find out at the very end of the movie that the, the connection with all these murders... Uh, there's two things. One, uh, the family lived in the house at one point and then moved somewhere else, and that's where the murder took place. Two, so apparently you're never supposed to leave this house. Yeah, you know, if you leave the house, you die. Uh, two, there's this demon, this Babylonian demon named like Bugul or something like that. <laughs> okay. I, there's it, it's got a double U, so if you, you figure it out. So the he's like an eater of children, and what he does is he corrupts the children, makes the children kill everyone, and then takes the children to his nether realm of dark, evil Uncle Bad Touch and, <laughs> and like, well, devours their while, souls. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, because Ethan Hawke starts seeing shit all over the place, because it's a horror movie, he starts seeing, like, the demon and everything. He's like, let's get the fuck out of here. Well, so, so they go back to their house, Death! and then the, the deputy that he's been working with on the case calls him and says, I figured out the connection. They used to live in the house, and then they went to they another moved. house, and then they died. So you're the next. You're the next one. And, like, Ethan Hawke starts getting kind of woozy, and he, like, looks at his drink, and it's been drugged. And there's a little note underneath it that says, Good night, Daddy, all written in, like, little little girl handwriting because it's a little girl that got corrupted. Yeah, well, he and shouldn't then, have been such a douche yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> and, then, and then the little girl chops his head off, and the little girl likes to paint on the walls. So With she, his blood. So, well, yeah, well, she then paints all over the entire house in his blood, in the whole family's blood. And then at the very end, there's a new film in the... 
box called House Painting 12. End. Lame. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of jump scares, but as far as like actual scary, not really. It's just, it's just supposed to be like, wow, that's a that was a real downer. Jeez. <laughs> like Ethan Hawke's a dick to his family. He's like, no, I just gotta like write this book, and then everything will be okay. And like he fucks over his family. His wife's like, look, quit being a dick. And he's like, no, I gotta be a dick. It's in the script. And <laughs> and, he's, right here. and he watches these depressing movies, and then he's like out at night, he starts hearing things and seeing things, and. Then he calls up Vincent D'Onofrio, who's this, like, professor of something or other, and he's talking to him via Skype, and that's where you find out about the Babylonian demon. And okay. then, then you find out that the demon lives in the films, and that's why the films keep popping okay, because up. Because a Babylonian demon is going to be Yeah, and the Babylonian demon one, wears... One, two, three, anywhere street He wears, like, uh, like, a suit. Like, you could probably... Look it up real quick. You can open a new tab. I could show you what he looks like. Just do a search for, search for like, B-U-G... H U U L or something like that. That's probably not. It's close enough. Probably like. Did you mean this? Yes, that's what I. Okay, mean. What is it? B U G H U U L. Damn it! Yeah, burglar. Yeah, that. Perhaps I think that's it. No, that's not it. B U G. Okay, just, is a cereal food. No, it is not a cereal food. Several, okay, I am not making this up. <laughs> No, no, you're, I know you're not. U, it, it's yeah, there. U-U-L, and then just do a thing, and then do Sinister after that. Oh, wait, there it there is. There it is, Bagul. No, do not mean Bagul, no. Just, <laughs> just, just do Images. Go up to Images, yeah. That's it up there. Okay, see it See it on the, on the thing oh, there? Very scary. Yeah, that's it, yes. That that's the little girl that kills everyone. That kills him and yeah, everyone else at the she's end. Covered in blood. Yeah. See, that's her painting everything. That's yeah. the that last part where he's got his hand, hand like that. That's actually the jump scare at the very end because you see the 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 box of all the films and you realize, oh, house painting twelve. Oh shit, that's what's what happened. And then it kind of backs away, and you think it's going to be the end of it. And, and then, then it jumps. Out and then he you. like he pops his head down like ah like that. It looks familiar. And those and those are all the kids that killed their whole family, so they're trapped in the nether region of whatever the hell. While he's devouring their souls. There's Ethan Hawke, that's the box there, he's finding all the things there. That's him right there watching the films going, Holy shit, that's fucked up. And then that's him on a bagel up there because that's obviously a <laughs> ghoul bagel. Because someone thinks that's funny. Like, I got it. And for some reason, that's a picture of him with uh, the oh, with wait. Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> people have a lot of two people have too much time in their yeah, hands. They do. Too much time in their hands. I'm all up in your house stealing your kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's really funny. All right. Okay, I don't care. I'm not a yeah. It was movie just... scary movie. I did find this though. I uh, searching through the uh, list oh, there of articles go. that were sent to me by Cleelu. Uh, Lucasfilm confirms Star Wars Episode Seven will be written by Toy Story Three and Little Miss Sunshine scribe Michael Ardent. Okay, those were okay uh, movies. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah, I just don't know that either one of them would have anything to do with Star Wars. Can you really make that jump? I mean, you have no background. It's story. It's Toy Story Three. Well, 
Look him up on uh, IMDb or look him up on... Uh, Little Miss Sunshine. That was a good movie. I liked that movie. I liked it. So what? It, they ended up in Redondo Beach. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I saw, I yeah, nobody oh. cares. Uh, look, I saw it. I, I got the movie. You I saw Little it. Miss Sunshine? Yes, I did. That, that doesn't seem like a movie that yeah, would be up your alley. That's not your... Wow, it's funny. It's kind of like a pseudo-indie flick. Kind yeah, of it thing. is. I do see some indie flicks, not many. American Screenwriter. All right, let's skew all the way down here. Uh, let's see. Uh, filmography. Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. Toy Story 3. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for the sequel to The Hunger Games. Phineas and Ferb has a movie coming out? 2014, I guess, yeah. Oh, dear yeah. Lord. The untitled Pixar movie that takes you inside the mind. Okay. That's, I guess that's a working title, Oblivion? obviously. Oblivion? Oblivion? What's 2013? Based on a game, perhaps? I don't know. Science fiction thriller. Stars Tom Cruise. Uh, Pass. Morgan Freeman. Okay, maybe. Zoe Bell. Uh, synopsis on a spectacular future earth that has evolved beyond recognition one man's confrontation with the past will lead him on a journey of redemption and discovery as he battles to save mankind sounds like every final fantasy game ever made jack harper cruise is one of the last few drone repairmen stationed on earth part of a massive operation to extract vital resources after decades of war with a terrifying threat known as the scavs i'm going to guess that's short for scavengers Jack's mission is nearly complete. Living in and patrolling the breathtaking skies from thousands of feet above, his soaring existence is brought crashing down when he rescues a beautiful stranger from a down spacecraft. Fifth so I was, oh, you beat me to it, you son of a bitch! Her arrival triggers a chain of events that forces him to question everything he knows and puts the fate of humanity in his hands. Fifth element. God damn it! <laughs> Tom Cruise is... Commander Jack Harper. Subbing for Bruce Willis. <laughs> Pretty much. Or Corbin Dallas. One of the last few <laughs> remaining men on an uninhabited Earth. Who is this? Okay, so he's, repa- uh, he's repairing Wallys. That's essentially so what he's doing. Wow, so it's like everything. It's like yes. Wally mixed with the fifth element, and you throw in some uh, Final Fantasy bullshit. With a $130 million budget. Uh, adaption to the graphic novel Oblivion, which he himself wrote. <laughs> Disney, which produced his previous direction, Tron Legacy, acquired the film adaption rights, so there's your Disney uh, Okay, so that's why they're male. Okay. All right. So he is a Disney screenwriter. Uh, okay. <laughs> it really is. It sounds exactly like The Fifth Element. Just probably not. And a fair cool. just dropped my lap. You know, one of those fairs? With the, yeah. <laughs> it's just on the other day. I'll sit down and watch it. I love that movie. Anytime it's on, I'll sit down and watch Isn't it. Isn't that kind of creepy, though, when you realize that Bruce Willis is probably old enough to be her dad in that movie? Doesn't look it though, does he? No, he doesn't look it in that. I movie. mean, he's in that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to because he came out what ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. So how old uh, yeah. is Bruce Willis in that? I don't know. He's he's pushing sixty now. Yeah, and um, so how and she was like that was like one of her first roles. No, it was like one of her first big. But roles. that one, nineteen ninety seven. Wait, um, no, that's it. Yeah, it was. It's a French it was, science fiction yeah, film. Yeah, it was. Yeah, French. it was produced in France. Yeah, Luc okay. Besson. Luc. I am Which your father. Miller, Mila Jovovich was actually married. 55, so 55, 42. so he was... F- 42. That's it? Yeah. I thought I was older than that. Mm-hmm. So then how old was she then? Oh, she was young. That's what I'm saying. I, he had been old enough to be your father. Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. 75. 97. So 22. 22. <laughs> so yeah, could have been. But she's a Soviet. But in so Hollywood, that, really uh, trust her. that makes it okay. <clears throat> Is that the best picture they could find of her? I mean, uh, she's yeah. gorgeous, and that's she a looks shitty like, picture. looks like Mommy Dearest on crack. She wasn't the most attractive thing in Fifth Element. I got news for you. 
What? She, she wasn't the most attractive thing. At the no, uh, there were a lot of other. For some reason, do you remember they got like the big, basically models? To oh be yeah, they did a lot of models. Here's another one. Yeah, it's just kind of like Amelia Earhart. Oy. And that's uh, we not gotta, a good picture. Yeah, either. we gotta take up uh, a, a collection. Here. Ah, that. that's even worse. Wow. Jesus. What the hell happened? We gotta take up a collection to get this chick some boobs. Yeah, uh, either somebody on Wikipedia hates her guts, or she does not Photoshop. Uh, oh, or, she was a model. She, she was a model. Really yeah, but she's a Soviet model, so they're all. They, they, that's a little different. No, she was a. They is, never mind. <laughs> Why do I even try? <laughs> There you go. No, now you double, you, uh, no, you failed. What? Shh. No, never mind. She's lost. If you're not going to learn it now, you're right. Gonna, never going to. I'm very tired. Just okay. pay attention. That's all I can say. Silicon Knights order to destroy unsold Unreal Engine three games. Okay, that should be hard to figure out. How many? What? Wow. Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, I guess they got to be working if you think about it. Eventually, yeah. Of course, they're going to make that more of a... Scale. Five series stables that must... Ret- okay, so they're just talking about what they want to see in a Final okay. Fantasy 15. Uh, hey, I'm on board with this. This okay. is at uh, whatculture.com. So let's look at five gameplay elements from the glory days of the series that should make a return. Let's go. I'm just go- jumping to number five. Sorry. An array of additional content. So they're Triple showing- triad. I remember that. So they're showing triple triad. So it's basically... fun thing in Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, recent Final Fantasies have, haven't been entirely lacking in such content, with both 12 and 13 featuring extensive monster hunting side quests. But Squeenix can add them to Final Fantasy 15 by looking back at the past successes and attempting to replicate the many welcome distractions featured within them. So we want to play Pokemon inside Got Final it. Fantasy 15. So what's number four? How about turn-based bet? Thank you. A multi-character battle system. Damn right. Final Fantasy IV here. Battles have always been the core of the Final Fantasy series, but in recent iterations, their appeal has been hindered by the fact that games have allowed players to control only one character at a time, with the actions of the rest of the party determined by the computer, whose strategies can be dubious at best. Either the active time battle system, seen yes. in Final Fantasies IV through IX, Bring it or, back. The, or the conditional turned battle system, seen in X, would make a welcome return in fifteen. As both allowed for complete control of the player's characters, allowing the player full control over their combat strategy. Okay. Uh, split opinions across the fan base on how battles should be in- initiated. Yeah, here's how the split decision is. So should it be either like, should there be something like wandering around that you can run into and attack, or should it just be completely random, like you're walking around and then go to the battle scene? You know what? I think I could I could get away with seeing it and either avoiding an attack, and if I wanted to, if the battle system was like it used to be. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, I got to tell you, there would be times where I would just get so pissed off at the random battles because they would happen so frequently that, again, that was kind of the appeal of the game. It was a lot more difficult. This time I can see like the you never knew when avoid. you were going to have to jump right. in. Yeah. But I, where it says there's a split in the fan base, no. Here's how the split goes down. For everybody who played Final Fantasy up till 10, all right? So basically, people 35 years and younger. I'm sorry, people 35 on, years and people older. People on this side of the room. Right. Yeah. You started with... Right. Well, you didn't never played it, so... Have you played any Final Fantasy games? No. Do you know what Final Fantasy is? Yes. Okay. Okay. My point being this. Smart ass. If no, you it's not played the ass. series and started with either 7 or started from the beginning, okay, you want uh, uh, to go back to the way the series used to be, because that was when it was fun. The game system was was understandable. There was a couple little quirks thrown in, but you played it for the story, okay? Yes. Then there are the people who come into it now. Since after Final Fantasy X, we're like 12, where things changed radically, 11, 12, 13, 14, where 
hell, in 13, I can't get into the game because I'm not actually playing the goddamn game. The computer plays it for me. What do you want to do? I guess I'll attack. And then I sit there and I wait while the other two characters who are doing whatever the hell they want do whatever the hell they want. And then I wait for my character to either attack or cast an item or, or, or a spell. That's not fun to me. And I can see the guys coming at me. I, I want to go back to the way it used to be. And maybe it's because I'm too old. The game sure as hell seemed a lot more fun back then. To me, anyways. And you could actually level up. You could experience and gold and shit for killing stuff. That isn't the way it is anymore. Moving on. A Nobu Uematsu yes! soundtrack. God damn it. We don't even have to read all this. We all know Done. this. <laughs> Moving on. Agreed. 100%. An engaging storyline. Well, done. Yeah. Again. Why do we even need to read that? Yeah. Because the other ones have sucked ads. They have not had a storyline. They gave a fuck. Uh, few can forget Sephiroth's murder of Aerith right. or Kefka's destruction of the world. Right. But few can remember any similar moments in recent releases where the villains have remained largely in the background. Right. Giving players little motivation to take interest in their schemes. An interesting and ever-present villain is therefore a must for Final Fantasy XV. With a scheme that incorporates the protagonists on a personal level, allowing players to share their rage as they pursue their adversary. In addition to this, as cheesy as it sounds, a love story would certainly not go amiss. Cecil and Rosa, Locke and Celis, Squall and Renoa, Cloud and Tifa and Eris, Titus and Yuna, Zidane and Garnet. Every great Final Fantasy game has been underpinned by a romantic connection between characters, and it is a tradition that should be resurrected. I can't believe that any of these were actually at... And the biggest one, an explorable world map. Yes, I don't have to want to punch in a a code for my ship to fly there, or I don't get to explore anything at all. Or, like, you just go on the map, and it's like, go from point A to point B. It's like, follow the path. (laughs) That's it. Got it. There's no challenge. That's why I said Final Fantasy X for retards, because you were just kind of following along, and it showed in the upper left-hand corner the path you were following. Okay, I go straight. The end, I found where I needed to go. There was no explanation. All the other iterations of the franchise at that point had been, the world is open, go where you will. Now, it's it's not open right off the bat. You have to kind of go to places. Yes. But it's not just, like, handed to you. Like, you have to feel like you go west. But eventually, at some point, the entire map opens up for you. You know, usually, like, later in the game, like, halfway, two-thirds of the way through. From Final Fantasy X onwards, progression through the worlds uh, of... Worlds of the series have been predominantly linear, a development that has met the disapproval of many, particularly particularly as other contemporary RPGs, such as Skyrim, allow for vast exploration of the, of the world, not immediately connected to the oh, game's yeah, that main storyline. That's, that's one of the benefits of Skyrim. I love Skyrim. Well, that's we, can, we all know you, you love Skyrim. You, you can just go right and just do whatever you want. The, pro- the thing of it is, the rumor is that the next Final Fantasy will be Final Fantasy Skyrim. That's what they're going to do. And I don't necessarily want that. I, I wanted to explore the world like... I used to, I don't necessarily, maybe Skyrim would be more fun for me on the PC, because so far I've tried on the PlayStation, I couldn't get into it. No? No. Wow. Uh, to appeal to longtime fans as well as the wide demographic that likes that the likes of Skyrim Fallout have appealed to, it would be wise move by Square Phoenix to bring back a world map of sorts in Final Fantasy XV, as well as technical limitations may make airship exploration of a fully rendered environment impossible. An approach that uh, once again allows players to make their own way through the games rather than force them all down the same path would create a unique and enjoyable experience for players who deserve to be rewarded for their curiosity or punished for And it. you have to play that crappy 8-bit music when you get the airship. Like, dee, 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 dee. I love that. <laughs> it, hang on, I've got it. You have it? I have some. Of course he has it. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> Why do you even doubt? But you know where it is. Oh yeah, you know where it is. Sure. <laughs> I'm I'm going to sit back and watch you try to find this. Actually, I've got a lot of the airship music, but we'll just go right to the one, and because right. it's it to me, it's a definitive one for the game. Not no, it's not Rage game. Against the Machine. <laughs> Shut up! I'm surprised you have that. Uh, God damn it! Okay, I lied. <laughs> it should be in here. It's not. It's not under F for Final Fantasy. No, it is no? no, no, because that would it's be under too Q much. for <laughs> Airship Song. <laughs> You are more than welcome to sit down and go ahead and look through all of this for me. <laughs> I told you I would. Just a little organization in the beginning. Right there, Final Fantasy to... Other World? No, no that's, that's, that's Final no. Fantasy X. That's, yeah. Hey, at least I saw Final <sighs> Fantasy. Come on. Look, it's here. I just Is that the it. one? No. <laughs> Final Fantasy Airship. Find it for me. Fly that's the right. Red Fly the Red Wings. There that's, we go. Okay, fine. It was under flight. Fuck you. <laughs> F for fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it would be under F for Final Fantasy. Would have been, you, know, you probably would have found it if you went right to the F. So I thought it was under Red Wings. Jesus Christ. I have so many songs, it's kind of hard after a while to keep track of everything. FF. Fight Club. Final yeah. Fantasy everything. <laughs> okay. You'll feel warm and squishy. No, I actually am about to write a hate mail, and several thousand people are going to follow me why did and they, bitching uh, them out. Why did they choose to hire Duke Nukem to tell us about Sam? <laughs> Sam well, I mean, Nicole. if we're going to listen to anybody, it'll be Duke Nukem. You know, so when he tells us to, uh, you know. Blow it out your ass. We do so. Yeah, it sounds exactly the same guy. It does. Yeah. Understandably, the DOD has clear guidelines that must be followed when working with comp- any company or individual outside of government and who do not have the required clearance. Clearly, those guidelines were not followed. It looks unlikely any further action can or will be taken. The game has already been released, so any information that should have been remained secret is now out and about. However, I do know that they were um, uh, charged two months' worth of pay, and they have a, a citation go against them in their no, records. They have, they have half normal pay. Okay. Well, whatever the case may be, they'll never get promoted. It's basically a, a career killer from everything I read. Yeah, but if you're already a Navy SEAL, I mean, what? where do you, where do you really have you to go be? from there? Oh, you want to go up in DevGrew. You want to go up in the command structure. Or you want to be an instructor for the green team or something along those lines. I mean, you go. I mean, just because you're in the SEALs doesn't mean you stop gaining rank. It's just another job. And eventually you can get yourself up into, like, an instructor or you can go into the command or, you know. But essentially it... <laughs> Sam McCone has <laughs> balls of steel. <laughs> yeah. So, opening the second cam for... she got two cams? So I guess she is a camera whore. Yeah, I'm not sure why it doesn't work for us. Unless it's just because there's too many people watching it and it's just it's crashed. Or it doesn't allow any other other people to do that. That's certainly possible. Are we going to start wrapping this up, folks? I didn't realize it's already 9.30. Uh, we're going to have to skip our second break, as is becoming the norm. We're becoming a one-break show. You realize that? Yeah. Yes. We could, probably go, we could probably go with a no-break if we really had to. Yeah, we could. Yeah. I mean, it's just Whatever. four hours of us talking, but yeah, we could. I can't wait. For his blowing your mind segment. I don't know what it's about this I time. told you what it was about already. Refresh my memory. No, because then everyone will know. Wow. Well, there's a lot Herder. of talk of Chinese tonight. Remember? Hmm? Whatever. Let's just go, go with on. it. Go on. All right. All right. Here we go. So we're going to do the Around the Gaming World. Yes, let me pull it up, make sure I've got it set, and okay. we're ready. Okay. Here we go. Start the clock. 
Publisher Future US confirmed to Game Informer that PlayStation, the official magazine's holiday 2012 issue, will be its last. No further information regarding why the magazine is coming to an end is available. PlayStation, the official magazine, is the second gaming-focused publication that Future US has canceled recently, following the closure of the classic Nintendo Power back in August. Full Steam support for Linux is one step closer. Valve has just announced a limited-access beta launch for the new Linux client. This client supports Valve's free-to-play shooter Team Fortress 2, as well as two dozen additional games, including World of Goo, Amnesia the Dark Descent, and Trine 2. Valve said it received more than 60,000 beta applicants during the first week the company asked for respondents. And finally, Blizzard has announced that 100% of the proceeds from its upcoming Cinder Kitty virtual pet will go to providing support for victims of Hurricane Sandy. Users who adopt a Cinder Kitten when the pet becomes available in the Blizzard store later this month will be donating to the Red Cross Disaster Relief for its Hurricane Sandy response effort. I'm Highlander, and you've been around the gaming world in 80 seconds. Now, Lulu, you were about to say something. At least you started to. No, I said now I remember. Okay. That's all. I thought the Red Cross was getting hammered by people in New York because they didn't bother to send in anything. They were like offering cookies and milk and stuff to the media outlets, but they weren't actually giving it out to anybody, any they actual people. They were, but they're not enough. And they were saying something about the blankets that they were providing weren't enough. and Like lace with smallpox. I'm not sure where they got them from, but... <laughs> I think they got the island in the first place. <laughs> Beads. And smallpox. Fire water. See, that's how you know we were destined to own this place. They traded away New York for beads. Then again, it's New York. Yeah. Then again, it is beads. It's very colorful beads. <laughs> I mean, these aren't your these aren't your daddy's beads. Twenty five of them, if I remember correctly. Do you remember? That's what it's about. Remember now? Yeah, I talks? remember. Okay, okay, good. I remember. Fuck that! I hate New York. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Scrub. I, I, I'm New Yorked out. I got it. It, it. Everybody loves New York. Is America's favorite city? No, it's not. I would move to New York. Uh, no. I've visited, no. but no. I wouldn't live there. You wouldn't I, live there. I yeah. like Cleveland. It's, it's too expensive. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, that, that's really the reason why I would not want to live there. I like it. Be, I, I like Cleveland. It's a big enough city. When I want it, I can go into it and have it. You know, I, I don't need to be surrounded by you know the concrete jungle. I, I don't care. I like my suburb. I like the quiet, relatively speaking. Like you like your dirt Cleveland. pile. You like your lawn dirt pile. Yes. You love your dirt pile. But it's my dirt pile. Do you have a dirt pile? I don't want no, a dirt pile. Get, right. <laughs> you can have, like I said, if I get a dirt pile, you can have my dirt pile. You can have dirt pile squared. I, I have I do not a want a dirt big pile. yard, actually, with real grass in it. Confirmed, Assistant County, Red Cross failed hard in New York City. My friends up there lost their place, never saw anyone. And there was a lot of articles about that. It's... I mean, the Red Cross just wasn't there. Yet people were donating tons of money, and nobody could find the Red Cross. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah so, I donated. Cajun Carney, it's better than Cleveland. I know New Yorkers that hate New York. I know Clevelanders well, that hate Cleveland. Right. So, again, I... You hate Cleveland? No. I'm okay. just kidding. No, I... I like, well, then why are you here? I, <laughs> that's a long Because my kids story. are in school. No. No? Because I moved here for a job. Oh, okay. And then seven months later, I was laid off. Those sons of bitches. They are. How dare they? Talk for a minute, would you please? Me? Yes, you. Why do you what do you want me to talk about? I, I don't care. I've been checking your... What's your, your favorite thing to do in Cleveland? Oh, God. I have no idea. Work in the corner? Come here. <laughs> Come here? We're not in Cleveland. We're in... I have to drive Cleveland through. Suburbs. I'm talking about Cleveland. Do you ever go into Cleveland to do anything? I used to. I the used to The city of Cleveland? There. 
Because I know you work down there. I like to walk around down there. It's fun. You like to walk around? Yeah. Like Mary Tyler Moore, do you throw your hat up in the air too? I, I don't actually have a hat, but thanks. You don't, you, don't, you don't own a hat at all? I don't think so, no. I believe you own an Indian's hat. That's a I mean, I'm not even. Hat. I'm not even saying That's baseball hat. cap, just hat. No. Like, so what happens when it's cold? What do you wear? Do you have one of those like hip scarf things that goes like it's a headband and then it goes around your ears kind of thing? No, I just you, just. you just suck it up? I just suck it up, man. You're like five feet from the lake and you don't even have earmuffs? I don't earmuffs? go there. I thought, you, I thought it's where you guys, that's where you work. She doesn't work there I don't there work anymore. down there anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No. What am I looking at here? Uh, I believe you're looking at a Chaos Assault Marine that uh, Pusser had just finished painting. It's a uh, Raptor. Why is it all, yeah? I'm not sure why. I'm not sure <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to, it's, how it's to adequately pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Well, why is it all, stand, yeah? But I guess it's supposed to be showing that it's in flight. I'm look, guessing it's a night. Oh, okay. May the oh. first of these guys tonight it's lacking the shoulder pads. So it doesn't have the pauldrons. Lacking some art also. But that's okay. You know, art's in the eye of the beholder. So. I thought that was beauty. Same thing. Same thing. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, a, a new donation <laughs> drive to send more dirt to Emperor. I have plenty. How about you send me some decent grass seed that actually... I, I, I've spent money on the expensive stuff, too. Nothing. I got weeds. Some. That's it. Wow. I've, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you haven't grown any. No. Nope. And the weather's not been bad enough that you should nope. be growing anything. Plenty of rain. I, I watered it plenty. Weather's not really cold yet. So first thing, I, you know, in the spring, I'm going to be laying down all new seed. It is a night, Lord. See, I was right. I'm laying down all new seed, and hopefully come June, I'll have a nice lawn to work with. So, Folks, get your questions, comments, opinions into uh, emperor1gacox.net for the mailbag, which I guess we've got to get out of the way now. Uh, because I did not post last week's podcast, because uh, I don't have my editing software on here. Obviously, the mailbag is light. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, you can send your questions, comments, opinions to emperor1gacox.net. Hello, show, considering I have no clue who is on the show tonight. <laughs> this is from the Ender's Game article that uh, several of you sent. Ender's Game is locked up in some issues since the company behind the special effects has gone bankrupt. This is sad news, considering that absolutely abysmal-looking World War Z trailer came out this week. Now, I'm a rather big fan of the book. It's fantastic. So let's take the book and trash the plot, trash the whole idea that, is, uh, that it is several stories on people through different points in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, no. Screw that. Let's just have Brad Pitt be a hero and solve the zombie apocalypse all by himself. He should he should and hero. What does that mean? Enjoy uh, your copy of Dota 2, Emperor. I hope you get some enjoyment out of it sometime, maybe. Oh, and Voyeur, I sent you a copy as well. Thanks for the show. Darhas. I actually, I did. I downloaded it <laughs> to my uh, system last night. And hero means to kill yourself. Oh, okay. There was a, there was a little boy. He was like 10. Uh, someone stole his iPod. So he killed himself. So, of course, the Internet made fun of him for doing that. And it was either one of his family members or one of his friends wrote down, like, you should not make fun of him. He is an hero. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the Internet being the Internet. It went like, from there. You douche. So right. now if you're going to an hero, going to be an hero, that means to kill yourself. That's awful. It's the Internet. Planning on wrapping up soonish? I'm about to consider bedtime. I'm oh, sorry. I'm, hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. It's all about you. Got yeah. it. Okay. To be fair, and she is like six hours ahead of us. 
And she never listens to the show live because she's always got to go to bed. So I give her credit. So I'll, I'll, I'll give her that. Which means we're going an extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lord Emperor and Holy Minions. I bring to you the sad story that just won't stop. The latest entry in the THQ saga brings us in. Uh, we already, we already did that one. Well, with the streamlining of the business model, the lackluster sales number, delay of three major games, I wouldn't call the major, and now this. Can THQ stay afloat or will it go the way of so many before and get butchered up and sold off to other developers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're too big to fail. <laughs> no. <laughs> they are failed. We already did one of the articles here. How the election should have been. It wasn't that loud. Stop it. So the link is to an article from Kotaku. It's about a short little bit on a mod for Medieval oh. 2 Total War that makes it so you can have armies of Mitt Romney's and uh, Obama's duke it out. And if this does not make it to, uh, in the show, the screenshots are a good laugh, which we did look at, and they were hysterical. They were very funny. We did laugh yeah. quite a lot. So go to Kotaku and look it up, or you can do a Google search for Mitt Romney and uh, Barack Obama Medieval Total War II mod. Anyways, what I was saying is, earlier is I have seen no advertisements of any kind whatsoever for the Wii U. It comes out this month, does it not? Yeah, actually. I, I, I did see one today. You're getting there pre-sales. Was a, really? I, I, okay. a commercial. I don't know what I was watching, but I did see a commercial I've for seen it. nothing. No, I've seen nothing. The only thing I've seen is the, the demo unit in a Best Buy. Nope, I did see it. And it was kind of awkward. Once. It was really different because I I tried the controller and the controller is like this. Yeah. So right. holding it like this, you're like, this is awkward. It's, it's a patch. Yeah. Well, yeah. they kept um, what the commercial was about is that, or hyping rather, was that somebody can watch TV while you continue your game. So you can play the game on your yeah. controller. Yeah. The screen's only like, it's not that big of a screen. Though. It's like a six inch screen or seven inch. Not screen, even. I think. Yeah. Not but even. That's what was happening in the okay. game. Alabama lost. Ha ha. And they only dropped down to fourth. I have a problem with that. They lost to a ranked 17 team. They only dropped to fourth. This is bullshit. So you're expecting Notre Dame to win out and go to the national I'm championship? I'm hoping because I don't give a goddamn about Kent State or Oregon. Fuck that. You mean Kansas State? Yeah. But I said Kent State. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you said okay. Kent it's like, State. That would be quite a story if Kent State was number one. Like, what the? <laughs> where have I been? <laughs> Top five rank. Well, this is the BCS standings: are Kansas State, Oregon, Notre Dame, Alabama, and Georgia. The only uh, undefeateds are Kansas State, Oregon, and Notre Dame. So we all know that the fix is in for Notre Dame because they're Notre Dame. So it's right. going to be the problem is Notre Dame be, hasn't done hasn't done shit. Yeah, in but a everyone's long time. like you know, but everyone's no, in on the tank. Trust me, NBC will do whatever they need to do. To make sure that Notre Dame... If that was the case, then they would have pressed harder to keep Ohio State in because Ohio State continually draws in one of the biggest ratings halls ever. Every time. Yeah, but NBC gets pure profit from Notre Dame. Actually, a lot of their games have not been on NBC, I've noticed. Um, against certain other, I, I don't know, other teams or other... Well, Frank, or, uh, other, uh, I'm sure uh, they're not going to show you know Southwest, Southern Louisiana Tech versus Notre Dame. Action Notre Dame, I don't but think they'll show. I mean, they've had some on channel like uh, on ABC and they'll CBS. show the Michigan game. They'll show the USC game. They'll show the Navy game. We are ranked sixth, by the way, in the AP top twenty-five. Not that it matters. No, because we're ineligible this year, right? Right. Yeah. Well, not technically. Not technically. We could be announced as the um, the uh, uh, national winner if you go by the AP. Because the AP gives out their own national winner. 
Oh, so like so everything has to break our way. Right. And the AP gives out their top 25. I and see. they also give an, uh, a national title winner. So we could win, I guess. But we're not bowl eligible. We're not bowl eligible. This is the last year for that. Of course, if you think about it, we had the same amount of bowling eligibility that Penn State did. All we got was a tattoo. They raped kids. There you go. We want to talk about uh, injustice. You want to talk about uh, uh, disproportionate yeah, a- penalties. Yeah. We would be uh, like number three or something like that. Yes, as, we as far as what, why are we sixth when we're when we're undefeated and Alabama and Georgia have a loss? It's based on the point values, meaning the teams we've beaten have lost since we beat them. So now it's oh, not worth okay. as much. I see. Now if we run the table and these three guys lose, I would like to think we would vault to number one because we're the only other defeated team other than those three. But at this point, I think it's very difficult for those three not to run the table. Let's see. USA Today poll does not include us because we're not eligible. ESPN fan rankings. Fan, right, because I care about ESPN's fans. They've got no Ohio State 21. This is how I love it because everybody hates Ohio State. Texas Tech is better than Ohio State. That's right. Everybody hates Ohio State. But right up there with Louisiana Tech and Mississippi State. Louisiana Tech. Right. Rutgers is better than us, apparently. So UCLA, number 11, because we have a lot of people that go to our school. ESPN fan rankings. Everybody hates Ohio State. For the great state of Ohio, I say fuck all of you. <laughs> I'd rather be a Buckeye than whatever shitbag store or fucking school you've got. The hell with it. <laughs> fucking, I don't even know what it is, but, but I, hate I it. hate it. You ever seen some of the mascots? Oh, speaking of this, I'll bring up um, an Ole Miss. They had a big Obama protest. Did you hear about this? No. no. Oh yes. Uh, apparently, it was a big protest on the uh, uh, campus of Ole Miss after the election. A lot of, of racial slurs and anti-black rhetoric amongst the rebels of Ole Miss. Such a fine example of the electorate. Absolutely. I've said it before, the great progressive state of Mississippi. <laughs> Leading the way into the 21st century. Into the 19th? 19th is probably more accurate, yeah. Uh, Leading from the rear. Scrub puppy bullshit. I'm eight hours ahead of you, and I'm not bitching. That's a good point, pusser. Suck it up. And he's in a war zone, kind of. All right. We should probably just blow your mind and get out of here. All right. Uh, let's see if I got the... There it is. Nope. One more. Skadoosh. There we go. I hope it's loud enough. It will be. No one's going to Let's get down to business. It's the song from Mulan. Yes. Everyone knows the song. That's your problem, not mine. The 1998 Disney film Mulan. Fucking Disney. I don't watch any Disney movie that's not Pixar. No. Please. It's another princess. I got it. The 1998 Disney film Mulan may at first glance appear to be revolutionary in comparison to the traditional Disney formula for romantic tales. After all, it's the heroine of the film who ends up saving the lives of all the major male characters, including not only the love interest, but also her father and the emperor of China. Mulan is not one to pass out from a prick of a spinning wheel spindle or the bite of a poison apple she grabs a sword and joins the army clearly this is not just another cinderella story she doesn't need glass slippers magic mirrors fairy godmothers snow white skin or ruby red lips to win her man and yet there is the eventual man to be won so let's examine critically then to what extent this film is really subversive to the established idea of romance because i contend it is not there are two issues to be addressed here Mulan in the cultural context and setting of the story, and more important to considerations of popular culture today, Mulan the movie in the cultural context of its audience. 
By examining both, you'll see how this film suggests that the genre of romance, and especially its inscripted masculine and feminine gender roles, are largely cultural and, more subtly, psychological constructions. Now, it's quite obvious that there are clearly defined prescriptions for gender roles in Mulan's culture. There is a huge social pressure for anyone in her culture to bring honor to one's family. If one is a male, he is expected to do this by being brave and skilled in martial arts and to fight for their country. If one is female, she is expected to bring honor simply by marrying such a man. In order to do so, she must be a graceful, submissive, quiet, and generally refined young lady. Mulan, however, is arguably none of these things, as may be observed in the matchmaker ordeal at the beginning of the movie. While she is pretty, she is hardly polished, and though she is certainly creative, her ideas always seem to get her into trouble. She's constantly being rebuked for speaking out of place, and her impersonation of a man, a military recruit no less, is considered to be so offensive to the social construct that she faces the threat of execution when she is eventually found out. Yet these deviations from the role her society defines for her are not necessarily deviations from her role in the normal romance story. In fact, it is fairly typical for the heroine of a romance to be somewhat of an outcast, often because of her intelligence, her fiery disposition, and or her refusal to be what it is that her society thinks she ought to be. Take, for instance, other Disney heroines, such as Ariel from The Little Mermaid, Belle from Beauty and the Beast, Jasmine from Aladdin, and even classic heroines like Snow White and Cinderella. None of them really fit in where they find themselves when the stories first begin. The challenge of the hero, then, is to transform her into a feminine identity more in sync with the status quo, usually more so by the standards of the audience than by the fictional society of the characters. Whether this challenge is accomplished or not will determine whether the film is truly subversive <laughs> to its romantic genre. So is, slip. so is Milan ultimately seditious to the rules of traditional romance? The verdict is not easily decided. On the one hand, yes. For in the end, she proves everyone else wrong and is able to bring her family honor in more than just the one way suggested in the song preceding her meeting with the matchmaker at the beginning of the film. In fact, she brings dishonor in the exact ideal masculine way, by bringing home war trophies and the gratitude of the emperor. However, the status quo even of her culture does not really manage to be overturned. Milan's grandmother is still not completely satisfied upon her homecoming until she discovers that she has also brought home a man. While the romantic interaction between the two is certainly downplayed, it is clear that in the end she becomes completely acceptable in her society, not until she has won her man, by whatever means, traditional or no. Thus, her love interest did play some part, albeit minimal, in her finding her sought-after identity. The answer is also questionable from a psychological standpoint, though the indications in this subject are subtler. There is little mention of motherhood in Mulan. She and her mother do not appear to have an extraordinarily close bond. Much stronger of a character and more influential to Mulan is her father, and this, along with her complex gender role she plays throughout the film, seem to indicate that she may have more of an identification with her father than her mother. Even the adventure story of the quest for identity angle may seem to be a more masculine resolution. However, much more central to, to Merlan is her nurturing character, primarily with respect to men. From the very beginning of the film, this is seen in her relationship with her father. While she looks up to and respects him, she seems to enjoy mothering him by looking after his health. This protectiveness is seen much more intensely when she risks her life for his by taking his place in the military draft. Though later she ponders the notion that it was not so much out of care for her father as her desire to prove herself that she went, it is still difficult to imagine her adopting such a radical and dangerous plan for any other reason, no matter how desperately she may have been to try to discover her own identity. 
Later on, we see this nurturing pattern transposed to Count Captain Li Shang, the love interest. When he is threatened to be removed from authority over his troops, or when he learns of the death of his father, the general, she feels the need to comfort him, however awkwardly as she can as the soldier Ping. Furthermore, she goes out of her way to save his life not once, but twice in the movie. While this behavior is contrary to the culturally defined gender roles, from the psychological perspective, the role Mulan plays seems traditional. The gender roles presented in Mulan have been altered slightly, and yet in many ways do not stray too far from the roles commonly scripted in romance tales, which are more or less the same encouraged by Mulan's family and community. How then do these scripted roles compare to those actually supported by society, both by which, both which and for whom the film was produced? Mulan is certainly a progressive female character in a Disney movie, and yet she can be hardly be described as a threat to our somewhat more modern ideas of the gender roles in romance. Her take on femininity is close to what would be acceptable, if not ideal, to the popular social establishment, that is, a woman possessing beauty, strength, wit, wit, bravery, independence, and some other characteristics that perhaps the more stringent proponents for feminism would not be quite so satisfied with. The fact that it is Mulan's undeniable duty to serve and to nurture is never questioned in the movie, though her particular means to the end is presented as somewhat quasi-revolutionary. The story's moral seems to imply that it is good to be a woman who can do all sorts of things, but that it's even better to give all these things up for the sake of devoting her life to her family. This sends a subtle but clear and rather surprisingly conservative message to the women who may be with their children in the audience. All those women in today's society who are now facing the pressure to pursue all those opportunities that were not previously open to them, and yet not to abandon their apparent even more important role as nurture and primary caregiver. The situation suggests that while it may be relatively trivial to construct a plot, inside the boundaries of which the ideas of romance and gender roles are challenged, it is not so easy to challenge the very real social mores which exist in the society to which such a plot is presented. Well, these days we're going to start this actually at the beginning of the show so we actually have time to debate this one because I don't necessarily know that I'd agree. But you said you've never seen the movie. So I know, I know the story of Milan, though. Or, well, the historical one, anyways. So Connie says, my mind is not blown. Copy the moral of the story, get back in the kitchen. But it's subtle, Copy. It's very subtle to the women in the audience who brought their kids to watch it. Subtle. Yes. Give up everything to get your ass back in the kitchen. Joining the military to prove herself. Err, take over for her father who was in the draft. I thought her father was the emperor. No. No. Not in the movie. No. I guess no. it was kind of confusing when you were reading that part, because I thought she was just a normal person. She was. She is just a normal okay. person. She yeah. took her father's place. Right. Because of conscription. Right. Mm. Yes, because the Huns were coming. Yes. And, and her father was, had a... They didn't really describe it like a bad knee or yeah, a bad some leg or something. Yeah, bad leg. I took Emily to see it when she was... God, how old is this movie? 98. Oh, she was four. Scrub. Mulan joined the military, dressed like a man. Try to prove how tough she was? Sounds like a lesbo to me. And she cut her hair. She looked like a lesbo. She did not. The historical one did. She had to cut her hair. She cut her hair in, in the movie. Yeah, she cut her okay, hair. Okay, well, there she you go. look like a, whatever. Well, it's Disney. They're not going to make her look butch. I mean, then again, she got assumed that she was a man, so she must be pretty butch to begin with. I'm just saying. Look, I mean, women pretending to be in the service or dressing up as men is not exactly new. I mean, Anne Bonny and Mary Reed did it 300 years. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not right. It would have been well after the fact. But it's a more uh, known story to those here in the West. 
Do you know who Anne Bonnie and Mary Reed were? No. Okay. Highlander? Yeah, I do, okay. but I don't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> My point they is, were, exactly they were lesbo pirates. Although they, they were not. Well, the one was a lesbian. I do know these. Actually, no, neither one of them were. No. Anne Bonnie was hooking up with Calico Jack, who was the pirate yeah. ship. Mary Reed. The one who was dressed like a man. They were both dressed like men. Mary Reed, the reason why they figured out that she was a woman is because the man she was in love with got into a fight with another pirate. She knew that the guy that she was in love with wasn't much of a fighter, and he got challenged to a duel. So she made sure that she, uh, before the duel took place, uh, got into a fight with that same guy and challenged him to a duel and killed him before the guy she was in love with was going to have to fight. So neither one of them were lesbian. Hmm. No, I do know the story of those two. Yeah, But they used to wrap cords around their breasts to keep them flat against their uh, chest so people wouldn't be able to tell. Calico right, Jack knew, but... So did um, Mulan. She bound her breasts. Right. Anyways, they both pled the belly when eventually they got caught. And Anne Bonnie, being of Irish stock and having a very rich father, got away with it. Mary Reed died in prison. Carpet-munching pirates. Yes. Yes, they were. And now they're dead. That's where piracy gets you, folks. Dead. But what a way to go. I mean, other than Henry Morgan, can you really think of a pirate that actually had a career and survived to retire? Very few. Francis Drake? I don't know. How yeah, you know what? That's oh, that's a valid point, though. I mean, I guess like to consider it, it, it depends on your point of view. If you're Spanish, fucker was a pirate. Yeah. yeah. If you're in English, he was an explorer who happened to have <laughs> cannons. Well, and a letter of Mark. <laughs> History is written by the winners. Right. That so, is absolutely true. But, I mean, uh, Henry Morgan was the same thing. The fact that he kind of took everybody else's ships along the way. Minor details. Minor we just overlook that. But now we're just going for his rum. Wait, there really is a Captain Morgan? Yeah. Really? Kind of had a bad ending, though, to him. When he died, they put a, you know put his body in the casket, and they buried it. Shortly after he was dead, they had a massive earthquake to the point where it was such a, a nasty earthquake that the sand itself liquefied, and the water came up from underneath the island. Okay, and unfortunately, yeah. they Liquefaction, picked up the, I think. Yes, and they picked up the coffin and shoved it out on the tsunami and never to be seen again. So no idea where the hell he is. At the bottom of the ocean somewhere. With Alexander the Great. No one knows where he is. But they found his tomb. No. Never found it. Oh, that's right. They never did find Cleopatra either. No. They yeah. found uh, Philip, but not Alexander. Uh, nobody was really cared about Philip. But, eh, yeah, well, he you know died. <laughs> well, he never really... I mean, he... Don't get me wrong. I mean, they... He put Mastodon, about? He put Mastodon on the map for... I mean, he started getting the one years going, but... Let's be honest. It was That's how Alexander won that, everything. Right, because he inherited the army. Yes, right? he inherited the army that Philip created out of nothing. Okay, the point is that Alexander still had the genius to actually take the army and do something. You can be given the tool, but it doesn't necessarily mean you know what to do with it. Well, I, I don't think anyone's have, doubting Alexander's genius. Right. But I mean, General McClellan was given the humongous army, he's too. The he's the rare sucked. example of, a very rare example of an even more successful son following a very successful father. True. So what we learned today. Uh, Halo 4 sells a somewhat chart-busting 3.1 million copies on launch day. Oh, well, go ahead. The oh, Chinese airline pilots are being tested for body odor. Uh, apparently Ender's Game is going to be delayed because of digital domains collapse. You know, I'm surprised you never brought up the Chinese jet pilot thing. I, I thought about it. and like, didn't, no. it, it, Again, it goes back to having to stop everything and be like, hang on, hang on, 
Let me find it. It's in uh, here. It's got to be here it's somewhere. Be right. And then I'm looking through it. I got to find the Chinese jet pilot or Eddie Murphy's. You know, I don't even think the Chinese jet pilot's on here. It's right there. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! And it kicked out my post-game music, too! It's right there on the bottom. Maybe. Just maybe my boys can stop me from getting the book. Stop. Yeah. Maybe I'm a Chinese jet pilot. Copy says, Is Emperor going to get the industrial vacuum, suck up some leaves, and unleash them into Bubbles' house? True story, my parents actually have a leaf sucker. An actual one of those giant vacuums. Really? Yes. I think about borrowing it because it's pretty beefy. And it's got this huge bag in the back of it. So you you, you vacuum the leaves? Yeah, yeah. Sucks them right up. Yeah. Oh, my parents have all kinds of cool toys. Continuing on. Uh, there's apparently a fake nerd girl detector, which was a waste of our goddamn time. Uh, there's a class action lawsuit against Blizzard over security and we're trying to find the funniest Jay Moore moment, which mentions... No, we know what the funniest Jay Moore <laughs> moment is. Yeah, it was. Well, we, we we're trying to get the tape. It. Oh, okay. Mainly stuff, I think, ran into a dead end. Uh, THQ is in default with Wells Fargo, and their three, quote, major titles, unquote, may not actually see the light of day. The writer of Toy Story 3 is going to be writing Star Wars Episode 7. Okay. Maybe SEALs were reprimanded for revealing secrets. And, of course, Final Fantasy XV, the five things we'd like them to bring back, and I think we're all in agreement. Yes. Those of us who actually played it, that those were all five. God, I'm just going to close this down. God, this is an ugly whore. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mila Jojovic. Yeah. Jojovic. Whatever. Jojovic. Remember, Bubbles, it puts Jog. the leaves in the bag or else it has to smell the rain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. Wow. Does this rock smell like chloroform? <laughs> Doesn't it smell like chloroform? Hmm. Little Rex, editing this is going to suck. I have 10 JJ Register files. Okay. No, he's talking about the... The Sam thing. Sam and Corner. Yeah. Just keep him in there. I think it's funny. It is funny to listen to you lose it over him. Well, I'm kind of pissed. I'm like, I put in the God blessed code. It's supposed to take that out. It All was right. just to you know, irritate you. You know who screwed up, Sam? Cena. <laughs> I hate you. So very, very much. Well, it's not a show without I you saying, fuck Cena. No, it's not fuck Cena. It's, it's the fucking Cena. Trying is the first well, step towards failure. it's just not a show without him saying that. I want to thank uh, all the listeners for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we would not be doing this thing very much. I want to thank Little Rex for uh, editing the shows when he's around. I want to thank Kalilu, our show contributor, and Iris Yevich for contributing many of the articles we heard this evening. I want to thank No Wise for posting that uh, podcast if and when he gets it from us. I would like to thank our sponsors, Audio Audible Books, as well as Typefrag Ventrilo Servers. We at Clan and Pillar Guard use them. You should as well. Viable, I know I said I'd be online after the show for Ultima Online. I will not be. Or if I am, it won't be until much, much later in the evening, as I am in need of food. One of the things I kind of have to do during the day is eat. Something I've been neglecting the last couple. The Emperor needs food now. Um, let's see. Check out the website, our homepage, clan1g.net. The form is up and running, the home of Clan Imperial Guard. Go Guard! Uh, let's see. <laughs> Programming note, obviously we did not do the 24-hour broadcast this weekend. Things just didn't align, mainly because nobody had the time to do it. I don't know when we're going to do it. I'd still like to. I think we kind of have to, as I believe it was one of those promises, promises we made. Yeah, yes. like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, then we no, made the promise for the we, TV. Right. We but know. we already kept one of those promises, so. You know. We? Well, yeah. 
What? I had to post them on Facebook and then wait for the backlash. Whatever, she was all thrilled because Sale Mora told me, the most popular search for thing is Lulu's <laughs> Pictures on Grand Old Podcast. Hey. Really? Well, really? People want to see pictures of me? Well, there's only yes. seven things to choose from to, to search for. Right. Lack of options, really. Oh, thank you. Least right. common denominator, so to speak. So. Hey. I appreciate that. The internet and horrors go together like peanut butter and jelly. What can I say? What can I say? Uh, <laughs> and on that bombshell, <laughs> it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, I have no other programming notes. I think we're pretty much on par. Are you out? You're out of here. What weekend for the? Uh, the last the, the weekend that starts in November and ends in December. I'm not going to be here for that. Show. Okay. So like okay. December second, I don't think I'll be here. I'll be in Philadelphia. I think it's Austerlitz. Yeah, so it's Coronation. I don't really care where you'll be at this point. Well, I'm going to be in Philadelphia. Well, that's fine. But I, I will probably. I don't care. If the hotel's only about like two blocks away from all the uh, historical crap. So I'll here's a bell with a crack in it. Bell with a crack in it. <laughs> here's where somebody signed. Here's where, here's where they signed some old documents and shit. George Washington sat there. America. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> They have a uh, there's uh, I I want to eat at this restaurant but it's really expensive to eat that uh, City Tavern established 1773 mm-hmm. founding fathers would meet there to uh, discuss the uh, impending revolution. I've eaten at Dalton House like a dozen times. They have uh, Thomas Jefferson's favorite recipe for biscuits. Okay. Yes. The Maybe problem is it's black like wheat. It's like yeah, thirty five bucks. A, it's like thirty five bucks an entree for there. Yeah. That's. That's kind of reasonable. Yeah, and but I mean, like it's, it's like it's like nineteenth century. It's not like anything like incredibly huge and fancy. You're, you're paying well, more for like the, house. You're paying more for the ambiance of it all. Like it's, yeah, everyone's dressed in period clothing and you know. okay. Yeah. So, Connie says I've had multiple Facebook requests for Lulu underwear pics. Copy. Thanks for making this Sunday complete, Emperor. You're welcome, Copy. See, and she didn't try to rush us, so we, she could go to bed. And she's been listening to all the shows from, like, like this afternoon. Now we want Bubbles pictures. I don't know that Bubbles is going to be willing to do the do same that. kind of picture shoot that uh, Lulu was willing to. We're going to ask her. Alcohol may be involved. Well, yeah, well I think it'll be a prerequisite. Yeah, that'll be a prerequisite. I can take her to my photographer, so. This guy just loves, he's going to love this show. Like, thanks, man, for all you the business all the you business. <laughs> They pay me in liquor to watch Naked Chicks. You're welcome. Yeah, that's going to happen. They can't avoid it now. No, you have to. Sequestration is going to happen, too. Yeah, they're going after Papa John's and Applebee's because they said they may have to uh, freeze hiring or lay off workers to cover Obamacare. So now, of course, people are calling for boycotts of these companies. Because that makes sense. Let's boycott the companies that are having to lay off people because they don't have enough money. Right. That'll work. (laughs) No, they have (laughs) enough money. It just... Papa John will get as much money as me. So. No, I'm pretty sure uh, everything I've been reading in all the articles saying we're talking into the red. Not yeah. staying in the black or keeping even, but into the red. red. And no companies in business just to break even. By the very definition, that goes against it. So. Scrub puppy, half-naked scrub pictures. Let's do this thing. Well, I guess that Don't Ask, Don't Tell is kind of out the window, so you can get away with it, I suppose. Otherwise, I'd rat you out for like a nickel. Biomed says don't corrupt bubbles. 
it's no, pretty. I've seen her shrink. She's pretty corrupted, actually. Yeah. In fact, I think she's more corrupt than we realize. She was dancing up a storm after yeah, the last Yeah, she was. Oh, this coming from the person who was pole dancing. <laughs> hey, I, that's my reputation. By the way, <laughs> you can wiggle. I'll give you that. I didn't know, like, oh, okay, so <laughs> she's not lying. She really can, you know, use the pole. I was impressed. Highlander, you did leave too early. It was... Interesting. It was interesting? <laughs> well, I was just playing DJ, but I'm just sitting at the computer playing music going, eh, do I want to turn around? And I did, I'm like, what the hell? Okay, I'll watch this for a minute. Okay, back to music. <laughs> so, yeah. You really don't want to see your friends doing that. What? No, no. Women I don't know, perfectly fine. Friends? Eh. <laughs> this doesn't work. For me, anyways. Like, I know them by first name. It's just... Strippers don't have to know their name. And they're not real people. They go away after I leave. So I don't, I don't picture you as going to a strip club ever. Um, a couple times. It wasn't my thing. What? I got bored. What? I'm shocked. What? That you would go to a strip club. Uh, I think he was parties, probably. I was kind of dragged along. It wasn't really my. Like I said, it wasn't really my thing. It was kind of said to me like, eh. who's bachelor? Uh, I don't think people you know. Uh, one was with my friend Dan, and one with my friend Josh. And especially Josh, that was a nightmare. <laughs> but it wasn't my mess to clean up. I wasn't best man, so this kept you like, eh, good gonna let that I'm good. You gotta, you gotta give them like dollars so they like you. I'm like, I don't care if they like you. That one's got a lot of I don't know, track marks. <laughs> uh, I know where this money's going, and it's not to a retirement fund. So. And no stripper is working their way through college. Sure, they are. They're all what? They're all working through. <laughs> you mean they school. lied to me? <laughs> it's beauty school, which some of them desperately need. Those bitches. <sighs> I've got half a mind to go down there and give them a piece of my mind. Sakani, <laughs> I've listened to some horrible music before because I got women to shake their asses. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean you do what you have to, I suppose. Pusser broke her long strike Nerf gun today. Aww. You didn't actually try to use the barrel to crack over somebody's head, did you? She got really into a role playing. So she takes the RP seriously. She's ta- she's like talked to me about it. I guess it's kind of a big thing in, in Denmark. Like really, like a nationwide. You've got nothing else to do. There. Yeah, you know we've got baseball. You know, Korea's got Starcraft. They've got LARPing apparently. So. Uh, Live action role play. Yes. Ah. Like uh, so, imagine like Dungeon Dragons. But instead, of you're sitting down with paper and stuff. You're walking around. You're you like, pretend you're a vampire. I cast magic missile at you. Or a werewolf or something. <laughs> and then you play like rock paper scissors to see who oh who wins God. it. I'm not kidding. No, that's real bad stuff. Yeah. So. That should be our official game for the By the way, with Obama having won, that only uh, that only encourages me and it kind of presses forth the the need, the desperate need to form our own micronation. Get the hell out of this place. We need to come up with a name. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, once we get the name, I think everything else starts Look, it's your micronation. I know. Pick the name. I'm going to have to. Because I, I have waited for everybody else and IRC on the show to help me out. And it's been one giant failure. A rare failure by the cultists and the IRC rats. But unfortunately, if you want something done right, you've got to do, do it, it yourself. yourself. So I will have to do that. Maybe we'll discuss that tonight. Oh, at dinner? Yes. Go out and get something. We'll, we'll shoot names for the micronation. Okay. Well, what kind of purchase? Those first to go. Okay. The Empire of Amplandia. <laughs> Actually, it's not bad. I like that. I thought you had said you didn't want Yeah, I, 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 I want something else that's, I don't know, catchy. Makes or, it sound legit. Yeah. 
ish. So, all right, folks, we gotta get out of here. Uh, is there anything else we're missing? No, no, we're on it. Wow, we're on it. Join us on Facebook. Uh, yeah, this is no, my fifth one that I've actually, actually added. Uh, join us on Facebook and on Twitter and Score for both. All right, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay glass, the internet. And breast wishes, everyone. So long, everybody. That's all we got. One goddamn hit.